spooky, scary Terminator sends shivers down your cortex. Shrieking servers will shock your soul and seal your fate tonight. Hey guys, Halloween might be over, but it's never over in my heart. My name is Ryan Eliopoulos, and welcome to the 166th episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast. I'm joined with my scary Terminator buds, Brandon T. McClure. What's up? Ben Magnet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sparks Witty. Hey, hey. I pointed the Sparks, but I said Ben, and he got jumbled up for some reason. I'm like, I had something, and then it just went. I was like, yeah, that's why are you pointing to him? That's what happens when you try to plan things in the intro. What's up? Hey, guys, welcome back. It feels like it's been a year. It's been a week. It's only been Uh, a week. It's been three weeks. Yeah, it's been been three weeks for you. Yeah. Yeah. Three? Yeah. Yeah. I was here last week. Both skipped two weeks ago. Uh Oh, wow. We all skipped. I've been on vacation. That's right. Yeah. Right, little right. mini vacation, mini vacation. Well, How then you it? should go first. Oh, I don't have a lot to say. I was like, I did. I, there's no way I can recount everything from three weeks, so I'm not even gonna try. I can recap things I did like two days ago, so I understand. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I only have a couple highlights. Yeah, so. that's true, Ryan. There are things you and I did <clears> the other day, or there would be things that we did another day. And then you, I'll be like, Hey, remember this? You're like, Wait, we did that? What What are we doing? It's like, been 84 it was like, years. It was like I don't two, even remember like, what we did an hour ago. Yeah. Like Ryan, it was we did this two days ago. He like, dinner. Whoa, it was like five years. I'm yeah. Like, no. Hey, man, that's me. No memories. So what's up? No memories, Eliopolis. That's what they call me. <laughs> uh, who wants to go first with their with their thing? Sparks, go. <laughs> okay. Um, the only things that I'll specifically highlight, I guess, are uh, I've watched Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, for the first time in the producer's cut. I've Paul seen the regular Rudd. edition, mm-hmm. but I never watched the unrated uh, producer's cut. Yeah. That, More Paul Rudd or less It's still Paul not Rudd. a good film. But it is a much better film. More Paul Rudd. Really? More Donald Pleasance, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's a much better version of that movie that is already not a great movie. I just realized um, something else I did this week. Sorry. I'm it's still it it's still like a all right movie, but the, the producer's cut is definitely the better way to watch that film, uh, my opinion. Is there a director's cut? No. Mm. There's a producer's cut. Interesting, huh? I yeah, worry about um, that. Because it comes, it, it comes from um, Mustafa Akkad who's uh, been the producer since the original Halloween. Oh, okay. And he kind of stuck with the franchise even after John Carpenter left. Got it. So this is his vision of what he thinks The Curse of Michael Myers at its, like, still not, he's gone on record saying, like, that movie was kind of a crap show of, yeah. like, getting it made. But this is the preferred version of what he wanted audiences it's to like, see. Uh, it's like Superman 2. They don't call it the director's cut. They call it the Richard Donner cut. Right. Because yeah. yeah. he's technically not supposed to be the director on that Sure, movie. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the better version. It's true. That was um, a really good movie, the Richard Donner cut. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. People, uh, so yeah. people liking the Snyder cut to the Richard Donner cut. Not what? at all. No, don't mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, Mustafa Akkad's been the person attached with Halloween, even as it like carried on through to Rob Zombie, and even into the new one with John Carpenter. He's still, he's still got connections. Um, cool. It's not like really news, but you brought up Halloween. They started shooting the new movies. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it was like a cute little like 30-second thing, and like Michael's back and Jamie Lee Curtis, and I'm like, new characters. I'm like, oh, sweet. I keep Halloween's back, baby. Uh, I remember that Paul Rudd was in it. I forgot that it was Paul Rudd's first thing. Yeah, because yeah. it's introducing Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. uh, and it's a it's pretty cool. Is, he, uh, is he good in it? Yeah, I don't remember. When yeah, did he's, Halloween he's first. Decent. When did that? When did that movie first come out? The sixth one. Early, uh, that's early the nineties. That's the early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. No, because Paul Rudd, one of his first ever jobs was doing a Super Nintendo commercial when uh-huh. the Super yeah, NES true. came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's funny because I was watching it with uh, Megan and. And she's like, "Wow, Paul Rudd looks so young." And I'm like, "Well, you think about how Paul Rudd looks today. Can you can only imagine? Like, he's probably like 12 here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's insane. Anyway, um, and then the other thing is, uh, I'm totally caught up on the CW Arrowverse as of this moment. Um, we're recording on Sunday, and Batwoman and Supergirl are coming out, and so I won't have watched them. But up to this point, I've watched all four episodes of Batwoman, all four episodes of Supergirl, all four episodes of Flash, and all three episodes of Arrow. Has Has Batwoman gotten better? Uh yes, 
yes, um, but it's still not the show I want to be. And to be honest, like the first four episodes have all been still taking place in her like first days. Okay. Mm. Um, the last episode was really good. They did. Like they... I genuinely like really liked it. There was a lot of quality on the screen, mm-hmm. not always in the writing, okay. but on the screen there was a lot of quality from the acting and set design and costumes and action and stuff. They did recently say that they're going to catch up to Elseworlds. Cool. Uh, yeah, they 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 gotta. Oh, yeah. I forgot they have to do a time jump. Yeah, yeah uh, they they've gotta. Um, so it's it th- there is kind of like a kind of a belaboring feeling of like I'm being built through a lot of motions that are taking a long time to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I I liked the last episode the most. Okay. So I'm hoping that that kind of increases as it goes. Uh, Supergirl's awesome. Um, have you seen that scene going around that people are making fun of the CGI? <clears throat> For Supergirl, yeah, there's no. one. It's like a scene where the Martians are fighting, and like Supergirl uses her laser vision. And it's like the CGI is really, really bad, and people are like, "Like, how do people watch a show?" And I'm like, "It's a low budget show. Relax." Yeah, but like, like Supergirl's I, getting like beat I've, on. As I have always said about television CGI, be impressed when it's good, don't be surprised when it's bad. That's a very that's a good that's thing a to keep good, in mind. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good way to. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it's just been this, <clears throat> this week. Supergirl's been getting trashed for its CGI. And I'm like, interesting. I, I don't know what, what you guys expect. Uh, I guess I, I guess I have CGI blindness because like Supergirl CGI has never looked any worse than like it's already looked bad yeah. before. I mean, we watched Doctor Who. That's like real. That's some pretty bad CGI. Yeah, like, like well, what and the Martian Manhunter still looks as as cheesy CGI as he has since season one. No, I know. Yeah. It's not better it's I'm like, funny because people who don't watch the show they see this clip and like this is the worst thing i've ever seen actually that's like, not true i do remember that the cgi was better when they were on cbs oh is it Ooh. that is yeah true. that first the first season had a better budget okay. uh and it did show so I'll, I'll take that back season one of supergirl looks really freaking good yeah um boy if only they could have that kind of money for all the shows yeah I wish. uh <clears throat> uh because i've watched all of supergirl at this point i will bring up that in the very first episode of the season they had a very important scene between Kara and lena luther mm-hmm um, I won't spoil the details of that scene, but it's some of the most emotional and incredible acting I've seen from both of those actresses in that scene. I was like, oh, and it was like out of the gate, the first episode of the season. I'm like, this is dang. Yeah. Uh, and for such a big moment that's happening for those characters, I'm really glad that it was executed the way it was. Um, right on. Very cool. Uh, Flash has been interesting, but not quite... Interesting is always a word. No, like. no. Okay, so like a uh, part of it is that it's it's a it's in a weird place because the whole show is built around much like Arrow is at this point. By the end of the first episode of the Flash, uh, the Monitor has told Barry, who has now told the team, "You're going to die this date in the crisis." Yeah. Um, and it, Barry does this whole thing in the second episode where he projects himself into the future and he can't see into it, so he asks for uh, Jay Garrick's help. Jay Garrick has now married a woman who looks just like Barry's mom. So that's a whole thing. Jay Garrett got out of the Speed Force prison? He did. Good for him. I uh, knew he had it in him. He now walks with a cane. Oh. Oh. Yep. Does that he still go he super fast? That probably means no speed. Hasn't seen anymore. it happen, but he's using more of his science-y stuff. So he helps Barry to like see a whole bunch of alternate timelines. Barry sees a whole bunch where like they lose. And the only one he sees where he wins is where we see the classic made on TV, the classic Flash disappearing. Is this yeah. when Doctor Strange puts up one finger? <laughs> basically right yeah. uh, so Barry Barry comes back and the way he gets he's able to get the team to get on board because the key, team's very resistant they feel like Barry's giving up mm-hmm. and he's like look guys I saw so many different versions this is the only way and he's just trying to prepare the team for like his loss and everything um, it's actually uh, I gotta say some of the best Iris stuff I've seen where she's you know resistant to it but then also just trying to be supportive 
at this point of Barry, rather than being like the the most difficult person in the transition. I never want to be mean to anyone, which is but which is pretty cool. Iris has never. I don't think I've ever really connected with Iris on that show. Yeah, uh, this is this is some of her best writing is coming out of like what happened with the character the last season. Like the the actress is still okay, mm. but the writing is a lot better. Where the character is at at this point is she's she's grown quite a lot, and I'm kind of on board with it. Is she still like like the tough leader character, like from like the season or two ago? Um, no, she's, she's kind of more in like a, she's letting Barry be leader a lot right now because Barry is the person who's leading the charge of like, I, I'm trying to improve. I'm trying to help you be better. Um, Sendhil Ramamurthy's in this season, uh, Mohinder from Heroes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the, uh, current villain. Um, he has a history with Caitlin Snow. His plot What's his feels... name? Mind? Isn't it like Mind something or? I don't know what his villain name is. Oh, okay. They haven't said Um, it. no. Okay. Uh, his plot is very similar in face value when it starts to what happens with Mohinder in Heroes. So that was a little weird. It's a little on the nose. Um, it was like Heroes all in like three episodes was what was happening with him. And I'm like, this is a little odd. It feels deja vu-ish if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it leads to some interesting stuff with Caitlin. Caitlin is now uh, on the inside and, and Frost is on the outside. And they're, and they're trying to do a thing where they're letting Frost develop a personality and find out who she is because they have treated them as like a character who's been trapped in a character. Mm -hmm. I like that. And that's pretty cool. Anyway, the point with Flash that I'll get to is that at the end of the last episode of Flash this week, they had a moment between Joe and Barry and Joe's known about what's going to happen to Barry for like an episode or so. And those two have a heart to heart breakdown that made me cry. And I'm like, Oh, I forgot that flash could do this to me. Oh yeah. yeah. And that was really nice. Cause it's been a while, Yeah, but flash got me. It got me in that fourth episode. I'm like, I feel this. Oh man, I feel this. I definitely remember crying in, in I think season one of the flash. Yeah. Or season two, one of them. Yeah. So this is, um, and then on arrow, this is hands down the, the most interesting season of arrow since season two. Oh, <clears throat> that's all. That's so many. Seasons. The best season. That's so many seasons ago. <laughs> I know, I know, but this is hands down like the most interesting because each episode is uh, like the first episode is uh, Oliver showing up on um, uh, Earth Two. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Earth Three, but it's Earth Two. He shows up on Earth Two, which uh, the uh, Black Siren has gone back to now, and we find out uh, all this. We see Tommy again. Uh, the world has developed very differently. We've we've seen Earth Two a lot from the Flash angle, but not from. The Oliver and the Arrow, and they're heard it's there a very some, different world. I heard there was some controversy with the Earth, with it being Earth Two. Uh, a lot of people didn't were questioning whether or not it was the same Earth Two because the tech in the Arrow version of that world didn't match up with what we saw in, in on the Flash. It is the same Earth Two. Um, they did confirm. I think. That I think that's some. Earth they did. Yeah. Yeah, and and also like um, if you remember way back when in Flash when I was still watching, uh, the Arrow of that season of that of that Earth was. Um, his dad, Oliver's dad. Yes. Uh, he was like just arrested. Um, yeah. They've, they've established who's taken his place is actually, um, Oh, I forget his name, but he's the, he's the villain from like two seasons ago. Oh, he's yeah, yeah, actually yeah. become Prometheus. Uh, yes. Uh, he mm, became, yeah. he became the green arrow after Oliver's dad was captured and we see him, uh, black sirens actually helping him like be a better hero kind of thing. That's cool. Uh, yeah. And Tommy is the, uh, dark archer. Cool. Which is pretty cool. The dark um, you guys are going to get to the crisis. So if you are a person watching Arrow and you don't want spoilers, don't listen to what I'm about to say. Um, at the end of the first episode, Earth 2 is wiped out from the crisis. I heard about the that. The antimatter wave is already starting to move through certain universes, and Arrow and Black Siren and Diggle all escape that Earth just barely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read that like they had to go and talk to the Flash people because they've killed Jesse Quick. Uh, yeah, honestly, on Arrow they did? Yeah, on Arrow did they, they killed her. It? Uh, it's a, it's acknowledged. Okay, I heard, good. I, okay. I heard about the fact that like 
Harry and Jesse. Yeah, gone. All all those are two characters. They're they're dead. Not just on the arrow side. They're dead on on that side. They acknowledge it in the in the show because like, yeah, that'd be shitty. That's to, really too bad because yeah. I really well like because Jesse they ha- they can't acknowledge it on Flash yet because I believe Oliver is on a timeline farther ahead than them because the monitor's kind of jumping him around. Yeah, and I don't believe that he's what's happening with Oliver is happening at the same time that the things are happening on the Flash right now. Yeah. so yeah. they don't know that Earth Two's gone yet. It my, hasn't happened. My thing is just like I hate when characters get killed off screen and it's not mentioned until way later, and it's like not even a big deal. So I'm glad they reference it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, I really liked Jesse. Yeah, I I mean like I don't know that Earth Two will stay gone forever, but yeah. because this is like the beginning of the crisis and and there's a and lot we'll, that we're gonna see some, happen because that, we're that's, gonna talk about we're gonna talk a little bit more about like about this I think in 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 our news section um, just so you know. But there's um there's a theory that I have about the other Earths that ties into what happened with the comics. Fair, um, sure. Uh, yeah. So Arrow Arrows is super interesting with that. In the second episode, the Monitor drops them in in Hong Kong, and there's um. There, there. They see uh, the, I forget her name, but the the, the one who carries Katana? the sword. Katana. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, the girl was, from the Wolverine. Yes. <laughs> no. The one. The one. The yes. actress from the Wolverine. Yes, the actress from the Wolverine, yeah. who she was really Katana important in the, the flashbacks. Who was the important in the flashbacks yeah. a few seasons ago? Yeah, yeah. So I that, know what I'm talking that, about. That whole plot. That whole plot is like revisited and. That's cool. um, kind of makes Oliver think can you entirely trust the monitor so Oliver is like maybe I need to figure that out so he decides to go to Nandapar Bet where uh, Thea has been leading a war against Athena to destroy the League of Assassins and so he meets up with Thea and talks to her about what's about to happen um, and she's been off the show for a couple of seasons now right yes uh, yeah, yeah uh, for about a season and a half I yeah. think and this is Earth One no, this is Earth on One. One yeah he went back to Earth One in episode two and this is still in episode three he's still on Earth One and um and they encounter Talia, and they're trying to learn more information about the Monitor and what to do uh, to prepare for the crisis. So it's kind of doing like a, a going down the list of like all these important characters episode by episode. But the format and attack has really changed. Arrow breathed a lot of new life into it. Mm-hmm. Now that being Fortunately, said, right before the end. Now that being said, every episode still has now flash forwards, just like it did the last season, to the future where Oliver's... Daughter is uh, doing things, and I'm still having a hard time getting interest in Kate that. McNamara. But the end of this last episode made me feel like maybe I will be now because the monitor yanked them out of the future. Yeah, as I kind of felt like would happen. Yeah, yeah. and they're now in the present of Earth One. We will. Get- At least I assume it's the monitor. I don't know it's the monitor. The monitor didn't show up when that happened, but it was the same kind of like transitional thing that happens when the monitor yanks them out of other places. Yeah. Again, we'll talk more about that. I'm sure. Oh, and uh, there's a new Wells on Flash. Uh-huh. named uh, Harrison Nash Wells, and he's basically Indiana Jones Wells. That's cool. And he's tracking the Monitor on Earth-1. He's looking for him. So the Monitor is kind of spaced throughout all the shows, except Batwoman right now. Yeah. yeah, That's cool. Yeah. Um, there's, your, there's your Arrowverse. CWDC update. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> who, else, who wants to go next? I'll go. So I'm still watching The Righteous Gemstones. Uh, that's only a you know an HBO 10-episode season, so I'm trying to watch like one or two a week so I don't sure. get rid of it because I really like it. Uh, so I've been watching that. That's still really good. Um, I've mostly been playing The Outer Worlds, uh, which is a fantastic game, guys. And let me tell you, it is um, when you think of you know big open-world RPGs like Skyrim or, or like The Witcher or Breath of the Wild, like they're hundreds and hundreds of hours. Uh, and a lot of the times, like some of the side quests, there's just too many, and it's not. There a lot of them aren't fun. They're just like fetch quests or whatever. Um, the Outer Worlds is a is a um, what's the word? Um, it's a much smaller in scope game. 
Um, it's more actually kind of like a Mass Effect in terms of the way you play it. You go to like like half a dozen planets and they're all kind of open world, but none of them are miles and miles and miles. It's so all semi open world. Semi open world. There's a word. Uh, there's a word that I. That's a good word that I can't think of and it's bothering me. Um, Condensed. But, Condense. It's 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 no, it's not that. But anyway, um, the writing is really good, and all the all the quests matter, and all the side quests are really good, and they all kind of feed into the overall structure of the story. Uh, so none of the so none of the things you're doing feel useless. Um, and all the planets are small enough where you can explore everything and feel like you're actually getting a sense of accomplishment and exploration while still uh, uh, being focused. Um, and it's it's like perfect like like. Uh, like a uh, B plus game like it's not a 10 out of 10 but it's like a, everything is so solid and I really appreciate it about it the thing that I really like about it is the characters um, and there's a lot of like openly gay uh, characters like bi characters uh, weird robot characters um, but the first character that you, that's in your party her name is um, Parvita I believe I think it's Parvita and um, she has she is uh, I, I correct me if I'm wrong I think it's asexual where she's not like she has like no sexual like she doesn't want to have sex with anyone. Like I don't like physical contact at all. I forget what it's called. Anybody? I think that's asexual. That, that is yeah. asexual. Okay, I, just, I wasn't sure. I'm not. You know, my my words are bad. I get um, you. But she's like, yeah, like I have problems connecting with people because everyone always wants to have sex and I don't want to do that. Uh, so we go to this planet and she meets this older engineer, this female engineer, and she connects with her and she's like, hey, you're Ryan, me, Ryan. Hey, Ryan, uh, can you introduce me to this engineer? Because like she seems really cool and like I'm not a good engineer. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Down the wrong pipe. Okay. Uh, oh, I know all about that. Uh, she's like, "Can you introduce me to this engineer?" And then they, and then they hit it off. And then, uh, and then I go back to my ship. And Parvita's like, "Hey, can I tell you about the thing that happened with this engineer?" And I'm like, "Cool." And she's like, "She wrote me a poem." Um, and then the poem's about this engineer who can't fix this ship. And um, when she meets this other engineer, the ship's magically fixed. And she's talking about her love life and her relationship statuses and stuff. And it's super beautiful and it's super romantic. And it's like, it's these little small character moments that are spread throughout this entire game. Um, and I'm glad this game's doing well. Uh, and it's free on Game Pass if you have Game Pass. But it is a uh, curated, that's the word I was looking for, nice. curated. It's a beautifully curated, like, 40-hour RPG that's not huge in scope. But um, it's got great RPG mechanics where, like, if you fall off buildings a bunch... It will give you an uh, an option to take a perk where you won't have fall damage anymore, but you'll be less strong. Or if you take a lot of drugs to heal, uh, you'll become a drug addict, and the drugs won't hurt you anymore, but you'll lose intelligence. Or if you get into a lot of fights, you'll be stronger, but you'll be dumber. So it's a lot of like actual role playing mechanics that I really like, and uh, I'm just having so much fun with it. And I know I'm gonna beat it soon. And it's one of the things where I'm like, oh, I don't want it to end. That sucks. Uh, and then lastly, X Men still cool, guys. Excalibur came out this week. You know who's cool? God, I gotta catch you know up. who's cool? Daddy Apocalypse. Yeah. Apocalypse is the coolest guy in comics right now. He's wearing robes. He's hanging out with the X-Men. He's calling them stupid because they are. He's like, just listen to me. I know what I'm doing. Magic's dope. Uh, magic is so cool. Uh, X-Men is cool. That's I, all. I have a stack of so many comics I need to catch up on. I have a few days off coming up in the next couple weeks, so I'll, I'll take advantage. Yeah, yeah. We're, we are three for three on X-Men books, baby. It's great. I'm not worried. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. That'll that'll do her. Speaking of comics, real quick, I will jump in. The one other thing I didn't get to talk about because I couldn't be on the last episode. I did read Death Vigil. Good pick. Thank yeah. You. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I won't great. go too far into it. I echo pretty much everything that a lot of you said, uh, both about like writing and art and everything. Mm -hmm. But that was cool. I uh, just wanted to share. Like, yeah. yeah, I did it. It was cool. I just couldn't <laughs> talk about <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Subscribe to his Patreon. It's a. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a thing where you, if you read all of it, you're thirsty for, for another. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Ben, yeah. I guess your turn. Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, pretty much my week is has been same as usual. Um, two things that actually did happen that I was really excited. Uh, Ruby, one of my favorite uh, shows from Rooster Teeth, mm -hmm. had its premiere yesterday. 
and I I'm just happy it's back. It's been away for a while. It's been away for about a year or so. Did you read that comic? Yes, I did. How was it? It's it's kind. The book is kind of bridging the gap between what happens between volume three and volume four, which I'm okay with because it just helps build the world. Sounds like a Titan comic. But how is it? I'm I'm biased. I love that world. I love that show. I love those characters. So okay, I, I like I'll it. I'll simplify the question though. Uh, do you feel like the comic is of the same writing quality as the show, or is it dipped? Uh, I say it's the same quality. Okay. I still really like it. It's only one issue, so I because you know, like that happens when they when they transfer comics over from like cartoons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you feel like the writing drops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because so. while the the person who did write it, I felt like when she was writing Ruby, I I heard that's like that's something Ruby would say. Cool. That's like the show writers were like, yeah, this is what Ruby would talk about or would say. That's or great, man. Stuff like that. So yeah, Ruby came back yesterday. I'm really excited about that. So I'll, I'm gonna be watching that for whatever comes out. Uh, I'm still. I'm headlong into my Golden Deer playthrough on a uh, Fire Second playthrough? Yeah, my second mm-hmm. playthrough. So, New Game Plus on that game? Holy shit. Overpowered, guys. Yeah. 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 So, what you can do is um, so if you never played Real Fire- quick, I like New Game Plus a lot. I oh. would play the Actually, Arkham games, oh. New Game Plus, all the time. And Which starting game? with all the-, the Arkham games? Oh, Arkham games, New yeah. Game Plus, yeah. sure. Starting with all the technology, like immediately, right? Yeah. 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 It's like, just zip it around like nothing. Yeah. yeah. Where you're just like, I'd like to replay the story, but I don't want to deal with all that crap. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let's so, go. Actually, that's what uh, um, uh, New Game Plus is for Fire Emblem as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in the game, as your professor, you're a professor at this monastery, you get something called Renown Points. Just like you do um, extra battles, you do stuff around the ca- around the monastery, you excuse me, you earn Renown Points. And you can spend these Renown Points to get these statues built uh, or restored so you can get even more buffs down the line. Or after you beat the game, you could spend them on yourself so you could skip all the support secret, all the support uh, conversations. You can skip um, having very little amount to do in the beginning of the game. You could just get maxed out uh, activities throughout the monastery so you can help keep your kids all statted, boosted up, whatever. Mm-hmm. So essentially, like as the game progresses, you can um, in New Game Plus, it's like you can get through like the third or fourth mission with some one of the most powerful weapons. Now, my question is: uh, normally, when you do New Game Plus, it adds difficulty to it, whether you know, uh, like you just making it, you know, like medium to hard. Or For stuff example, like that. the Arkham ga- the Arkham New Game Plus would take out would take away the uh, the indicators that yeah. a bad guy was coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, so in, like, it, like in New Game Plus, you get to when you start a New Game Plus, you choose your difficulty. Level. Did you keep the same difficulty level? I did. Then there's gonna be not any challenge. You're just gonna be. Unless just, you I'm playing this story. for. That's, no, that's true. I'm playing this for the story. No, I'm true. playing this for the Golden Deer playthrough. That's Once I get to my last two playthroughs, He's playing this to get spooked. Halloween's over. Oh, oh I know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the same not, thing we did with the spooky games. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm playing this game to get through Golden Deer because there, are, as you guys know, there are four playthroughs. There's. A, do you want me to spoil some about no. three hours? No, I'm gonna no. play it. All right, no. cool. Because there's a thing for those third and fourth playthroughs that. Hey, I played near. I played 27 playthroughs, baby. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna. I be love do- you talking about near. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> but there was I, so much adoration in your face. Just I love it. <laughs> just I think about him telling me about Nier all the time. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> You're like, I'll never play it, but what a dream! <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happens. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. But yeah, right. I'm playing this so I could get through it. Yeah. I, well, not to get no, through. That it. I, I want to yeah. get. I want to see what happens with the different playthroughs because obviously one playthrough, the ending of the story, doesn't. Is different from all the others. Yeah, I, I, as uh, much as yeah. I want to be challenged, I my birthday's in two weeks. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get Pokemon Look, or Link's Awakening wait, coming wait, wait. up. I okay. totally understand because if I if I had a chance to go play Drakengard with none of the difficulty but get all the endings, I'd do it. Yeah, yeah. Can, can I just ask, like, if, if that's the case, is there a reason why you don't just 
you know, jump to YouTube and play, watch the playthroughs and get the story out of I that. I want to do it myself. But I, okay. Halo. I, I have a, I have a certain part of Gamer Honors. Like, I want to beat these playthroughs. I sure. want to, I want to do things. That's fine. I was just curious. Yeah. I mean, uh, I could, but I don't want to. That's how do I saw that. the legendary yeah. endings for Halo. Mm-hmm. Same. Some, sometimes you gotta. Yeah. 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 I'm not yeah. going through that game legendary. No. I mean, I, for Halo 1, and that was it. I mean, I probably will once I, once I do get Pokemon or Leaks Awakening or whatever games I get for birthday and Christmas coming up. But uh, until now, it's hint, like. Hint, hint, guys. Christmas no, is coming not up. hint, hint. Until, but until it's then. going to get four copies of Zelda's Awakening. <laughs> Better not. Oh, no, no. That's good. He could sell the rest. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm once again three houses golden deer. I'm enjoying it, but it's one of those things where you because you know the events of the first playthrough. So when certain characters pop up, you're just like sitting there going, mm-hmm. you're just like you just flip them off whenever they're on screen, or there you see other characters like, yeah, I can't wait to kill you later. That's ooh, gonna be sp- fun ooh, again. Spicy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, three houses, awesome, love it. Named my character after Rachel Lit- uh, Liffin's character from uh, um, Chronicles Royal High. Nice. So that was really awesome. That, yeah, that interview's still coming. We just haven't picked the date out yet. One last thing. Uh, all the reviews for Death Stranding are finally out. Yeah, that game's getting threes and it's getting tens, so it's exactly the kind of game I expected it to be. Uh, I some will let you guys. Some people like it, some people don't. So, uh, so just real quick, so, um, Dan Reichert of All Systems Goku. Yeah. Um, Metal Gear Solid is his favorite franchise, much like myself. Yeah. He said that Death Stranding is the single most hated game he's ever played in his life. That's a AAA game. He hates it that much. Wow. On the flip side, someone who also loves Metal Gear really loves it. So I'm just like. I'm really scared. <laughs> You're going into like, well, I don't know. Yeah, because like I trust that guy's opinions on a lot of things because like we have similar tastes. But yeah. oh no, <laughs> he said it's the, he it's the worst game he's ever played. Wow. And I but somebody give it a ten. So I just I just think uh, he's a little stubborn sometimes. Yeah, it's 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 sometimes you know personal that, biases. Yes, are just the thing. not every yeah. game is going to um, be for everyone. I did see somebody tweet out that they're like, I'm at hour fifteen, Death Stranding, and I finally get it. Yeah, <laughs> I heard a lot. Of, it takes about eight hours to really get it. I'm like, man, that's like a full game for some people. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'll let you guys know by next Sunday because it comes out Friday and I will have played 90 hours in 48 hours because I'm so excited for that game. Yeah, yeah that'll be fun. Uh, all right. So I uh, just want to real quickly, uh, for those of you who have been following my dental escapades. I will have played 90 hours in 48 hours. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just processed it. <laughs> for those of you who have been following my dental es- ex- escapades from the... Uh, I thought you were going to say ecstasy. Ex- ex- no, 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 you said it right. Either. You said it right. Um, Extapades. For the past year, I have had many, <laughs> many dental appointments. Yes. Many crowns. My wisdom tooth has been taken out. You're a king. And as of <clears throat> this week, I'm done. Congrats. Yes. Good. good, good, good. $4,500 later. $1,000. I'm done. Good. Guys, brush your teeth. Yes. All right. Lots. Take care of your teeth, guys. Don't... The, don't let there be a moment in life where you are not brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're so listening to this, brush your teeth. 24 hours a day. Does that mean we have to stop the podcast so we can all go home and brush our teeth? I'm brushing, no, I'm brushing our teeth right, right, right now. now. Our <laughs> right now. <laughs> we should be brushing them right now, Ben. That's the Do you want to end up like me? No. Where most of my teeth are not real? No. I just walk around with like with a mouthful of Listerine in my mouth almost at all times. Or my father, yeah. oh, yeah. who has two teeth. <laughs> They're great teeth, though. He salvaged those two. They're great teeth. <laughs> they are great teeth. I didn't realize. His two tusks. Don't tell Kevin Smith. No, but yeah, I uh, you know finally got that done. So that's a big moment for me. Good, that's awesome. Been paying it off for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's hey, that's that's being adults. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. that's um, America. I also rewatched Zombieland One, which I only bring up because Zara found it to be boring. Yeah, uh-huh. and I thought a lot about that. And I, you know what? I don't think Zombieland's holding up. I was going to ask how it holds up because I haven't watched it in like ten years. <laughs> it doesn't hold up. As well, yeah. no. I'll say that because yeah. I I watched it recently with Megan. Yeah, 
just because she hadn't seen it and the new one was coming out and she was like, oh, that was fun. And I'm like, you're right. It's fun. It's fun. Exactly. Yeah. I remember it being great. There's not a lot more to it than that though. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. Definitely not going to see that second one. Uh, time it's, I, I, I knew that back in the day, the third act bothered me. Yeah. But I didn't, like it, it, the third act doesn't age better, which is the whole thing where, like, at the amusement park, yes, where they triggered the amusement park, which attracts sound. You're like, you've been smart up to this point. How are you this stupid? And then, uh, isn't that their plan? And then end up getting no, no, it's not. I and don't then remember. they end up getting strapped into the thing, yeah. and it's like, what is the? This is the worst. Like, if nobody was coming to save you, this is the dumbest idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, I uh, it it's it was a lot funnier in 2009. It was really what it comes down to. Maybe that sequel should have been made a year later. Uh, you know what? Honestly, uh, I hear mixed things about the sequel, so I, I still kind of want to see it. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw I wa- watched the first one because I wanted to watch the new one. So I, I just I'm, I'm interested it. still in seeing the second one, but it's it's the lowest on my list of things. Yeah, there's like nine movies I need to see And first. I'm like, if I miss it, I'm not going to be upset. I mean, yeah, I still haven't seen Joker. Oh, sure. yeah. Oh. yeah. So I need to see Joker before I uh, see Zombie. You'll help it make a billion dollars. Oh, really? It's at 900. I'm not watching it then. <laughs> nah, it's good. It's, it's good. <laughs> no, Lion King made a billion dollars. That's my one yeah, movie. <laughs> no, don't support Lion King and then not support a good movie. Joker is a good movie. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen anything. I mean, we, I all, didn't even we, re- all, we all liked it. I didn't even re- uh, listen to your reviews. Well, no spoilers. I, it's, a, it's a good movie. But I also, I finally watched for the first time Halloween 2. Oh, oh, yeah. oh uh, the, the original. original Halloween okay, 2. Okay, okay. Uh, that was pretty good. Yes. Well, first one's a lot better. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I I I knew that the first two were good, but I was surprised at how little I liked the first. Uh, I liked the second one compared to the first one, and I like the new one a hell of a lot more. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I I think the second one's pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah. I think it still holds up pretty well. It's, it's a good one-two punch. If you, you know watch what it is. You know other. what it is. You have to realize that like no horror movie like Halloween two had been made up to that point. Yeah. Lots of horror movies that use the Halloween 2 formula have been made since then. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Just make it bigger. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't connect with the characters like I did on Halloween 1. Sparks, did we watch, didn't we watch them back to back like last year? Yes. Yeah, I think I think watching them right next to each other really helps because it's, it's like moments later, Because it's the it? same night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that helps a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I did the same thing. You loaned me the DVDs before right, uh, Halloween came out. Correct. We only we prioritized the first one because the you, new one coming out. Yeah, yeah. You as steeped in Halloween as you are now, I'd really like you, A, to watch Halloween 4 and 5 at some point. We want to. Um, you should also watch 3 just because well, 3 is a good what movie. I, what, I'm get, what I'm getting at is... Uh, we have to watch Halloween 2. I was like, oh my God, so many paths have opened to us. We could either watch Halloween 3, Halloween 4, Halloween H2O. We could go anywhere. Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. We can do anything. Rob and Zombie's Halloween. The yeah. other thing, the other thing, the AMC app has a bunch of, ho- of has a bunch of like Halloween movies. One, two, four, five, six. Because uh, I guess they just want the Michael Myers one. Two has the proper uh, logo for Halloween 2, 1978 edition. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, Halloween, so, but when you play it, it's the Rob Zombie remake of Halloween 2. Oh. It's not even Halloween 1. It's Halloween 2, the Rob like, Zombie film. I feel like a similar thing happened to me recently where like I clicked on, oh, it was on the Watch TCM app. Yeah. They had the Godzilla films all through October to celebrate those 16 films coming from the Criterion Collection. Yeah. And so for the last week, they had the last ones of the Criterion Collection, so Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. The you were watching Monster. a bunch of Godzilla movies, weren't you? I, I just had, had them on in the, on the background back. while yeah. I was studying because they speak Japanese, so I, I, I'm, it's just sound. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it doesn't distract me. And um, anyway, in the last week, they put on 
Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, Godzilla versus Megalon, and um, Terror of Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and for the Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, the logo was the uh, later one. Oh, Mechagodzilla 2? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was clearly that design, That's like good. that Godzilla and that Mechagodzilla. And I'm like, and in color, yeah. like, like vibrant color and everything. And I'm like... That's not that movie. <laughs> I know if I click on it, that's not that Guardians movie. of the Galaxy, and yeah. which is weird because it's like the reverse mess up that you'd expect. I was I was so surprised. We were, so we were like, okay, let's play Halloween too because the AMC app has it free for the month the month of October, and it starts playing. And it's like Malcolm McDowell. I'm like, that's not the right. That's movie. not it. Wow, this looks really good for this 1978. Right yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, that's supposed to say Donald Pleasant. Eventually, I'd like for you to get there though. It's uh, it, it's very funny because uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but like. Halloween 2 from Rob Zombie, he opens the film. He got a lot of criticism with the first one for it being too much just like the original Mm -hmm. with his own spin on it, but Mm -hmm. too much just the original. So he opens the second one with exactly the same setup of the original second film. And then after 10 minutes, he totally changes it. And he goes off in his own direction and people like hated it. And he's like, whatever, I made something original. Mm -hmm. I feel. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that movie once and I remember not locking it. But I, to be fair, that was when it came out, and I've so, grown a lot. So, so Matt felt the same way. Does he like it? And now? then he rewatched it with me because he went into it like telling me, "You're not gonna like this. Uh, I yeah. didn't like this, and all that." And we watch it, and he's like, "Huh?" And I'm like, "I really like that. I don't know what you're talking about." And he's like, "I think I like that more <laughs> than Rob Zombie's other yeah. remake." Remember so. when we were when we were watching Star Trek Nemesis? Yeah. And I was like, "This is a bad one. We'll watch the bad one." And we're like. I'm kind of liking it's this. It's fine. This is yeah. enjoyable. And I'm sitting there yeah. like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? Anyway, so yeah, so uh, I, I do want to watch. Right now we're averaging one a year, so we'll sure. get there in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, I do want to watch them all, though. I am interested. Uh, excited for the next one. I think uh, having recently watched four, five, and six again, um, I think four is probably from that that original section of like one through six, not counting Season of the Witch. Um about just the ones about Michael Myers. I think it's probably my second favorite. Is that Return? Yeah. Okay. Um the the first one with Jamie. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um all right, let's see. <laughs> I uh I watched a YouTube series. Ooh. You guys might you guys might be familiar with. I watched uh, Basement Arcade. Heard about that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh I watched your Blair Witch Basement Arcade, guys. Oh, thanks. I just wanted to say it's really fun. Appreciate it. Oh, cool. Um, I, I quite, I, I kept, uh, I was scared with you. I was enjoying it. So I was, uh, it's the kind of let's plays that I like the ones where you're just kind of like, you're there for the story, yeah. but you're commenting when you just kind of roughly, yes. like, I don't need you guys talking all the time. Yes. That's yeah. That's, that's the hard balance. I, you know, we're all still kind of new to this yeah. of like mm-hmm. knowing when and when not to talk. Yeah. Cause like I, we want to the, be there for the story. I think the Blair Witch one is, is the perfect amount because you're, you're also just kind of like scared and yeah. there and it makes you feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm there with you. Yeah. Part of that playthrough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it gets real spooky at the end. But I, I, I kept, uh, you guys kept speculating things. I'm like, Oh, I wonder if that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the camera you were asking when you use the night vision camera, uh-huh. I'm not on the last episode yet, by the way. Okay. Uh, I haven't started it. The night vision camera was supposed to use in the cave when you're, when, uh, when you're looking for the dog and you're in the cave. This way you're supposed they to. Okay. They don't tell camera. us this. Yeah. Yeah, because the, okay. when the flashlight blinks out, blinks in and out, yeah. there's moments where you just don't know where you're going. That's where the night vision camera is supposed to. Oh, be. Mm. well, we just walk through darkness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's scarier that way. I wonder. I wonder what, what, if you would have seen anything. Well, because like you know, if you're not playing right through, which we 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 didn't play all of it in one sitting. Yeah. Like you forget about everything, every tool you have at your disposal, and it doesn't remind you. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. So like I I. 
I didn't even think about night vision camera until much later in the game, and I'm like, oh yeah. It's, only- it's also like how I was like, oh, you can run. Yeah. <laughs> you can duck. One of yeah. my favorite bits was when you figured out how to call this, the the answering service. Your yes. voicemail. <laughs> how to call the voicemail? Oh, dude. Because I was like, the same. was like, how are you supposed to? I guess we'll just. I guess we'll just wait. I don't know. And so I was kind of like, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. And then and then we didn't look it up. We naturally figured that out on our own. That it's like, oh, it's an old phone. You have to call it specifically. <laughs> You can't just look it up. And I have to call my voicemail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I oh quite god, those it. were the days. That was a, that was a fun, uh, a fun little game. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It looks really fun. The yeah. game looks really fun. Lots of YouTube stuff up. Go check out Basement. Lots Arcade. of spooky stuff. A lot of YouTube stuff went up this 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 week, uh, this month even. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Where should I go next? I'm gonna real quickly say I finished Downton Abbey. I was in the last episode last week, but Ooh. now it's done. There's no more Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. It's a damn shame because I don't feel like it should have ended. Ah, how many seasons? Six. That's a, that's decent. eight episodes oh, each. Six decent. seasons in a movie. Oh, six shit. seasons oh. in a movie. They did it. They did it. They're the first to do it. <laughs> they did. Dan Harmon, are you listening? <laughs> wow, <clears throat> Dan Harmon's close. He just sees the movie. That's true. Yeah, give it time. Uh, I don't think. I think it's too late now. Probably. Uh, I don't know. He's got Rick and Morty money, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, Downton Abbey might have a second movie, which I'm kind of okay with because I don't feel like that story is over. I feel like they end the story right before it gets interesting. Aw. Because uh, the whole thing is, you guys aren't going to give a shit, but whatever. Like, the whole thing is that Lady Mary, who's the main character of the show, is trying to figure out, should she keep Downton? Now, they're in 1927. No, no mansions like this exist. Nobody lives in castles anymore. Uh, everyone's downsizing because no, because there's no, they don't, the lords don't have the same powers they used to. The earls don't have the same powers that they used to. And so she's like, well, we're this really rich people that are constantly in danger of losing our wealth and our name because we keep the house and we can't afford to keep the house. And Maggie Smith is like, no, it's like, you got you to gotta keep it. There's always going to be a, a Crowley and Downton Abbey. That's the last name. It's like, there's always going to be someone there at Downton Abbey. So the whole thing is like, oh, the, the family will always be on Downton Abbey. And I looked at the history books. I mean, I know history. But so like for the sake of this anecdote. So I looked at the history books. 1930, the Great Depression. Oh. Bad news bears. So like, I want to know if they keep the damn house to the Great Depression. It's going to be like the Downton Hotel soon. No. <laughs> exactly. So there must always be a Crowley in Downton? That's the whole thing. It's like Sounds like must, it must, there always must be a Stark in Winterfell. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, what I felt. In the, beginning of, in, the beginning of Game, in the beginning of Game of Thrones and Downton Abbey, they were very similar. Oh. Uh, Just one had way more sex and blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's Downton Abbey. But, <laughs> and swords. And swords. But Downton Abbey got more kind of depressing and then hopeful, whereas Game of Thrones just got more brutal. Mm, yeah. Brutality. You can't say that. You didn't watch. You're right. I just like to make that up. Well, I mean, but you're also <laughs> he's not, not he's wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I quite I quite enjoyed Downton Abbey. Oh my God. Is that is that Game of Thrones news in, in the news this week? Yes. Okay, cool. But of course it is. Well, I mean, I forgot. I finished Voltron season eight. Oh, oh nice. Hey. It's been it's taken me a while. Yeah, hey, it's been. Uh, Zara and I were finally like, look, we don't see each other enough to watch TVs together to watch TV together. So we're gonna watch oh, I know that feel, bro. Yeah. So uh, I finished Voltron. I was four episodes away from finishing it for like months. So I was very happy to finish that show. It was really great. There was a really cool nod, and I'm not going to say anything spoilerific because Sparks has started watching it. I have. Uh, especially. Um, there is a nod to vehicle Voltron in the end, and that kind of made my nerd heart sing. That's so cool. That was cool. There's one other thing I started this week that I forgot. Uh, I actually started like two nights ago. I started watching the final season of Star vs. the Force of Evil. 
Hey. Oh, nice. I freaking love that show. I'm like, I missed it. I think I'm, I think I'm eight episodes from the end. I'm, I'm binging on Hulu. I'm on like episode yeah. 13. I'm on Coronation. That's where I'm at. Yeah, we're a little past that. Just a little. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know, by the way, real quickly, Vehicle Voltron is the series where the Voltron Force was made of vehicles like helicopters, cars, and things like that, and they would form together and make a Voltron. It's like the next generation. It's like the next generation. Uh, Constructor cons. Uh, Paladins. Transformer. Um, okay, so I watched two movies this week: The Lighthouse. And oh, Countdown. you saw The Lighthouse. I tried to get us out there. I know. you. I, I was the one who said no. I no, know. no, no. Well, you said no one day. Then Megan said no the other day. Okay, so it's only half Everybody made it difficult. Uh, Next yeah, week, let's do it. Good. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys are going to really like it. Damn right. I did not. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Honestly, just as I, I was I was really looking forward to it. I feel like I had missed out on The Witch. You didn't see uh, The Witch? No, I didn't see you The Witch. You should have saw The Witch to know what kind of movie you're getting into. <laughs> I mean, well, I, and now I know what kind of movie. Yeah. So... So I was really excited for the lighthouse because I was like, "Well, I really missed out on this thing that everyone really likes, and it looks really cool." Uh, and I'm watching it. And I'm like, "It probably made a mistake in this one." Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I saw it though. Cool. Uh, good performances. Sorry you didn't like it. Yeah, it's all right. It's just not for me. I'm 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 very excited. Truthfully, I'm more surprised that I liked Midsummer uh, than I am that I didn't like the lighthouse. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that you say that now too. Makes me wonder what kind of movie we're walking into with Lighthouse. <laughs> I saw a headline that was like a like not like a character death or anything, but like a spoiler of just something happens in a movie. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything. Oh yeah, so I'm just like, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anything going in either. So that'll be. I think you're gonna like it though. Um, I, I probably is it I'm, is it a I'm full, pretty easy is it a, to please is it like in four by three or is it, it like, is four by three? It actually is. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm a I'm a big cinema slut. So. It, uh, Same. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, I, I really, so it, it did take me a while to get like used to it, used to the four by three format of of watching a movie. Um, the commitment so, to it is, is I, I'm just already in love with it. Yeah. Didn't the artist do it too? No, the artist was, was 16 by nine. Did the artist was yeah. normal. I saw that. I saw that in theaters, baby. Yeah. And, and so did we. I just couldn't heck remember. Yeah. yeah. I like that movie. I did too. Um, Anyway, so yeah, so it is four by three, and it does take you a little while. But he he faithfully recreates that old style, and it looks like a movie that was shot back then. That's awesome. Uh, so I really like commend the the filming of it, the cinematography of it. Hell yeah, the artistic stylings of it. I like those. Uh, I also Good job, saw, Batman. I also saw Countdown. Well, I don't know what this is. That's the the horror movie that's out right now, where like it's an app, and it tells you when you're gonna die. Hmm. Have you not seen the trailer for that? I probably have, Counts but like down to your death. It, that just sounds like a generic horror, like a bad generic horror. Movie Boy, you're right. Yeah, I, it, yeah, like tr- like truth or dare or like red, like not ready or not like those like like Ouija board. Yeah, like. at least this one's rated R though. Okay, and apparently Ouija Ouija Origin of Evil was really good. Well, because Mike Flanagan directed it. Yeah, <laughs> and like that's like the Shazam uh, uh, Annabelle creation situation yeah. where I'm like, I guess I got to see that that second. U- U- that's Ouija. a con- it's a Conjuring situation. They made yeah. another movie and suddenly it was really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or sorry, not Conjuring Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah. Annabelle. Yeah. We got to um, see Ouija too now. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, as Spark said, it's the movie where you know you count down. Some people's countdown. So the whole thing is like, if so, you get the countdown, you know when you're gonna, you know the exact date you're gonna die. And let's say you're dying in three hours. Well, you look at your watch and be like, oh, I got to be there in three hours. Well, I'm not going there. And then it'll ping you and be like, you have violated the user agreement. And then it starts to like haunt you. Is it like Final Destination? Little bit. Okay. I, little, I like that. Little Final Destination-y. Uh, What's the premise for why people know when they're going to die? They downloaded an app. Oh. So just don't <laughs> download this app. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly well, well, it. 
anybody who doesn't download the app doesn't have to worry about it. I mean, but you still die no matter what. Yeah. I mean, everyone does. So, to, yeah. to, okay. be, to be fair, that is just a more modern version of the ring where it's just like, watch the videotape. If you still watch it, you won't die. Yeah. So I can't get mad at, at that stupid No, premise. no, no. I mean, like, it's an internet. Like, people would see that quiz, like, find out when you're going to die. And yeah. it's like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah. And then yeah. it turns out it's true. So yeah. one, so, so I died two weeks ago. It's one, like that bus. It's like the stupid BuzzFeed quizzes. Oh, I yes. really, I, so we kind of bounce to the main character. So the first person we meet is not the main character, but the third person that we meet is the main character through a kind of. Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon sort mm. of thing. And I kind of like that. Is Kevin Bacon structure. in the movie? No. Damn. I think it would be better if he was. Yeah. Um, he, so so the person is like, everyone's like, oh my God, yeah, I want to download this app. Look at this app. Look, I got 47 years. I got blah, blah, blah. And this girl's like, I don't really want to know. And someone's like, and she says, hold on. Don't be such a biatch. It's just an app. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> oh. It's just an that, app, Brittany. That's dated. <laughs> And I was just like, okay, are we in the early 2000s? Yes. What happened? Uh, I want to be surprised if some like 40-year-old white dude wrote these characters. So, fun fact, the writer-director of this movie has only directed one other movie. Mm -hmm. It is the Cars spinoff. Planes? Boats. (laughs) I didn't know that was real. That's real? (laughs) Boats is real? (laughs) If it wasn't planes, it would have been trains. (laughs) But boats? That's like bottom tier. That is six-minute short. That came out in 2007. 12 years ago. Wow. So <laughs> he did that, and then he did Countdown. That's, That's nuts. it. How do, you go, how do you even get, like, a? how does this happen? <laughs> how does Hollywood allow this to I happen? I really want a trailer that for this movie that said, from the acclaimed director of Boats, Boats. <laughs> Disney yeah. Pixar's joint short Boats. To be fair, he would have the Disney Pixar name. So, like, geez, Louise. It was... Wild, hold on. I want to pull up both. Just like, like the trajectory, like that dude hasn't, like, d- if he hasn't done anything in twelve years, how does he get to make a multi-million dollar movie? <laughs> like, how? Does I mean, this is a cheap movie. But still, like, and it it's, looks it, cheap. Did you see it in theaters? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a he made boats, and then twelve years later, he got to make another big movie. Yeah, it's crazy. So his miscellaneous crew was was okay directing. Two thousand thirteen. I'm sorry. Two thousand thirteen. Okay. okay. Boats, which is uh, a disgruntled boat named Barbel. Finds a note from his wife, who he thinks died in World War One. Whoa, shit! <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Whoa! Is this secretly good and sad? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Did I read that right? I'm so I'm shocked. Is this the Logan of boat movies? <laughs> <laughs> wow, guys, we have to watch the six minute short and talk about it later. <laughs> We broke bread. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's barble on over to our bread and butter. I think. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, let's go. Just go Boats. To, we're just gonna leave you at that. We're gonna go to bread and butter. Boats and butter. And here is your bread and your butter. Here's your bread and butter. Hey, okay, not in my ear. Thank you. Okay, just to clarify, Boats was not a Disney movie. <laughs> Uh, looked very convincing, but it was put out by like Jim and Jack Productions. I don't even care. Bar- barble. <laughs> but yes. Uh, so there you go. Boats. Boats. What's, what's Bread our, and butter time. What's our boat and butter news this week? Uh, do you want to talk about BlizzCon now? Yeah. I, just, I mean, no, let's do trailers because it's, it's. So after trailers? Okay. Yeah, we do it like in trailer. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then Ant-Man 3. Cool. Ant-Man stands one this day. We won, baby. <laughs> they, uh, they, no official announcement from Marvel, but Deadline does report that they are that they have put Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp two or Ant-Man three or whatever uh, on the docket for 2022. Is I think what they said. It's a loaded year. <laughs> it's a loaded 20, year. 2022 right now only has Black Panther. 
Correct. No. There's no. another movie There's we're going to talk about that got out. announced. This is all I got. Da, da, na, na, Spider-Verse. Na, na. Yeah. Oh, oh, but you say MCU. MCU films. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, okay. My bad. Sorry. Okay. Spider-Man yeah. 3 is, I think, supposed to be 2022. Oh, it? you're right. No, no, it's 2021. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because it's right. it's May 2021. That's why they left a big blank spot in the okay. MCU slot. Everybody thought that. Then the Sony I Disney saw a tweet stuff that happened. said 2022, and they're liars. Yeah, it's definitely 2021 because they're trying to do a two-year every every Spider-Man film. Okay. I thought Kevin Feige was like announced something new. I was like, what did Kevin Feige do? No, sorry. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Oh man! Did you? Did anybody think there wasn't going to be an Ant Man three? Because I wasn't worried. I mean, I got a little worried. I wasn't like. I was curious. I was. I was honestly, Ant Man three didn't cross my mind. A lot of people have been saying that. A lot of people speculate that Ant Man will be the first uh, Disney Plus MCU movie. That's what I. I thought he would have been moved to Disney Plus. Unfortunately, yeah. Because like, dude, they got Falcon and Winter Soldier on Disney Plus. Like, and arguably they are way bigger than Ant Man. It's Captain America. Yeah. So, like, I thought he but was going to get relocated. I'm happy. I, I think the only reason why Kevin Feige hasn't said anything, hasn't made the official announcement, is because he's just waiting for the all the contracts to be signed. Peyton Reed is expected to come back, as well as the cast, obviously. Yeah. Um, we, but we know Kevin Feige. He doesn't like to announce anything until contracts are yeah. done. Yeah. And, like, you don't want to hype up something before it's not even, like, happening. Because he's, like, a hundred other movies coming up. Unless that. you're Mahershala Ali and Blade. Unless you're that weird instance, that was yeah, yeah. That, but that's strange. marketing. That's you're just trying to get a jump on things to kill. Yeah, Hulu. but that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah, yeah. Um, Boy, right. that was crazy news. I missed. Yeah, Kevin Feige stuff. <laughs> you guys covered it well. Good job. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Uh, like Ryan, <clears throat> Ryan said, Spider-Man into the Spider Verse has been announced for April twenty-second, two thousand. Sorry, April eighth, two thousand twenty-two. Yay! Uh, with Phil Lord and Chris Miller coming back. Yay! So. I remember we talked about it. They were in <laughs> development with other people mm-hmm. for the sequel and the spinoff, but I'm happy to see that Lord Miller are back. Good. Yeah. Happy good, to see good, good. that. Um, they released like a bunch of uh, just like 2022 with like different like Spider-Man logos and yeah. people are piecing together of like, oh, this kind of looks like this outfit from this alternate universe or yeah. this and that. So I'm like, it's cool to be back in Spider-Man's world when it's a really, really, really good yeah, one. Yeah, I was listening to Empire. I was listening to Empire and they were like the... Uh, the multiverse is only ever good for fixing mistakes, and this was after they. This was before they announced Doctor Strange and the history and the madness of the multiverse, mm-hmm. the multiverse of madness. Because I'm fairly behind on my podcast, so this was back in like early July, and she was like, "I hope that the MCU never does the multiverse because it doesn't because it will only mean that they are fixing mistakes that they have made. One, that is not why the multiverse exists in comics. Not it is to play. Yeah. Two, Spider Verse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just blanket. You can have a multiverse. In things, I mean, come on. That what people ask me is like, oh, where do I start? How come? Do I need to read this? I'm like, guys, comic books have a thing called multiverses. The multiverse is Pick one of the what? handiest tool in the comic yeah. book arc. Uh, like, I love it. Like when I talk uh, to our 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 armory. Yeah. Got like there. when I talk to people like Casey Casuals who want to get into books, so they're like, oh, where should I start? I'm like, just pick one that sounds nice to you and go from there. Yeah. And if another multiverse sounds cool, if another universe sounds cool, pick that. Like, if you want to start in Marvel, you want to start the Ultimate Universe, start in the Ultimate. Universe. That's even too we, much. Just like, you just pick a book and read it. Don't worry about talk about. I don't think we talked about, but there's a new Spider-Man Noir comic coming out. So. Is oh, there? there is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. yeah. Neat. Um, so yeah, that's cool. <coughs> I like. I, I like. I like this news a lot. That's I hope awesome. Oscar I, Isaac comes back as Spider-Man twenty ninety nine. I'm sure too. Oh um, please, please. I'm excited. I of course want mo- more movies like that. Um, I don't want it to become a franchise of every single film being Spider-Man multiverses. I get that. Yeah, I'd like I'd like eventually for it to just kind of like just be Miles do a Spider-Man story with you know you can have some of the characters, but I don't need it to be about multiverse stuff with a whole bunch of different. Do Spider-Man. you think 
do you think that they're just they're too scared to just make it a Miles movie? Yes. Yeah, I don't I don't even think that's a question. I also think that they kind of left open an idea and a promise with the Spider-Man 2099 thing that they want to follow up on. And I could even see like three films that are like focused around the idea of multiple different Spider-Man characters in this film If and we all that if we get the Lego movie Batman Ninjago, you could get like the, you could get, like, the, the, the vampire creatures from what? Spider-Verse. Oh, 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 the 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 inheritors. The inheritors. Like you can yeah. introduce them mm-hmm. and the and the but and the web of the web, Madam Web, Madam Web. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying for like longevity's sake, I'd like to see Miles' world be able to stand on its own. With oh, maybe, I, no, with, I agree. With, with maybe the exception of like Spider Gwen. Yeah. No, I agree, but I'm just like, it's called like Into the Spider Verse, <laughs> so it's like it's but that's into the, the subtitle. Spi- oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, it doesn't right. like it doesn't have to be called Into the Spider Verse no, yeah. Two. Yeah. That's because it's, it's rolling with them. it would be Spider Man colon into the Spider Verse. Yeah. So it could be Spider Man colon maybe blah, blah, maybe blah, blah, blah. yeah Spider Verse Strikes Back Ultimate Spider Man but cooler the Hobgoblin strikes anyway uh, remember last remember remember last time we talked about this we thought it was confirmed it apparently was not but Jeffrey Wright has been confirmed to play Commissioner Gordon oh I good. really like how Matt by the way I didn't know this and the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because I really like how Matt Reeves announces his casting yeah he just puts up a gif of the actor. And it's, that's how you know. Huh. That's how you know. It's just like he just tweets. <coughs> he just writes out tweet, puts him a gift to the actor, and they have been cast in Batman. Uh, yeah, we said it last time, but like this cast is like it's phenomenal. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, I'm really excited. Really, happy. I also echo what you said last time. <coughs> yes, lots of echoes. Yes, echo. This it, is awesome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things I didn't think would happen, sarcasm. <laughs> Superman and Lois, a new TV series. From the CW. I love Dean Kane. Wait, you thought this would happen? No, I actually generally didn't think this would happen. Oh, okay. Because you said sarcasm, and I'm like... Because Batman. Right. Speaking of, I didn't think Jeffrey Wright would be Commissioner Gordon, but I did. That oh, was I sarcasm. see. I see oh, it now. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm pulling the threads. I no, I got you. you. I got yeah. you. That was dumb. Anyway, <laughs> Superman and Lois is getting a TV series. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> I like this version of Superman and Lois. I'm, I'm kind of like, hell yeah. I do, too. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, says, you're I, like I do, but like I don't know. Uh, I'm way more into this than I am the uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries spinoff show that's coming. That's true. Yeah, personally, yeah. Um, mostly because I'm not crazy about the actress playing Oliver's daughter. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's. I don't think she's written well in her defense. But I, don't, I also don't think she's bringing that much to the table. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hoechlin and uh, Elizabeth <clears throat> Tulak, who play Superman and Lois respectively, will be will return, obviously. I don't feel like I've seen enough of her to be excited about her, mm-hmm. but I've I'm very familiar with Tyler from like Teen Wolf, mm-hmm. and this guy deserved this. Look, cool. on the and very first awesome. episode, the very first episode that he showed up, I was sold on Superman. Yeah, the first not just as Superman, his Clark Kent too. Yeah, yeah. The this first good. picture of him I saw as Superman and Clark Kent. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with that. I think what it is for me is like there was a couple years ago I was like I was into all the shows, and then over time oh, yeah. I kind of just dropped them off, and then they just keep adding more shows. And I'm like, <laughs> after a while, I kind of, it's not, it's not even like fatigue. I just like, I kind of just don't care. I think they got to a point where, I think they're getting now to a point where the shows are going to be less connected as, you know, we're going into crisis right now, much yeah. like we went into Endgame and things started being more connected. Mm-hmm. I think now we'll kind of like, okay, we're still in the same world, but we're not. Yes. After we're, we're in the same multiverse, but we don't have to acknowledge each other all yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it will be. I think it will be kind of nice for Supergirl to have a partner show. This is much what I felt Batwoman needed to be, rather than part of the Arrow world was part of Supergirl's world, because I think that she could use having 
something else where some of her characters can bounce around. Her world can be fleshed oh, yeah. out a little bit more. So the fact that the Superman show will be part of that is good. Lex I, is showing up on that show, baby. Oh, I, that's totally, awesome. I totally agree. However, let me ask you: Is there a possibility that super that because Crisis Infinite Earth, the original comic, merged all the multiverses, is that's what's happening? Supergirl would be on the same Earth as Arrow. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think so. Yeah, why not? Uh, I think challenge. I think yeah, why not? No, no, no. I think I think they like having their production, uh, their productions kind of be able to have this sense of separateness Mm -hmm. and not have to like explain the a new continuity if they merge them together. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying I don't feel like that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think they will. I think they will. I, I think this think is like this is the that. biggest. This is like the end game that they're gonna like. It's ever gonna get like the biggest it's gonna get. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's they got to do something to make people care. I it think. honestly wouldn't matter that much because I mean it can still be separate. It's not. It's not like the Oliver show, Arrow, or like the new one would ever cross over that much. This would only mean like a little bit more crossover with Flash, which plenty of that happens anyway. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. if it's just by name character mentioned sometimes, like Cisco's mentioned on episodes of Supergirl every once in a while by somebody. Mm-hmm. But also, it is a comic book like it is a universe so like yeah, yeah they would talk to each other right like i mean so like i don't i don't necessarily see that as like not that you're just saying it's a bad thing but like if they did merge together like i just think like hey you can see your friends more often right i think that's cool it doesn't hurt the point that i'm making which is that and honestly i'm for it because my whole thing is that it bothered me that supergirl and batwoman were not allowed to be in the same universe yeah that it would have to be like big universe crossovers for them to ever meet if you're actually going to fix that and have them be in the same world i guess i don't mind because my whole thing is that i just don't like that supergirl kind of lives in this sense of isolation. Yeah. Uh, I hope Black Lightning stays separate, though. I'll say that. Yeah. I really don't want Black What's Lightning to exist name? in this world. Melissa Cara. Benoist. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Melissa Benoist and Ruby Rose have a really nice Instagram relationship. It's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ruby Rose was playing uh, the Spider-Man PS4 game and couldn't beat a level, and Melissa told Melissa told her how to beat it. Aw. Those, really those characters deserve a world's finest episode. Heck yeah. Yes, they do. Those, yeah. those actresses Hell definitely yeah. do. Uh it's going to be super interesting. I'm glad that the Superman and Lois Lane show is coming right out of the gate saying that it's going to be I have, I have different from Smallville. I have a I have a quote here about what it's about. No, no, no. Let me guess it. Um, I Go ahead. <laughs> <coughs> the new series will build on recent, uh, on recent de- and upcoming developments on, in Supergirl and focus on the pressures Lois and Clark face in balancing their professional lives, superhero responsibilities, and the complexities of raising a child. That child will be introduced in the upcoming Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Yes, well, uh, most likely. A, a twist that also explains why the couple have been spending so much time off-world in recent seasons of Supergirl. It could <coughs> basically, basically what they're doing, if you remember Elseworlds, I don't know if you saw all of Elseworlds, Ben, because uh, I know you didn't see all of Crisis on Earth X. Yeah, I saw all of Elseworlds. Uh, that, was the last, that was last year, right? Yeah. yeah in Elseworlds, they say, hey, we're having a... We're having a baby. We're having a baby, so uh-huh. we're going, we're hopping up off-planet to have this baby, uh, and that's going to come full oh, circle yeah, and be in the right. show. Well, it is John. I'm just letting you know. Okay, because there's they could also go the route of that injustice went. Nah, no, it's John and kill Lois. No, as in remember when uh, Superman goes into that like a uh, Black Mercy style dream at the end of like a uh, year three or We're something. We have an entire show about a Black Mercy dream. No, it's not a Black Mercy dream. I he has a that. he has a daughter instead. He has a daughter instead. She grows up. She becomes Superwoman. Well, oh. they're not going <clears> to <throat> do that because that was a Black Mercy dream. Never mind. 
Nah, dog. It's just going to be Superman and his, and his, his son. And yeah. so what, Superman and John. Got yeah. it. What this is doing is taking inspiration, I hope, from the Peter J. Tomasi, Patrick yes. Gleason If it's comic. anything like that, my man. I'm oh. so into that. Yeah. I like the idea of that. To uh, be honest, I forgot John was in the show, so now I'm a, I am more interested. Yeah, so it's going to be... A, and so I, w- I honestly wouldn't necessarily be too interested if the John Kent thing that was That case. was my thing, is Ryan was talking to me about it when it was announced, and I was saying, you know, yes, we've had Smallville, but we, and we've had Superman and Lois Lane shows, but we've never had one where they had a son. Yeah, uh, and I'm all about if they're going to bring John Kenton. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously produced by Berlanti Productions and Warner Brothers Television. <coughs> yep. Written and executive produced by former The Flash showrunner Todd Helbring, uh, Greg Berlanti, Sarah Scheich- Schichter, and Jeff Johns are executive producers in the series. Sweet. Cool. That's cool. Looking forward to that. Oh yeah, it's really cool. Um, I know I didn't sound super excited, but like it is cool that like we are getting to the point where it's just like you can just have everybody <coughs> from DC Comics on a show. Yeah. It doesn't matter about like them being in the movies or Except not. For like, just I, it, Titans counts. What I'm, I think what Titans I'm, counts. What I'm hoping is that they get different rules for DC. But but, but he's on a TV. There's show. an episode called Bruce Wayne. He's the main character. I mean, like it's it's a tight, it's a Batman. Sure. Um, it. I I hope that with them getting so many more television shows that maybe this means like when the Superman show does come out I hope it gets the same treatment as Black Lightning and Batwoman which in Legends which is lower episode count yeah yeah I think if all all well, these Bat shows Woman are happening with announced for a back nine <clears throat> was it yeah damn well, shit well shit yeah because Batwoman will have a twenty two episode season that's a shame that sucks. Oh man! Sorry to burst your bubble. No, it's uh, it's just a bummer. Um, I think Legends and Black Lightning are are two of the best, and I think it's because neither season feels like it's overstaying its welcome. Supergirl barely keeps below that radar for me, but the rest of them definitely yeah. suffer from it. It's a lot of and I think that the hours. more and I think that the more shows they add, it's like if you put less work into in in less, if you put more work into less episodes, it would yeah. be better. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, I, I I'm. You think like Superman's like their flagship? Like they would they want to put as much power and like yeah. creativity and stuff like you think they'd by the way you, ju- you just reminded me so dc universe is able to use batman because it is a com- it is a production of dc comics or dc entertainment and so they don't have the same restrictions that warner brothers places on their yeah. properties uh so it is a s- slightly separate i'm just saying superman is now on the cw batman's not far off yeah that's what i'm saying uh batwoman's there batman's yeah, yeah. mentioned i think yeah. weekly mark guggenheim has talked to us like we have now gone as far as we think we are able to go to getting Batman. Like they keep trying to push that envelope, and now Batwoman. So I think they're going to try and push it one more time. I got the anti monitor before they got Batman. Yeah, that's so nuts. I think they're I think they're going to try and push it one more time to try and actually get Batman on yeah. on to on Batwoman. Look, technically we saw Batman in episode one of Batwoman. That's true. For like two seconds. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. That's what they call me, two second Batman. Damn. <laughs> All right. <coughs> HBO Max had quite the week. Oh, boys. Uh, let's, lo- let's, we'll start with the fact that it's launching May 20, se- tw- May 20, May 2020. Uh, so May of next year. I hope it's on the 22nd. For 14. No, it has to be on the 20th. May 20th, 2020. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wanted more twos. For 14.99. I mean, it's, it's not bad. It it's makes, a lo- it makes sense if you're wrapping up HBO because they either have to lower the cost of HBO now. Yeah. Or or go above it, and I think above it would be a death yeah. bell. You're well, paying good for news. Yeah. If you have HBO now, you will get HBO Max for free. Then we're fine, baby. That's what I heard. Yeah, then it makes then sense solid. because you're paying the exact same price. That'd be nuts. Who the heck would just have HBO now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, HBO Max has also gained the exclusive streaming rights to South Park. <clears throat> what? Oh. Which apparently has been a a major like bidding war. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Well, good shit. thing we're getting it then. 
Damn it. I mean, you can watch all of South Park on Hulu right now. Yeah, yeah. also there's South That's Park. I, I was like, South, South Park on Hulu right now. Com. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Rick and Morty is also going to be obviously exclusively streamed on HBO Max, but they will also exclu- uh, will also stream on Hulu due to a deal, it, so I'm happy about I, that. I'm just going to say it hasn't happened, but expect to see Cartoon Network shows, Adult Swim shows, yeah. uh, a lot of those things following uh, yep. Boomerang stuff, all older HBO, cartoon shows, yeah, all HBO those Max, following yeah. under this umbrella. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Boomerang, which is currently part of Verve, gets mm-hmm. pulled out of Verve. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I and actually uh, wouldn't be surprised. I was actually scared before I watched Ruby this week um, about Rooster Teeth because Rooster, Rooster Teeth, because they're yeah. did they just get bought out yes. by Warner Brothers? Yes. Yeah. So they're eventually probably all they're probably being yanked off Verve too. Yes. Yeah. So eventually, Ru- I'm gonna have to watch Ruby on HBO Max. I'll, I'll tell you though. Almost everything on Verve is on some level owned by Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the things that aren't have now left. Shudder was just pulled off of Verve a few months ago oh, because yeah. it wasn't part of Warner Brothers and all that. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if Verve just kind of goes away. Yeah, what happens to and crunch- becomes what happens to Crunchyroll then? Crunchyroll just keeps its regular because Crunchyroll has its own subscription yeah. service, and so they'll just have that, and it won't be part of any of this anymore. Okay. Because Cartoon Hangover is a joint production created under Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. All now, that remember, kind of stuff, so. And remember that Hulu <clears throat> was once owned by four major companies, one of them being Warner Brothers. Yeah. So now that Warner Brothers no longer co-owns Hulu, I uh, expect to see a lot of that Hulu content gone. A lot yeah. of that, like, so Cartoon Network stuff. Like yeah. that, adults that, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, if it, enjoy watching Steven Universe on Hulu because it's going away. Yeah. How, however, oh. the fact that Rick and Morty will also be will also be streamed on Hulu for the foreseeable future for all 100 episodes, I wonder if they made similar deals for other things like that. I, I hope so because I feel like I'll tell you what I really wish that they'd offer some kind of um, lower price program. <laughs> this is kind of weird, but like that they'd offer some kind of lower price package for like kids programming, um, like a three dollar service that allows them to get things like Sesame Street. This is something that I wish I, they would do in their great wisdom right now for like parents who have to get things on the cheap. And it's like, yeah, but we'd like our kids to be able to watch a lot of programming because that's becoming something really hard to nail down in the new streaming world. Yeah. Uh, Disney aside. Yeah. Um, so back to South Park real quick. The <clears throat> new episodes will be available next day uh, after they air. That's that's cool. All right. uh, yep. and as uh, After they air on Comedy Central. Yeah, yep. right now they've been playing all the new episodes up on Hulu after like, the next day, same. Yes, but this is this is the first time that this has happened for a series like this. Yeah. For so like Disney Plus isn't going to have, as far as we know, we don't. Uh, Disney Channel original isn't going to air on Disney Plus on, on Disney and then next day be on Disney Plus. We don't know if that's happening. But HBO is the first people to be like, yeah, it's basically going to be a Hulu type service mm-hmm. for the things we have on air. Yeah. Uh, I think that is where they're headed. Yeah. I'll just say that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But I'm just saying. Because uh, uh, Disney Disney now has been a, a service for that, and it looks like that's just going to be absorbed into Disney Plus. Um, Plus it up. To tie this in with the other DC shows, oh boy, three <coughs> new DC shows will b- have been announced for the service HBO Max to air exclusively on HBO Max. Um, a <laughs> this is great. What was described as a Green Lantern inspired series. Which I've quite enjoyed that. A red light bulb. Yeah. Um, a Green Lantern inspired series overseen by Greg Berlanti. Um, That's what interests me. It's yeah. still Berl- it's still like Berlanti yeah. doing it. Yeah, he's doing everything under DC, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a Green Lantern show is coming to HBO Max, which I think is really cool. Uh, we Bigger don't know budget. anything about it. We don't know who, what Green Lantern. We don't know what it's about. We just know that they're I'd be willing it. to put down money that it's uh, Stuart. I really want it to be all four. 
I mean, but I I would put down money that the lead is Stewart. I yeah, I bet it's Jessica Cruz. Berlanti's been basically hinting at it for mm. years. Yeah, because John Diggle. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Maybe. I think it might be like a core <clears> thing. Like, <throat> like, like that movie, is that movie still in development? <clears throat> we don't know. Okay. Uh, but I think like what I- haven't I'd, heard anything for yeah, a while. Right? I think that's like, I hopefully it's a core show, like, like a Green Lantern core show, yeah. where it's a bunch of people, not just Hal Jordan. I just want, the you know the you know the Green Lantern animated series introduced Jon Stewart and Guy Gardner? I just want that series, but live action now. Yeah, that show's good. That's that show good, was real that's good. That's a good yeah. show. I'm, I'm just saying like, I think- a a major lead of the show, if not the lead, is probably Stuart. Hey, probably. Brandon, yeah. Is Simon Baz still a Green Lantern or is he gone? He's, I don't know where he is he's in the comics. In, he's in the universe. Okay. But after John stopped writing him, he kind of faded He, he was obscurity. on the Justice League for Brent with yeah. Brian Hitch. And then yeah. then when Scott Snyder took over, I lost track of him. Isn't there like a new teen Green Lantern too? Yeah, Teen Lantern. Yeah, so I think... But like, that's, on, that's in Young Justice. Yeah. Okay. But she's not part of the core. Okay. No. She uh, just has a powering. Okay. And then uh, Far Sector is introducing a new Green like Lantern. Maybe Simon's just kind of left behind. <laughs> I don't think people know what to do with Simon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a shame. Brian Hitch tried to put uh, him and Jessica Cruz together as like, like a couple. Yeah, mm. but it didn't quite work because Jessica Cruz she's getting a lot of play now. Yeah, she is. Since there's no since you know Grant Morrison has control of the Green Lantern line, we were probably not seeing a lot of those lanterns because of that. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he's controlling the line, which yeah. is just one three issue miniseries. Wasn't yeah. Jessica Cruz first introduced when the New Fifty Two d- introduced Earth Three with the Crime Syndicate? Yes. Yeah, she was introduced in Forever Evil. Yeah, she was the powering. Oh, oh was pa- yeah, she was powering. They have one of my favorite titles starting at the Rebirth. Green Lanterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the double, that was the two book, the double yeah. the double header book. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's still cool though. Like that's happening. Yeah. And it's on HBO, uh, so it's definitely gonna have a bigger budget than a CW. Yeah, definitely. And you cannot have a low budget space show. <laughs> no, no, you it's, cannot. It's difficult. That will look so bad. Well, yeah. you don't want everybody to look like Martian Manhunter. No, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Not if I don't have to. <laughs> All right. Strange Adventures is another one. Uh, an anthology series, again produced by Berlanti. The series will explore close, close-ended morality tales about the intersecting lives of mortals and superhumans. Cool. So you, you hear Strange, so you think like Adam Strange. Yeah, I'm sure he's in it. But like, if this is a cool anth- anthology show, they can really just like do whatever the hell they want. I heard they want to use... Um, Jesus, what's the taxi cab? Space Taxi. Space, space Cabby. Ghost. Oh. Space Ghost? No, Space Cabby. No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Space Cabby? Yeah. 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 Um, they can use Booster Gold. Yeah. There's I, a Space Taxi Cab? Yeah. Yes. In the Justice League action show, he's voiced by Patton Oswalt, and he drives them around uh, when Superman needs transport to go capture Lobo. Hell yeah, baby. Huh. He just showed up in a... You guys should watch Justice League action. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love how you stared at me like, watch Justice League action. He also just showed up in Super Sons, the latest Super Sons series. Okay. Um... Yeah, he's a, so he's a real character. Uh, they want to use like uh, like characters like that, like Adam Strange. Yeah, that's um, good. I'm sure they'll mm-hmm. use like Booster Gold. Oh, Tommy Tomorrow. They can use him. Oh, you're going real obscure. Okay. They want to use obscure characters. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, a uh, Blue Beetle maybe, which is actually much Possibly. like a live action Justice League action, which is why I've been saying is Justice League action has been finding a way for a long time to find obscure characters yeah. and utilize them, like Space Cabby. Yeah. Um, and Into Bookworm. It. I remember there's an episode uh-huh, of book, yes, Bookworm. Yes, uh, there's a big episode about what Bookworm, yeah. We could use Bookworm. Uh, what's the what's the worm in Shazam? Probably not uh, right now because oh, yeah. of uh, yeah, Shazam. Yeah. So, Oh, Mr. Mine, not Bookworm. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Mr. No, I know who you meant. Yeah. I didn't. Did you say Mr. Mime or Mr. Mind? Mr. Mr. Mind. Mind. Okay. 
I heard you say he's the, he's the yeah, he's caterpillar. A, he's a, the caterpillar at the end of Shazam, yeah. yeah. He looks just like the book, bookworm in Toy Story 3. I am a super villain. No, because um, I heard you say Mr. Why, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I heard you say Mr. Mime, and my brain went to the Pokemon. I'm like, I know I you know where your brain went. So, so Strange Adventures will be executed by Berlanti, Sarah Schechter, John Stevens. Uh, and John Stevens is going to be the writer and showrunner. Um they had this to say about Berlanti had this to say about both <laughs> the properties that he's producing. Both of these original DC properties will be creating for HBO Max will be unlike anything seen on television. An anthology series of cautionary tales set in a world where superpowers exist, and in what promises to be our biggest DC show ever made, we will be going to space with a Green Lantern television series. But I can't reveal any more about that just yet. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. Especially for that Green Lantern one. HBO Max is making it real difficult to say no. Yeah. 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 Uh, and for me, it's... I mean, it's, I don't need to say no. Yeah. For me, it's always going to be that Dune show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, DC Superhero High is another... Is the last of Who's the DC... High? DC Superhero High. Okay. Oh, the high school show. <laughs> yeah, this is the last of the of the DC Sky shows high. that were announced. Yeah, you're not wrong. Hell yeah. Is a half Bruce hour... Bruce Campbell was the coach. Yep. He was. This is a half hour comedy series from Elizabeth Banks. And her Brownstone Productions in association with Warner Horizon script the television. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. uh, Banks and Max ha- Handelman are executive producers, and Dana Schneider is a co-executive producer. Uh, Scott Winger, Scott Wanger, Winger, John D. Beck, and Ron Hart will write the series. So don't recognize those names nope. offhand. The series follows a group of teens attending a boarding school for gifted children, none of whom realize they're destined to one day join the ranks of the DC super uh, the DC Universe's greatest heroes. The X-Men. But we don't know if they're established heroes or not. So. Yeah. Okay. They're the descendants, but it's superheroes. A little bit. I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so that th- boy. There's a lot of that. Uh, is there anything else of the... There's a couple more things about, like, uh, you know, Ridley Scott's new show... Raised by Wolves, mm. or um, a new Looney Tunes uh, TV. Yeah, we've heard about that for a it was while. Inevitable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but is there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on from that stuck out to you from HBO Max? No, I just no. I want that Green Lantern show, baby. Yeah. Big old budget. Um, I do question why DC Universe would still be a thing after this. Yeah. They yeah. have now made it clear that the DC Universe shows are coming out at the same time on HBO Max. And it's like, why would anybody pay? Yeah, an extra I saw an advertisement for Doom Patrol season two on on uh, HBO yeah. coming uh-huh. on HBO Max. Why would anybody pay an extra seventy eight dollars once HBO Max comes out to have DC Universe? Yeah, just the just comics. just for the comics. Yeah, I guess because everything else that's on DC Universe looks like it's moving to HBO Max. Yeah, I mean they haven't announced that everything is, but they already well, right announced that all of the superhero films are moving. Well, well, not moving; they're airing at the same time. Right, but I mean like. So they'll yes, be on they'll both be, services. They'll be on both services. But I mean, like, again, if you can have it on one, why would you have the other service? Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's just extra money for no reason. Yeah. yeah. I get it. So I hope that DC Universe just gets entirely absorbed into HBO Max. It'd be nice if they still kept the comics as part of that, but I doubt they will. Yeah. 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 But well, it looks like it's inevitable that everything will. Yeah. DC should should release, should just, if <clears> that happens, DC Universe should just become what Marvel Unlimited is. And, and yeah, I pay 10 bucks a month for, for 25,000 comics. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good deal. I think that'd be a good way to, to save that service. Yeah. If this happens, but anyway. And they, <clears> yeah, they already put all the investment into the comics, like, into the digital comics. So, like, I just, don't get rid of it. I just question, like, it's good for HBO Max, but it seems like a, a death bell for, like, DC Universe yeah, as its own it does. streaming It's kind of pointless <laughs> if you don't read comics. In this, in this new age of so many streaming services coming out, Who's going to keep DC Universe if yeah, they have HBO Max? Yeah. 
All right, so guys, you guys like Game of Thrones? Yes, yeah. we do. Well, <coughs> the long-awaited Game of Thrones spinoff series, The Long Night, has been canceled by HBO. It sure has. Rat bastards. Ben, they, there was like seven shows in development. Yeah, I know. So like, I think we can lose one. Yeah, <laughs> we can. But this, this was one, the one furthest along. Yeah. Yeah, this one this was. Was it? Shot yes, it was the one that they were shooting with oh. Naomi Watts and everything. Shot. It's done. I guess, well, if we remember... The no, they didn't shoot the whole show, I'm saying. No, the pilot. They shot well, the I pilot, mean, yeah. The Game of Thrones' first pilot was bad, and they reshot the whole thing, too. So, like, I, this isn't... Uh, that sucks, though. I didn't realize... Because no, I wanted to see this one. Right. No reason has been given by HBO for why, for why this was scrapped. However, they did say in a statement, after careful consideration, we've decided not to endorse your park. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, after nice. careful consideration, we have decided not to move forward to a series with the untitled Game of Thrones prequel. Yep. It was not officially titled The Long Night, but that was where... There is House of the Dragon, though. Yeah. So that was the other news. I was about yep. to say, they officially announced that one, yeah. right? That was that was the other news. House of the Dragon has been ordered to series. This has not been shooting a pilot for the past couple of months. Honestly, this is th- this is the show I want more than that other show. If I'm being honest, yeah. the, the lore behind this is more interesting. Yeah. Um. This was. I just feel bad for Naomi Watts. I do honest. too. I love her. Yeah. Jane Goldman, she's a good showrunner. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. She, she lost her show. Yeah. Um. This will focus on the Targaryen dynasty. Uh, this one obviously is co-created by George R. R. Martin, but also Ryan Condal, from who also wrote the show Col- Colony. Mm-hmm. Uh, executive producer and director Michael Sapochnik. Sap- oh, Sap- he's, he's one of the directors. He's directed a lot of the best episodes. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Which is my next note right there. Um, <laughs> Condal and uh, that the Sep- word you Sepechenik, said. Sapochnik, I think. Uh, will serve as co-showrunners, and uh, he will direct the pilot as well as additional episodes. That's awesome, because that guy, like, he really did direct, like, the best like the best episodes of, of every season. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that he gets to be a showrunner now is, like, they're giving him the goods, and, like, yeah. that, that dude is awesome. Yeah. Uh, obviously going to air on HBO and HBO Max. Yeah. Um, this Hell is yeah, a, baby. This is a quote from the, from the people. Uh, the Game of Thrones universe is so rich with stories, we look forward to exploring the origins of House Targaryen in the earlier days of Westeros, along with Miguel, Ryan, and George. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, if I if I remember that first show that was canceled was ta- was like way way back in yeah, time. Yeah, that the like first show, the Long years. Night, was the White Walkers. Yes, and then that this was, show is this show is three hundred years before the beginning of Game of Thrones. So yeah. the Targaryens are in power. Um, the, dragons I mean, be everywhere. Dragon, yeah, dragons are are abundant. Yes, yep. I mean obviously Valyria is done for, but the war for West for Westeros. Obviously, is, yeah. No, but, I think this is how we learn about Valyria's doom. No, no, v- Valyria's doom happens when the Tar... So the Targaryens are already on Dragonstone when yeah. Valyria's doom happens. Okay, I think we're still going to learn the, what happened, and then, though. And then, I mean, we might, but then uh, Aegon Targaryen takes over all the Seven Kingdoms and makes it into one big kingdom. One kingdom to rule yeah. all. Yeah, baby. Is that a spoiler for the show? Oh, no, that's... That's, that's, the his- that's, that's history. history. <laughs> that's history. That's the American Revolution, baby. Uh, yeah. Spoilers. God. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, see more Targaryens, see more dragons. HBO has the money for it. I'm actually kind of into this, especially because this is 300 years before Game of Thrones. Yeah. I want to see how all those Targaryens uh, get decimated. It's going to be a sad boy. Not that Game of Thrones wasn't. Targaryens don't get decimated until later on. Hey, bro, they got to go somewhere. I don't know. They are certainly going to have highs and they're certainly going to have lows. Yes. That is how a TV show works. Yes. Uh, but yeah, this is cool. Um, Fire and blood, suckers. But you guys love Game of Thrones, right? You I still do. Yes. You I, like Game of Thrones. Even though yeah. season eight left a bad taste in my mouth, those I still books love are real it. good. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, you would say that primarily the reason why those those that show was good was because of David Benioff and D.B. Wise? Here's the thing, real quick. No, hold on, real quick. That show would not have been... Okay, George R. R. Martin is a big help because of his original material, but you cannot have five excellent seasons of a show 
without those two guys being involved as much as they were. And they, they, are, they are creative. They are good. They are good. They made the last few seasons and they were bad. It happens all the time in television. I hate when an entire show is lambasted because one season or two seasons is bad. When the, when the first five seasons are excellent, excellent television. In, excellent television. In defense of the internet. The internet sucks, though. The internet doesn't need defense. But in defense no. of the internet. Yes. And uh, uh, I am just regurgitating something I, I, I read. Yes. Um, but... Uh, Looking at the scripts from the first episode and the last episode, yes, I've seen those too. They got lazy. Yes, it's it's not just also yes, it is, and not having George's hand for the rest of the seasons did hurt it. Yes, but it's still not it's still not fair to those other seasons that they were directly involved in I making. Mean, as much as we personally have lambasted uh, um, David Benioff and DB Weiss, I only have for the last season. Yeah. The, uh, like you said, five, six seasons of that show are, is still I, magnificent. I do think it's unfortunate that there's an interview that they did recently where they're saying things like that they didn't really think about uh, anything, how they wanted to adapt yes. it or what the books meant. Yeah, They yes. wanted to just focus on uh, appealing to the average American football fan and uh, that they didn't want to think about thematics and things like that. And I'm yes. like, that's not a great position for a showrunner to have. I'm to not saying that that made them do a bad job. They're being very Todd Phillips about it. I'm, I'm saying this is an unfortunate uh, way for them to think about things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's not a great position for a showrunner to have when adapting anything. Right. Yes. And to slightly um, paraphrase and quote Lindsay Ellis, Ellis, this is fantasy that Fs. She yes. was saying that during her Game of Thrones video a lot because people were watching this because obviously fantasy is that way more way more than it does in the book yeah to a near egregious amount yeah, yeah. and that that is them mm-hmm. right well anyway the news is they were fired from star wars yeah yeah i heard did you see the uh tweet uh response that happened with kathleen kennedy about this no so someone um tweeted out like that they're they're representing like a news article i don't have it in front of me i apologize um but they tweeted out like just saying hey uh this is you know if you feel like this was best this is great uh hopefully this means that there's still opportunity for a lot of people of like color and other mm-hmm. backgrounds and and women to uh get more creative roles and opportunities uh moving forward and kathleen kennedy's response was uh well, these guys couldn't even get me coffee. Hopefully somebody will come along and do what they promised. Was that tweet then deleted? <laughs> nope. Whoa. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Wow. Whoa. So Hold up. I saw a tweet similarly. It was like, hey, you don't cross Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. So was it Benioff or Weiss who said that first one? No, neither of them. I'm saying somebody from a news article uh-huh. was just responding to Kathleen Kennedy about the news, saying, uh, you know, it'd be great to see like other people of different backgrounds get yeah. creative roles and everything. Uh-huh. And she was saying, well, I'd just be happy. Uh, she said, well, these guys wouldn't even get me coffee. I just hope that the next person we hire will do what they promise. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, like, regardless of Game of Thrones, they just probably had a bad Star Wars take. So here's, so here's, so, so I'm going to, I'm going to kind of not really call out, but like, I'm going to call out downright nerdy a little bit because oh. they have, uh, they have, uh, Michael is very unfair to, to Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, because she's fired, she's fired Colin Trevorrow, Josh Trank, and now David Ben. Also Phil Lord and Phil Chris Lord Miller. Chris Miller. Yeah. And you know, they, so they've been like, you know, she obviously doesn't get along with these, with these people. I was like, Okay, but in two of those cases, it's a good thing they aren't directing a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like, Josh Trank was a wreck going into Star Wars. Yeah. Like, we we heard the stories from Fantastic. Yeah. Dude was on coke all the time. Yeah. Uh, Colin Trevorrow, after seeing any Jurassic World film, you should be lucky that he is not directing a Star Wars movie. He also made that one movie, Book of Henry, which is one of the worst things I've seen in my entire life. Yeah, so, like... David Benioff and DV Wise, I think yeah. similar situation. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think, and I think there's also like kind of a shitty thing of the way they picked up this Netflix deal, 
while trying to tackle yeah. a trilogy of Star Wars films. I think that had a lot to do with this. Honestly. I do think that yeah. had a lot to do well, with this. Well, they cite they cite it as the only reason why they left. Yeah, the, and, the I, and I don't deal. think that's true, uh, but I do think it definitely muddied it, the waters. I think that they also did it on a level where, like, I think they were already feeling like maybe they weren't going to stick with Star Wars. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially getting a because m- multi million dollar when deal. When we got the news that they had taken this multi million dollar thing over at Netflix, I'm like, that's a lot to be doing and a Star Wars trilogy, not a Star Wars yep. film, a Star Wars trilogy. Hundred yeah. percent. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, look, he, and then I feel like Bob Iger put them in an interesting situation, having them be the next three films after Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I Bob Iger was like the the DBYs and Benioff films. Th- those are the next ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, uh, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there because a lot of people uh, just they 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 said like, hey, the last seasons of Game of Thrones were bad because they were prepping for Star Wars. That's not true. Those seasons were done before the seasons were done before they got that the thing. Those seasons are still bad though. Yeah. Um, getting this huge Netflix deal, I think maybe the story that they had for their movies wasn't good. And then they're like, hey, do you want a hundred million dollars to work in Netflix? And then they're like, hell yeah. And then Captain Kennedy's like, oh, why don't you just go do that instead then? Because why would you take this deal instead of working yeah, on Star Wars? That, that's kind of the read I get yeah. off that, that response comment she made where she's like, these guys, these guys weren't going to bring it to the table. Yeah. They were, uh, they were apparently interested in exploring the origins of the Jedi. And I wanted to bring that up specifically because if you actually think about, uh, I think Kathleen Kennedy is hesitant to do that because she's not sure how to tackle something like that because George Lucas never, ever once thought there was a time yeah. where the Jedi and Sith were at war. Yeah. And oh, I, that's silly. <laughs> well, he he always he was always clear. Like that's a fan thing. Yeah. My whole thing is the the Sith have always been one and two. I've always I've always been the rule of two, and they did rule the galaxy at one time, and then they killed each other. They killed themselves out. Mm-hmm. I like those that sort of Republic games. Those are real good. Yeah. So I think Kathleen Kennedy is kind of wondering like how do we traverse? Because right now, obviously, George Lucas is is I think having going to have a, a larger hand as a consultant going mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think she's trying to wa- work those waters now. Like, okay, now that we have George back, what do we keep his vision as? Uh, so I wonder if that also played into it in a, the, some small way. And there's and there's another thing here of you know all of these other directors getting fired because they're not staying true to like what the vision that they're trying to tell, right? Um, and it in one part of my creative brain is like I don't like that because I want people to try to tell the stories that they want. Yeah. And that's where the Phil Lord and Chris Miller thing came because like those guys are obviously really talented, and they were not making a regular Star Wars movie that they that Kathleen wanted, mm-hmm. and and that sucks because I wanted to see that movie, and we got Solo, which is totally fine. Yeah. Um. And at the, for me, I sometimes would rather have the risk than the being safe. Yeah, but in that case, I'd rather trust someone like Ryan Johnson. No, yeah, who, who, who did the risk? Yeah, and that's and he did the risk and it paid off. So yeah. now he's getting rewarded. Yeah. I'd rather have that every time than a uh, Solo. We're still yeah. getting those Ryan Johnson films, right? Yeah. We have heard nothing to say otherwise. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I figure if they made this choice, it's probably, there's a good reason. Go see Gemini Man in theaters. Um, <laughs> written by David Benioff. Yeah. I, have, I have his quote here. I'm not going to read it. It's just uh, I will say, like, uh, as you were saying about Michael Carl's on Downright Nerdy, I, I do think, like, yeah, they kind of, you know, Kathleen Kennedy knows what she's doing. Um, you know, there's there's reasons why people don't stay onto the projects. We can all talk about like, well, Solo came out kind of safe and everything, and I'd agree it did. But like, we don't know exactly what was going to be the Phil or Chris Miller one, or maybe that maybe that really wouldn't have worked. Yeah, it's uh, who knows. Um, and I I do think that there is, no matter what way you slice it, there is kind of a sense of a a 
vibe and a feel to Star Wars as a universe. They've been able to maintain it through all the films so far. And if you're going to be making something that violates it, I understand Kathleen Kennedy getting protective and saying no. Yeah. Um, I understand that like Star Wars has to feel a certain way, even if you're tailing a risky or different kind of story, it still has to feel like Star Wars. And yeah. if it doesn't feel like Star Wars, then you got to kill it. Um, so fight me on it, Michael. See you in December. I'm so <laughs> Gauntlet has been thrown. Wow. Been thrown. I, I like that he kind of he kind of like leaned back and was like you know like yeah I I just did that hell yeah <laughs> promote um, our promote our our thing nice <laughs> um, speaking of Star Wars we're just gonna transition like this the Mandalorian trailer dropped the new Mandalorian trailer dropped this week oh spicy oh, yes. Ooh, spicy boys are oh, we starting trailers yeah oh 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 Mandalorian trailer dropped yep. this week uh-huh. which was yes. Yes. Looks very good. It, did, we wa- did we watch it again today? No, we didn't. No, no, we forgot didn't. to. Okay. Yeah. I, re- it, I remember it. But yeah, I, I uh, we get a little bit more about what kind of what the story is. Uh, a lot of people were really complaining about the carbonite thing. Why? I don't know. Other so, people had carbonite freezing. No, so what happened was people were like, well, carbonite was only experimental. It's like, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, we're, we're going here. Oh, so oh like, God. People were just like, people were complaining. It's like, carbonate was only supposed to be used experimentally. That was the, Han Solo was the first one. I was like, first off, it's been five years since Return of the Jedi. It's been seven years when the show starts. So yeah. I think carbonate caught on, guys. Yeah. yeah, it seems to have worked. It seems to have worked really well. What a what a silly, nerdy thing. <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, I uh, if you had told me if you again if you tell me this is a movie, I'd believe you 100. percent Dude, that budget, yeah, it looks it looks like it's one of the creatures from Attack of the Clones, right? Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, there's actually there's battle droids in there too in the background. Yes. Um, so it's a uh, there's a not just battle droids. There is a uh, there's uh, a whole discussion about that. Looks like a flashback of the Clone Wars. Oh yeah. Oh, because we see a clone a clone sh- uh, a, a separatist ship. So somebody somebody explained on on Twitter because there was this whole debate about it and somebody like related to Star Wars story group was like, look, uh, Anakin was going to shut down all the battle droids uh, and that's, they weren't going to be functional anymore. But when he like by destroying the systems that he was at on Mustafar, and the reason that didn't happen is because he got distracted when Padme showed up. So that's why there's still some battle droids that are operational. There you go. <laughs> Canon information. <laughs> Apparently that's a thing. So. Sure. Oh, yeah, I'm that, cool with it. If that's what saw that, that discourse happening on Twitter. Yeah. So if that's oh. what that is, I am also happy. Just anything to see, see more, a little bit more prequel stuff. Yeah, this yeah. looks like a like a really awesome action show. Like like really cool characters. Like he's get he's getting a team together. Uh, uh, and yeah, again, like the budget is incredibly high. It looks like a movie. Yeah, I just want to clarify real, real quick. One of my one of my biggest qualms with the Star Wars with new Star Wars, the Disney Star Wars, is that how disconnected it feels from the prequel trilogy. So mm-hmm. like um, the obviously Ryan Johnson's films do reference the prequel trilogy uh, in uh, many ways, but because they chose in the sequel trilogy to stick so close to the tone and style and feel of the original trilogy, the prequels kind of still feel like outliers. So whenever like comic books use the prequels, mm-hmm. use prequel designs or even this uh, doing, it makes me happy that you know we're still trying to incorporate the imagery of the prequels at yeah. least into yeah. the into the greater Star Wars trying to keep it all one cohesive thing. I agree. Sure. I understand why the newer films, the newer trilogy is specifically I trying to be the original trilogy and feel. It's also like there's not that many prequel elements that should be showing up. I mean, I totally understand too. I just like design You're wise, getting Darth like, Sidious in the new one. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> still don't know how I feel about that. Uh, well, you got it. That's prequel, baby. Like, it's um, original series first. It's prequel too. Yeah. You can't it, get around that. It's everything. Um, it's Star Wars. Anyway, like, no, you keep them. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, um, launch day November twelfth. November twelfth. Lots day. of things are launching November twelfth. Uh, a listener and friend 
uh, of the podcast um, sent me a thing where someone's talking about that there's a major spoiler in the first episode for something. In yes, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the fate of a star for like a Star Wars universe spoiler. Yeah, there's I a did Star see Wars that, yeah. universe spoiler. And he's like, "Do you think they're spoiling something for Rise of Skywalker?" No. Do you think they're doing that? And I'm like, no. "No." I find what I I think what I find far more likely is that it's something related to some other property that's Star Wars related. And I, I my example was I said Rebels. I said because Rebels. Yes. At the very end, time jumps to the same time frame roughly that Mandalorian is in, which is post Return of the Jedi. Um, it could potentially. Oh, you think? I'm just saying. Uh, I, I'm not saying this is it. I'm just saying. I when they say Star Wars universe spoiler, I think it's far more likely that they're revealing a fate of somebody from Rebels. That if you haven't watched Rebels, that's now spoiled for you. Yeah, that kind of thing. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm saying that I think it's that kind of thing, and it has nothing to do with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it yeah. could be something from the yeah from from the other. They're shows, saying there's some major the Star comics. Wars universe spoiler in that first episode, but I don't think it has anything to do with Skywalker. Yeah, I yeah. agree. All I know is that it's going to be a very hard... It's not going to be a hard day, but it's going to be very hard for me not to um, click uh, play on Mandalorian until Fanny gets home from work that day. Just watch it twice. No, I can't do that to her. Yeah, you're a good person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so speaking of streaming, The Witcher. <gasps> the Witcher had a uh, uh, new trailer. This looks really good. It looks I, so I, good. Like, uh, bias aside, I think this is a really, really well-made trailer. Yeah. And I think it showcases um, how good the action looks, how good the acting looks. The special effects look pretty pretty good. There's a couple mm-hmm. creatures that look all right. Um, but, like, I've only played the games. I haven't read the books. But this really makes me want to read the books because this is almost like a new take because yeah. the games are kind of their own thing. It's funny because this makes me want to play the game, too. Yeah. It makes me want to replay the game. Yeah. It, it, this, Henry, Henry Cavill looks really good. Yeah. I'll tell you what, my 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 worries about his voice—not that it's like a big concern—but like he definitely has like the deep gravelly voice that I was that I was waiting to hear. Uh-huh. Uh, and like, there's a scene of him like in the bathtub, just like in the games. Like you take a lot of baths in the game. It's like it's like a thing that people like about The Witcher. Uh, <laughs> so the fact that they're like incorporating that stuff is like, man, these people seem to really get it. Yeah. It, again, like it's this is gonna fill my Game of Thrones like dark fantasy uh, void. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember you you being very nervous when we got first looks at Henry yeah. Cavill and everything. So it's nice to hear you've come around on. Yeah, it. yeah me too. Oh, his armor set, his armor looks great. Um, everything about the show just looks fantastical. He, like the I'm choreography, the choreography yeah. really does the look fight, like the, the fight, game. Yeah, the fight scenes. I mean, once again, I haven't played started playing the game yet, which I really need to do. Which that. one? One, two, or three? Uh, three. Yeah. I have three. The complete editions saved on my PS4 right now. But I just like watching. It, it's like this looks like really good fight choreography. The fights look fun. I play as uh, um, Geralt on Soul Calibur Six. Mm-hmm. So just even by going off that, I was like, this looks really. He's really got cool. his trusty horse named Roach, and every time his horse dies, he just names a new horse Roach. <laughs> every <laughs> horse is Roach. I thought his horse was named Bethany. That's a different trailer. <laughs> Bethany. Yeah, this this looks this looks really good. I like this. I like this a lot. I do too. Looking forward to this. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Bethany. <laughs> yeah, December, I guess so. December Speaking 20th Bethany, for The Witcher. Yeah, yes. On uh, Netflix. Which I'm gonna I don't know when I'm going to have time for that. When does Skywalker come out? Uh, December tw- at the same time. 20th. December oh, 20th. shit. Okay. It's a movie. It's not a Netflix show. You yeah. know? No, I know. Yeah, but I watch, know. The, watch I know. the Witcher before you go see Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I will. No, after. I'll, I'll drop I'll, December 20th. Right. They'll be at the movie December 19th. You're right. Mm. Unless you're Ben. Yeah. Oh. Um, right. Sad, sad. Bethany. Cry, cry. All right. Speaking of Bethany, Jumanji, the next level. We know who Bethany is. Huh? He's the horse. What? <laughs> I'm on a horse. I was sold on that first trailer because I have I have loved Danny DeVito so much. But this second trailer really sold me on like The Rock and Kevin Hart playing so old people. I was yeah. the opposite. I wasn't sold on the first mm-hmm. trailer. I am sold on the second trailer. Good. 
I'm kind of with you. I still don't see why this needs to be Jumanji. No, no. Uh, but as a action adventure film, this trailer sold me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As an action adventure film. It looks wacky as hell. It looks really funny. Um, um, I like I like Jack Black as Fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Jack Black was a stand-up for me in the first one. But when he's just like, what? how is this character? Is this a person, a character in an adventure game? I yeah. am so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot. Uh, Dan, Danny, it's Kevin Hart as Danny Glover is yep. still looks to me like to be the most funniest, the funniest thing. In the yeah, movie. like yeah. the best Kevin Hart has ever done. Again, it's yeah. like Kevin Hart's tr- doing something different for once. Yeah, <laughs> no offense, Kevin. I know uh, you listen. Yeah, I like all it. of you looks different. <laughs> <laughs> no, all of you looks different. You've you've all of you is a different color. I haven't looked like this since never. Never. You've, you've never, never looked like this. <laughs> I think my eyes are a different color. <laughs> all the supporting cast is like coming back, and I'm sure we'll get new people. I think I saw the Hound from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think so. I think I saw him in full beard. I think I as did a bad too, guy. But who knows? Yeah. We, if um, that is him, that's awesome. I'm a little bummed. I thought for sure Nick Jonas was going to be Bethany. Oh yeah, nope. Uh, and I the horse. That, that is not the case. <laughs> yeah. Although it's a pretty good gag. It's it yeah. would have been a it is a good gag. I thought that would have been cool. So do you think Nick Jonas is Spencer? Absolutely. Yeah. One hundred percent. No question. Unless he's Aquafina. Uh, pugs are. Oh crazy. yeah, Aquafina hasn't been revealed. Like we don't know who Aquafina is. She doesn't talk is. or anything. Oh, it's pug time. Sorry if you hear that. This is a pugcast. It's a pugcast. I was ready for it. Pugs have words. The battle on pugs. <laughs> they have words on Jumanji. But what did you say about Kevin Hart? <laughs> Huh? What did you say? What? I'm probably not taking any of this out unless we rec- unless no, we stop recording. No, no, we're 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 not. All right. What's hey, next? The Grudge. Jumanji oh, uh, looks good. Go, it does. go see it, I guess. Uh, The Grudge. Super American remake. Uh, yeah, this is the first truly Americanized uh version of The Grudge. I feel. Yeah. Um, to be honest, though, I didn't see any after the the first American Grudge, so yeah. I don't know if they brought it to America after that. I, I haven't s- seen any. I saw that one and I forgot it was in Japan. So, so yeah, the fr- the original American one was Sarah Michelle Gellar goes to J- uh, Pan Meow. to Japan, and uh, that's everything happens to her there. Mm-hmm. So it's all still very steeped in the cult. They just put a white girl in it. Yep. You know that sounds about right. Hey, you know it was at a time where like in the mid two thousands, all of those movies got remade. With yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was at a time where like nobody in America really watched foreign films. Still, yeah, especially foreign horror films. Was the but ring foreign horror or films were really creative. Same thing. Yeah, was the ring first or the grudge first? The ring was first. Okay, the, the ring was good and successful. So that's yeah, why. That's why the the grudge happened. Yeah. Did you guys um, see that crossover movie Japan made? No, but I wanted to. Yeah, I forgot it until you just reminded me. The ring and the grudge are like the more successful of these examples. There's also things like One Miss Call, which was much, There's the Jessica much Alba better movie, and more successful the in Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all much more successful horror films in Japan that we attempted to remake for American audiences because the they weren't going the to ring, watch it. The grudge and the ring. Did well, right? Yes, I'm saying yeah, those that are good. Yeah. I'm saying they're the standout examples of a phase where we were remaking all of these Let because nobody in. would watch them. Yeah. Now they are remaking it, but they're remaking it and setting it here and giving its own just like uh, its Black own, Christmas uh, setup and feel and death, uh, d- death, uh, death journal, death, death note, right? death note. That's the one. Yeah, we don't talk about it. Uh, yeah, this looks. Uh, it, this looks good. I, I'm not sure who the director is. Um, oh, I didn't look it up. So but during the credits, I was looking. Uh, it has two sets of cr- of credits for for Japanese and American, which I don't understand why. Because it said like story and directed by these people, and then it was a second set of credits by the American people. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if they're just giving credit to the original people. They're probably just giving credit to but the original. It was like an entire entire thing. And I was like, I've never seen this before. Interesting. This yeah. Guy, this guy's name is Nicholas Pe- Pesci. I think it's Pesci. P E S C E. What did he do before? He was a writer on The Eyes of My Mother. Okay. Piercing. Nope. Uh, and The Grudge. 
Oh, well. He directed all three of those. Okay. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's still being produced from the same team that made the new Evil Dead and um, and Don't Breathe, which are both excellent yes. films. Um, granted, with a different director, because that mm-hmm. was Fede Alvarez. Hell yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Pixar in real life. Another Disney Also good Plus. for Ray Park. I was just going to say. Or not Ray Park. Um, what's his John name? Cho. John Cho. John Cho. Thank you, like, John Cho. Yeah, Darth yeah. Maul. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Pixar in Real Life is a series coming to Disney Plus. Yeah, this looks cute. Starting to November twelfth, launch day. Cute, yeah, man. Very Pixar cute. pranks, cute I, ones. I like the uh, the the best one I think we saw in the trailer was the Inside Out one where they're improving. I like that one too. That's a cool like idea. Yeah, uh, I don't care about seeing some kid pretend to run around a building and his twin shows up on the other side. I mean, it's it's like it's cute. Or whatever. I like the CDC one too. Yeah, yeah that's a oh, good yeah. one. That's a good one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a cute idea. Yeah. I wonder, are, is it going to be like 30 minutes, I'm guessing? It's like prob- probably. Yeah. Okay. Probably. And then uh, Pixar Spark Shorts. Oh, yeah? Bunch of shorts coming to... Sparks, you got some shorts coming to... I do, yes. Disney that's Plus. me. <laughs> He's wearing jeans. I had to confirm just now. Oh, uh, no. yeah, yeah. He looked under my table. That's not all I did. <laughs> Whose foot is this? This is mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. Um, uh, yeah, Pixar Spark Shorts. Series of what, short films. are you going to hold it now? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not letting go. <laughs> <laughs> a series of... Of uh, Pixar short films coming to exclusively to Disney Plus. These tend to, I guess, these are going to be more adult. Well, we've theme. seen three of them. Mm-hmm. We've seen three of them on the internet. They're yep. on YouTube. I haven't seen them yet. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I? Pearl and Kitbull and uh, the space the robot, robot one. one. Yeah, those three are already up on YouTube. They have been for a little while, kind of promoting this in ad- in advance. We watched. I've watched all three of them. I think with at least Ryan. I know. I watched. I watched Pearl and and the other the second one. Kitbull. Kitbull. I don't know if I watched the robot one with you. I think so, but maybe not. I drink a lot. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the other three uh, haven't really been touched before, so it's it's exciting. Yeah, and again, like Pixar, like maybe pushing past PGs is, is a cool, neat idea. Yeah. Into okay. it. Um, and then uh, just to wrap it up, BlizzCon happened. Yeah, so um, Overwatch 2 was announced. It uh, was. Um, not to get super into it, Blizzard had a huge, huge controversy recently. They must so have it. they, this BlizzCon was kind of to um, get their eyes off of all that bullshit. Speaking of that, some guy did go to the main Blizzard uh, press conference dressed up as Wayne the Pooh. Oh god! I'll tell, I'll tell yeah. you right now. We have a, uh, a mutual friend of ours who his father works for Blizzard. I sure. I talked to him about uh, it. Oh, yep. Yeah. And we saw him recently, um, and his dad was there, and. Talked. They were talking about BlizzCon coming up and everything, and it's like, are you worried about? That? Are they worried about the controversy? And it's like, not even a little. They knew. They knew they had. Yeah. Everything coming out that they. And they did that. Uh, they needed to like totally wipe it away and not have to deal with the controversy. This is what happens. This is what happens with Marvel. Whenever Scarlett Johansson opens her mouth, Marvel's like, "Here's things." <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, and, the two, and like the the president of the company did come out and apologize, but it was. It was a kind of a weak apology, but yeah. but anyway, half-hearted over, is, half-hearted. Uh, is a s- yes. solid word for yeah, it. Yeah, uh, a quarter-hearted even. Um, but yeah. Overwatch Two was announced. That game's not coming out for at least two to three years because that game just started in development. Uh, the guy who the uh, Jeffrey, I forget his name, the guy who's the president of of the company, he was like, "Hey, uh, don't expect it soon," which means we're letting you know now so you can stop yelling at us. <laughs> yes. yeah. that's literally that's that's exactly Basi- what it is. Basically, yeah. they showed a ten-minute CGI cutscene um, that looked nice. No, I saw that. I watched that this morning. Yeah, it was nice. It's it, cool. It looks nice, but then it's like, don't know. This looks like a regular Overwatch thing. Then to me, spell Overwatch. Hey, 2. Do, you, do you like Overwatch? I enjoy it. Then Overwatch Two is going to be that game, but more stuff. 
That's 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 uh, basically the big thing is that like mm-hmm. having Overwatch two is going to give you access to a whole bunch of PVE and everything, and also the story fact missions. of what uh, yeah, yeah, a whole bunch of store story missions that they're cool. making like, based on that, and they're going to make more and more stuff catered to that for that audience. Also, like Left 4 Dead two, incorporating all the maps from Left 4 Dead one, all the maps going to be playable for Every, Overwatch one. Everything oh. from Overwatch one will transfer over, and, yes. every, and all the new things added in Overwatch 2, at least as far as characters, are going to transfer down to Overwatch So 1. if you own Overwatch, you don't have to buy Overwatch 2. You just have to pay for the upgrade. Oh, which right. is Which is pretty which cool. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, and what this does, what it, but people will wind up buying like entirely new software for it and everything because it will be now available on new consoles by that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is next Yeah, because the PS5 is coming out next year. Which yep. is kind of nice because, I mean, like you buff up your system and everything and, yeah. and you'll get all that new stuff. And it, I get it, but like, yeah, that's the situation. I am really okay. excited to do story stuff because like I want to invest in the Overwatch like like uh, lore but like honestly it seems really shallow i hope that the stories are more developed and cool if they're going for like a full game title mm-hmm. than the null sector story missions we've already had in overwatch yeah um because those are fun but they're fun as like expansion moments that you get to have on your game not worthy of an entirely new title i hope we get something even more in depth yeah and and game companies love to just like take all your money so it's actually i'm really surprised that they're doing this upgrade method it's really cool yes frankly i want character narrative stories i I want to know more character narrative stories if you read the overwatch comics there's a lot to mine there if you watch the shorts there's a lot to mine there Um, the shorts are so good though. yes they are the comics are good too um but it's like, I want more of that. There's clearly such good stories behind all these characters in this world. Yeah. I want that explored it's, more. It's I like, want to be, par- not only do I want to explore more, I want to be part of the exploration yeah. of it. And the game is so popular because like, almost like a Fast and the Furious, it's got such a diver- di- diverse, wide selection of characters. Yes. Uh, so everyone could join that game and love it. Um, so Overwatch 2 happened. Next is also Diablo 4, which is a hugely anticipated game uh, that everyone thought was going to be revealed last year, and a mobile game was announced instead, and it pissed off the world. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah. So Diablo 4 is coming out. Um, it, there's a, a another 10-minute uh, video that they released like they did with Overwatch 2 um, that's really awesome, and I think you guys should watch it just for a really cool dark fantasy like short film. Uh, it's brutal and epic, and I, I didn't want to say the word epic. I'm not 12. Uh, it's it's really cool, though, um, and it's bringing back an old character from Diablo 2 as like as like the main boss um and it's it looks it looks wicked right wicked rad wicked and rad also also world of warcraft shadowlands was announced yes it was and i haven't played world of warcraft in like mm, 10 years maybe i've wanted to but i just can't it's too late for you ben you're literally 15 years too late um oh it's just gonna start next week but you got wow classic that's available actually you can do that um that's you you could do that for free for up to level 20 yeah i'm okay um but yeah i did that when the movie came out with a <laughs> with a race I'd never played before, nice. I'm like I'm feeling it right now. Yeah, you used to be right. really big in World of Warcraft. That's a overstatement. You <laughs> were playing it a lot more than me. That which is playing it hard. a lot more than nothing is easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> One minute there, is I, more than I, zero. I was I was as involved as you could be without like actually being completely in that community because I wasn't. Like I I just kept on the the fence on it. Uh, tried to play with my friends, but they always leveled way far past mm-hmm. me. Um, like I never got above fifty. Uh, the thing, the thing that excites me about this is why. Thank you for reminding me, Ben, to bring it up. Uh, I haven't played that in a long time, but what's really great about World of Warcraft is that it's twenty-five years that the that the series has been around since the original game, and every game iterates on the lore. And World of Warcraft has been a living, breathing story for fifteen years. Yes. So the game that came out fifteen years ago is not the same game. The entire landscape is different. The characters are different. Uh-huh. The way you play the game is different. Yeah. Um, that's why WoW Classic came out. But this game, it's making one of the characters, uh, Sylvanas. I think that's her name. Uh, she's yeah, like Sylvanas. She's, she's an elf lady. Um, she. Excuse me, Night Elf Banshee. 
Ben, you don't even play these games. I know. I follow a cosplayer who t- you pretty much cannot be. I follow that, be that guy. I follow be a that cosplayer guy. who all pretty much all she posts about is Sylvana stuff, and she dumps out so much Sylvana is she lore. The, is, is she the one who just said what 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 you just said? No. Did she say it? I know that Sylvanas is a uh, night elf banshee. You anyway, can't, you can't she goes banshee. Fr- you cannot gatekeep in a property uh, that you're not part of. Anyway, let me talk about this character. Um, so Sylvanas, the Wind Raven, she goes and she fights the Lich King, and the Lich King was this old old guy. But then I didn't play the expansion that there's now a new Lich King. Art- it's not Arthas anymore. No, no, I thought it there was. was you kill, you oh. kill him. You kill him. Oh shit! Okay. No, yeah, and, and an old character from the original Warcraft game is now the new Lich King, and yep. it's it, the cutscene that I saw was so cool. And Blizzard is like the the king of cutscenes. So I, I'm not I'm not very steeped in the game. Like it took I I'm bad at keeping up with video games that are long. Yeah. Um. So World of Warcraft, I couldn't get into it as much as I want to, but the lore awesome, I cared dude. about. So I've read a lot of the books, and that's why I know oh, a lot you about World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. Yes, you I have them? I own a lot of them. Yeah, they're they're not with me. They're okay. back in Monterey, but like I have them. I love um, lore, lore, Lorecraft. <laughs> there's incredible World of Warcraft yeah. lore. Did you just um, call it Lorecraft? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Sylvanas and goes to the night to the Night King. Jesus goes to the Lich King, and she basically destroys his power and opens up the realm of the dead. So now you are going to go to like where dead were. All of these dead characters who have been dead for 15 years are living. So you're going to the other world, like the other side of the universe, basically. Yeah, she rips the helmet in half. Yeah, it's really cool. And, and it shatters the sky in a new dimension right there. It's the sh- it's the Shadowlands. It's where it's it's the afterlife. It's limbo. Okay. Uh, so all these dead characters are going to be showing up again. And I'm like, oh, that's that's an awesome idea. And I almost yeah. want to get in. But I'm like 10 years out of that, baby. <laughs> Read the book. Yeah, I might. Yeah. That's it for BlizzCon. Everything, everything always gets told up in a book eventually because, like that, that's the one thing that also bothers me about is like your involvement in the story can never truly change the story. Yeah, you know the story's happening regardless of what you do. Really, yeah. like you can be part of killing the Lich King, but you're not the guy that killed the Lich King. You're part of yeah. like sixty people, right? Yeah. Or, or if it's really in the official story, this one main person who was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so read the books. Warcraft 3 has maybe my like my favorite piece of lore when Arthas becomes a Lich King. And there's like, yes. what maybe my favorite cutscene in any video game of all time is when he's coming back to his kingdom after becoming the Lich King and killing his father and taking the throne. Right. And I still think about that all the time because it's so awesome. That was like 20 years ago. No, right. I remember when the cinematic for the expansion pack came out for a while. I was like, I saw that cinematic. I watched it like five times. I'm, yeah. like, I'm sitting there going, I really need to play this Blizzard game. just needs to make like an animated show. Like the They have is, the well, best CGI. Well, the whole thing is like all, all across the board, Diablo, Warcraft, um, Starcraft, mm-hmm. and uh, Overwatch, all of them are fantastically good at building worlds, mm-hmm. lore, characters. You could dive into any of them for a while. True. 100%. Mm-hmm. It's much like Doomhammer. Uh, sorry, not Doomhammer. Warhammer that way. You're right. Yeah. That'll do it. Shall we get into our main topic? Nah, let's go home. Okay. All right, the time now for our main topic. <sighs> I didn't do it. I'm sorry. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate dun, 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 dun. the sixth slash third Terminator film dun, 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 dun. the third in the starter trilogy trilogy dun, dun, there's a trilogy dun. of trilogy starters I think it's called the Cameron timeline now we're now in the Cameron oh, timeline you know what? I don't hate that I, I don't yeah. hate that yeah because this yeah I can't get away from this one, James. No. <laughs> Thankfully You're on it now. Yeah, Thankfully, it's... Yeah. This is on you. You can't delete the video yep. from Terminator Genesis that says this is the best Terminator film since 2. Oh, oh I, Every director does that once in their life, and they regret it. <laughs> I mean, was I, he wrong? I think he watched the... I think he watched the first five minutes. And I was like, okay, don't need to see any more. You recreated my movie faithfully. But James, there's another hour and a half. <laughs> Don't need to say any more if you just oh. did that. Here's James can only watch so much. He spends like 80% of his time underwater. It's true. And making and the other 20% making Avatar sequels. Uh-huh, yeah. 
they're one and the same now. Speaking of, he's almost done, so maybe the next one he can direct. The, he can direct it. Actually, no, I'm, I'd be okay if this if this guy stuck around. Anyway, full spoilers. Full spoilers for full Terminator spoilers. Dark Fate. Uh, let's just get right into it. What do we think of it? Sparks, you go first. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Ben, I I liked it. Ryan, I was worried, and I really liked it. Yeah, I I really liked it too. Uh, I, I mean, but I like Genesis. So what does that say? I, I was going to say like uh, <laughs> you'll you'll find out when we do our retrospective that I also like Genesis uh, yeah. to a decent degree. So like maybe I it's don't. not saying a lot for me to say that. But yeah. um, you told me something about Genesis that we'll talk about in our next in our next uh, Terminator topic. But like there's a whole aspect of that movie that I didn't even remember that yeah, blew yeah. my mind. Yeah, like oh my gosh. Right. I think this movie's pretty dope, guys. I think this might be one of the best action movies of the year. Like, for real. It yeah. is a pretty good like, action. Besides, like, John Wick. Uh, what else came out this year Like in, act, in terms of action? Like Hobbs, and action. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same level, but like less robots. I think, I think that the... Uh, this is more visceral, I will. Though. I think that the set pieces for this are much cooler like when i saw that when uh for the trailer when like the two planes colliding i was like i've seen lots of plane stuff recently but like what they did with what they did with it inside it was like almost inception where they're constantly spinning Uh i'm like that's some good shit you guys and the plane is like moving up and then down and then yeah that's a good sequence Uh, one of my favorite lines of dialogue in the whole movie i'll just say it is is in that that final Mm -hmm. sequence when uh, they're in the car and Mackenzie Grace is ready to like cut the thing. Is like strap in, Mackenzie oh, yeah. Grace, and she just is that her name? Mackenzie <laughs> Davis Mac- plays Grace. the actress is Mackenzie Davis playing Grace. Mackenzie Davis, <laughs> you got it. And, Mac- and she's like strap in, and 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 Linda Linda Hamilton, Hamilton Linda, Linda Connor. <laughs> uh, Linda Hamilton is like, oh right, because otherwise it'd be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. L- I like that a lot. She had a few good lines in this I'm, movie. Look, yeah. I'm really happy. I think that this is look. We had three. Four people play John Connor now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, less than that plays Lynn, plays a uh, Sarah Connor. I am happy to that that the real Sarah Connor has come. Five back. people play John Connor. Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yes. Bing yeah. bing 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 bong. Boom. Always forget about that for mm-hmm. some reason. Never forget about it. It's the best show. It's the best thing of the that was, franchise. Uh, that was uh, arguably the best thing prior to this point, post Terminator Two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Is that show? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Connor Chronicles is a really good show. I really liked it. There's a there's a theme in the Sarah Connor Chronicles that they bring into this movie, which I really liked, uh, that the future uh, is like fluid and moving every time they change uh, they change something because in the Sarah Connor mm-hmm. Chronicles, it, it, Skynet is inevitable. Yes. But this thing becomes Skynet, or this thing becomes Skynet. So every time they destroy like a chess like a chess playing AI, that makes a new future. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to prevent that future. Yes, and it's that, constantly trying to pre- for prevent the Terminators. From yeah, it's, up. it again like not to bring up like our past topics, but it really reminded me of X Men. How like the, our our doom is inevitable. Like how do we fight it? Yeah. I right. think uh, that's one aspect of this movie I like. Yes, I agree. One yeah. percent. I mean, it's always kind of been the theme of Terminator. But this is the first time where it's not Skynet. It's like it's a completely different thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Think mm-hmm. only, like uh, Brandon, when you were when we were talking on the car ride to dinner, you said that this movie takes all the really good things from all the past Terminator films. And I, I knew that going into the trailer because it did look a lot like that. But it does feel like I can be like, oh, that's from Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, that's from Terminator Three. Oh, that's from Terminator Salvation. Mm-hmm. Like you can find the bits that they were like, this worked. Let's do it in this yeah, way. This like, worked. Let's do it in this way. I, I don't know if it was just me, but the car chase in the very beginning of the movie reminded me a lot of Terminator Two. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Like well, a, I mean, a few set pieces sure. from Terminator Two. And of course, you have like the whole theme of you cannot stop Judgment Day. There will always be a Judgment Day from T three. But when T three is interesting because that sets the template for the franchise across the board and now we're, and we're still kind of doing that and so once you kind of like I've seen people being like remember how hopeful it was after Terminator 2 is like yes but once you have accepted the conceit of Terminator 3 
work well you can't have We're that, that movie end with like the end of the world yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. t3 that's, that's ends kind of the, bold, though, the nuclear war starts that's kind of yeah. that's and kind john of is in like a secret mountain base hanging out president. with his girl claire danes she got off the titanic wait romeo and juliet there not the titanic go. gotcha <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was like, she's not in Titanic, nope. is she? <laughs> Different lady. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I like that a lot, the fact that they were able to take the bits. Because there are concepts, the TX in Terminator 3, mm-hmm. you know, you just kind of wonder, like, well, how is it a better Terminator than the T-1000 mm-hmm. if it's got a metal endoskeleton? Yeah. Uh, like, how is that better? This is that answer. The Rev-9 is that answer. The Rev-9 is so cool it yeah. is it is so well designed and it is so spooky and the things that it could do and uh and like having more of a personality it's just like gabriel luna yeah. gabriel luna like he's really like he does a lot with like not really doing anything with being yeah. an emotionless monster mm-hmm. but faking it when he needs to yeah. uh, I it's like but, oh, it's, go ahead i like how the rev 9 essentially the rev 9 is two terminators in one a yeah. t-1000 and a regular terminator that's almost already indestructible it's got like his own like exoskeleton that can do stuff but the yeah. fact that it can do stuff is what separates it from the tx from mm-hmm. terminator 3 Right. Um, and I think that the things we talked about in the car, Ryan, which is uh, like him being able to very naturally talk. We've seen Terminators kind of fake it before, yeah. but he has a very natural way of like, not only does he have a sense of humor, it feels like a real sense of humor, mm-hmm. even though he isn't being genuine. He's got some small talk. Yes, he understands yeah. it. He understands it and can deliver it flawlessly, yeah. even though it's not real. And not just as the Gabriel Luna version, but like anytime he takes someone over, he knows like they're, he knows stuff of like, uh, like when he, when he's the girl, and then he goes and he kills those guys in his security office. Like he's like, "Oh, shut the hell up, Jimmy!" And then kills him. Like that—that's a personal that, yeah. that those two characters had, and yeah. he used that, and that's awful. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I love I, it. I also like the banter right before when he went to the detainment center, and he's like, "My whole body's a weapon," and then he gets painted. He's like that metal whole hit. sequence. Yeah. Yeah. It's then like he, my whole body's a weapon. Like he, he's yeah, gonna play yes. that macho. So, so my point being, like, he's the first one who's ever been allowed to have even a sense of a personality, really, uh-huh. uh, in, in like a real sincere way, and that's why when we get to the end i am jumping forward but like when we get to the end and he's coming for her at the very end and he stops and instead does the why don't you just give me the girl like it feels like you earned that rather than like this is weird for a terminator to do because schwarzenegger because the t-800 most terminators would just go for it yeah but this one is like I don't need to kill and, and all of you. Again, it's, what's awesome is like this entire, like up until this point, this entire movie, he's always running and he's always trying to get them. But like he he sees them and he just jumps down and he walks towards them. He's like, we don't have to. He's do like, this. I get this is the standoff, guys. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk though. Yeah, yeah. for a he, second, he's looking he's looking at them like, look, you know, it's been a long day. Not yeah. only yeah. that, yeah. but don't he's even him. but he's even interested in uh in Arnold. Yeah, in the we yeah, kind of we have the same purpose. We we've got a we. We got the same purpose, yeah. essentially. He's got yeah. a fascination because the rev because it's two terminators. Hypothetically, should have never seen something like this. Yeah. 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 So when he's looking at, at like the T eight hundred, which Arnold Carl. is Carl, Carl, <laughs> um, he's just kind of like, hey man, we were built for the same thing, just uh, two different times. Well, she's a stranger. Why do you care? Yeah. I'll say this here because I I kind of want to leave the Gabriel Luna stuff here, but um, if there were to be more, I'm interested in the idea of this uh, because it's called Legion being more of a hive mind existence where. It, it functionally is inside of all of its 
pieces at oh, so once. That was Legion. Yeah. So that was Legion. Yeah. And everything, uh, yeah. every Terminator from that timeline is always Legion. You are facing it entirely. Genesis kind of wanted to head in this a similar they direction, uh, but I think this would be cool well, uh, because just having the name Legion, I think, calls that to mind and allows for the idea of like this AI has advanced itself. It has that kind of presence, and it is all these things at once. If we if we go forward, if a sequel is made. I want more from Genesis incorporated into this timeline. I think Genesis ideas are big and I think not a lot of them are bad. I'll touch more on that next week. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I got to talk about real quick. Yeah. My favorite game of all time, Mass Effect 2. Uh, there's a character called Legion and there's a robot sentient group called the Geth and um, they all merge, much like um, those Namekians in the Universal Tournament of Power, yes. all the Geth combine their intelligence into one single character. Uh-huh. So he's a thousand minds in right. one, and his name is Legion. Right. He's awesome. That reminded me of that. I, I think that would be a really cool thing to explore, that this would be the first intelligence that's like, I am all my parts at once. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so like when this one died, the Legion, like the home base, knows what happened. Exactly. So he can retaliate. Exactly. Yeah, this is a good yeah. idea, bro. And the time travel is portrayed uh, slightly different in this one. It's not, it's frozen when it shows up. Yes, it has a, it's a, a freezing yeah. effect. Yeah, it's yeah. new. Yeah. Because the not, first three, it's... It's, it's uh, all melty. It's all melting. Yeah. That, that I, was interesting. I Yeah, I was going like, is this... I don't remember the freezy stuff. No, yeah. it's new. Yeah. It is it's different. New. It's cool. But they, and they always come from the from like high ground mm-hmm. and fall, which is also different. Both of these guys just like like a plow, 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 fell in his broken. Except the Rev Nine handles it a lot better. Yes, uh-huh. he's much more graceful. <laughs> well, uh, graceful. Oh. Graces didn't uh, necessarily come from from high. It's oh, she was happened like halfway in the, in the street in, yeah. and dropped yeah. to the to the ground because yeah. of it because it cut that hole. I think uh, Mackenzie Davis is that her name? I guess yeah. so. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think uh, her and the other lead, and I forget the actress's name, but the girl, the Danny, I think they are exceptional. Mm-hmm. I think they mm-hmm. are in really good leads, and especially Mackenzie Davis is such a awesome action star. And I haven't, the only thing I remember seeing her in is Blade Runner 2049, uh, where she doesn't do any action in that movie, but, uh, except sexy action. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so uh, she, I don't know, like, how much of her own stunts. There's a lot of CGI in this movie, and there are some, some facial Natalie, CGI. Natalie Reyes. Yes. Uh, some some facial CGI that you could tell when it's not real, but like she was kicking ass, man, and she was taking her hits. And, yeah. and Natalie Reyes, like, I bought all the emotion. Like from the second I met that character, I'm like, oh, I like this character already. Yeah. yeah. The only time that I don't buy her is when we see the flashback in the future. Okay. That's the only time that I don't buy her because the way she's delivering those kind of. Are you talking about Natalie Reyes? Yeah. Well, oh, oh, like when she saves Grace when from. She saves Grace. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's the same actress. Uh, it's the only time that I don't buy that character. But yeah. otherwise, when we're with her in the present, I, I'm, I honestly I'm throw some of that up to kind of like ham-fisted writing a little bit. Possibly. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Because um, it's very like. T- a- is this atyp- your fate? Atypical. Like I didn't. I, I yeah. didn't think it was well written in yeah. that moment. So I don't. I don't entirely throw that on her. Uh, this also. This that sequence also cues us into the type of time travel logic in this film. Is that it's a loop. It's mm-hmm. the Terminator One loop. Yep. Grace yeah. always has to go back in time. Right. That's that's yeah. Awesome Grace. And Grace is Kyle Reese. Yeah. But yeah. for her herself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and it it is interesting to know that like it is not far away. Yes. Yeah. Like it's very close. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it could it could have been right around the corner, and they they stopped it for now. Yeah. Well, they didn't stop it. They didn't stop it. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, they. Oh yeah, I guess they didn't really do anything. Yeah. No, they, the they they haven't stopped it. They've only killed a Terminator. That's right. That's yeah. So they don't even know how to stop it. Like, no. Yeah. Linda Hamilton they, says oh, we need. They a still sequel. have. They still have their Judgment Day adventure ahead uh, of them. We need a sequel. Um. And if it and they 
it's I, I said it's like Terminator 2 disguises Terminator 1 because Terminator 2 and 1 use different time travel logics um, time travel theories because you know it's bullshit um, yes <laughs> stop complaining about Endgame so, <laughs> oh no we had to do it <laughs> so when uh, when it's revealed to be a loop that their judgment day is when they're driving off into the sunset they're driving off to get her ready for judgment day yeah the judgment day is coming you gotta be ready oh yeah right so and there's, we haven't gotten to Terminator 2 there's also an interesting implication that that uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it in a second. Um, let's talk about. Uh, Why don't we start at the beginning? Because you talk yeah, about. Let's start. Let's start with the uh, opening. Yeah, John the opening. Connor. Yeah, the the murder of John Connor. Yeah, so they're in, they're, it's a year after Judgment Day would have been. Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, and that's three years after the movie. I think so. Three years after Judgment Day. It's one year after Judgment Day. No, no, no. Oh, three years the after the, fo- <laughs> the film Judgment Day. Three years I later. B- I believe so. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I think it's there's some debate of which year it actually takes place in but it's around that era yeah. okay um, it's a marvel timeline it's because it released in 1995 right 1992 actually 92 okay yeah no sorry i'm sorry 94 okay i'm an idiot thank 94. you you're not an idiot a little bit um <laughs> so okay. uh yeah we see a dh sarah connor and john connor i was surprised to see edward furlong in this role i uh i already saw the reports that he I mean, was it's gonna not it's not really him be it's in just this, yeah no his I, DH'd I know, but, face. but we knew he was in it and yeah. i was like oh we're gonna see modern day edward furlong that's what i thought yeah. so I, I, I yeah you're right so i was surprised that it was young young, young yeah, baby young 10 year old john connor young but like i've been john connor i've been saying for a while that i think that he should be dead like because their judgment day doesn't happen john connor dies i thought mundanely but it was way cooler to have a t-800 do it yes it, it almost would have been um yeah like yeah he's like he just passed away and now like yeah he's gone but uh the terminator popping out his the cool what did you call him weekend at bernie's weekend terminator? at bernie's yeah terminator. wearing cool glasses and a hawaiian shirt uh I did a, that. it is the t-800 model that arnold mm-hmm. is i didn't expect uh john to get shot right there that's uh, yeah. cool that's i cool. i love the idea that this t-800 has been just walking around for years yep. trying to fulfill its like purpose i can't of, find you <laughs> like trying to fulfill its its destiny of beating john connor and i like the, the, the this movie uh this movie asked the one question all right then what happens next yeah because what happens when you're it doesn't done? go it doesn't go back to the future no yeah, yeah what happens mm-hmm. what what is what does the terminator do and sarah connor introduced the concept that they can have lives mm-hmm. they can have real they can have they can have lives with with women that's honestly yes. probably my favorite aspect of this movie Carl, yeah. Carl, like for real. That's what that's when the movie fully cemented for me because like I was really liking it. Yeah. So uh, I yeah. I do want to talk about that. So like Sarah Connor wasn't working for you. Yes, at the beginning she wasn't working for me. Right. Mostly because um, honestly, I, I thought she was kind of uh, not badly written. It was just kind of like generic and like I'll be back and it's like she seemed really tough. Also, a lot of I like uh, her snark in the beginning. It's it's fine. I she I think it's she works a lot better with Carl. Uh, I agree. So I'll say that like I also was kind of put off by Sarah's character, just her presence. Um, and I'm like, uh, justify why she is behaving the way she is the beyond line that just like me. John was killed. Mm-hmm. The line that bothered me, uh, and it's always something in movies that I hate. It's like, uh, show me, don't tell me. And Sarah Connor is like, uh, what's your resume? Oh, well, I was blah, 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 and I'm a crazy alcoholic, but we never see her drink once. Yeah. You can't just tell me someone's an alcoholic. That doesn't work. You need to show me that she has problems. And yeah. if you showed me that, I'd have a little more sympathy for her, which makes sense later, or doesn't make sense, but it makes me feel more later when she's with Carl. I, 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 li- I like her a lot better when she, well, not doing that, but when she's being a little snarky, like that, I'll be back, and she does I didn't, little thing. Yeah. I, like. I didn't think, take that as that she's an alcoholic, like that it's a problem that she's an alcoholic yeah. i took it as like when i'm not hunting a terminator i drink to to go to sleep yeah like uh, in a sense of like i just 
knock myself out because that's my life now. Okay. Yeah. Um, and which is why I'm saying like she put me off until her character has. So I got on board with her when she explains that. Uh, every two years or so, I get a text, I go to the place, a Terminator drops out, I shoot it, and then I move on, and then it happens again, and the texts always end with the same two words for John, and she's almost crying when yeah. she says that, and I'm like, okay, I totally understand your character now, mm-hmm. I get everything you're yeah, doing, I do like every that. single piece makes sense to me, that you're being told by this nameless, faceless force, where a Terminator drops out for the rest of your life, and you're being told it's still for John. Yeah. Yeah. Every piece of your life is just based around that for the rest of, of your whole life and again uh like we see trailers all the time but i i so so wish you can't hide sarah connor she's a main character yeah. i wish they would have hid the uh, uh, carl sure because that reveal when when she sees him for the first time i wanted to feel like that yeah that would have been such an awesome emotional uh uh thing to go through with her uh but it's like I, the second we hear about those texts i know who it's from uh-huh because i i know what the trailer is Right. Um, which is kind of unfortunate, but it doesn't it doesn't like ruin the movie. It just I wanted that surprise. Just yeah, I I agree. Um, I like her potato chip obsession. While we're talking about that, she throws quick. out her phone when you could just put it in the plastic the the bag with hers. But it didn't work. But it, exactly, it doesn't work anyway. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's stupid. No, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> keep putting your phone in a bag of potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, real quick, I wonder who Terminators have been going after. I just wrote that note every I wa- year. Every I want two years. I want to know. Could they have just always been going after Danny? No, no. You so, don't think so what no. I think is that it's um obviously okay. So we know that in this in this universe, Judgment Day will always happen. Yes. And what we find well, this Judgment Day, a Judgment Day, a Judgment Day will always happen. An AI will take over, nuke the world, and machines will rise up. Damn it, Nimrod! Yeah, freaking uh-huh. Nimrod. Sarah so, Chronicles, baby. <laughs> so going forward in the film, when Sarah, like when Sarah's talking to Danny, saying, "Oh no, your son," and then she realizes, "No, Danny is the leader of this resistance." Sure. If there, if there's always gonna be a Judgment Day, there's always gonna be a John Connor equivalent. So, so you those think Termi- that they, so those Terminators were sent to kill the John Connor equivalent? But we don't know who that is. But yet. we don't know that. Well, we do know it's, but th- it's Danny. No, we yeah, don't yeah. know if if those Terminators are from different timelines. Well, what I'm saying is, well, yeah, what I'm saying is that like because time is fluid yeah. and time is always changing, so that mm-hmm. at every interval where that happened, they were coming to kill a different savior. Yeah, yeah. And uh, how many of them were still being sent by Skynet? When did it change to Legion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like all of it is is fluid. All of them are coming mm-hmm. from an alternate timeline because the future was changing and progressing, and Sarah was altering it as she was doing these actions. Oh, because yes. she was always stopping it from happening. Yes, yes, she yes. She was essentially mm-hmm. a Kyle Reese on call, pretty much in the present timeline, always going. I'd watch that show, Reese on call. That's interesting. I didn't get that through this. I, I I understood it as it was just as simple as these other Terminators were coming from the Legion future because that's the future that solidified after Skynet was. No, destroyed. I don't think so. No. I don't. Don't think that the the Legion one solidified yet. Danny would have been attacked way earlier then, right? Yeah, or or well, her I family. Think, I think she was. I think they were going. It could be possible that all those Terminators were going after her, but Sarah Connor was always here's, there to stop them. Here's my thing. I think that she was always going to different locations. I think it was always a different person. Mm-hmm. That the that the timeline was resetting and changing. Yeah. And so it was like it's going to be this savior, blah blah blah. But it was not always the same Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. So so somewhere there was a transition away from Skynet towards Legion. Eventually, I do think it became Legion. I even think that one of the missions might have been to kill uh, Danny's parents. Yeah. At some point. So and just Sarah didn't know. I'm I'm leaning more towards yours. Like I don't really know, but I'm leaning more towards that because if if all those Terminators were going after Danny, then Sarah Connor would know who she was, right? Yeah. 
Un- uh, not in the, not if years. they were in the, in the vicinity. Not if she didn't know who they were going after. But the thing is that Danny's been in Mexico City, we could assume, for a lo- for her entire her life. life. And the thing is that this was happening even before Danny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she has not been in Mexico City this whole time. Yeah. So she's been doing other things. Yeah, um, I, I think, I think kill- it got her closer to Mexico City as it became Danny is the savior. Legion is the, also, the thing. Like, but I do not think that was the case throughout the entire timeline of Sarah's uh, life. I know like, John Connor is like the savior and like, Danny's like the new savior. But in terms of like being a commander, like there could be multiple commanders that are really, really important. That's why that I, was Terminator three. Yeah, plot. yeah, yes. exactly. So it could be like all those Terminators are wiping these people out, and then they finally realize it's Danny that we need to get. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I don't. Uh, that's so, 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 so I think I think other things that could happen is like Time the lines. Terminators were trying to stop someone who was like a John Connor or Danny figure. Yeah, and then they failed. Sarah killed that Terminator. However, in the future they succeed. That person is now dead. However, a new person steps up. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a changes the timeline again. Yeah. yeah, it's possible. No, I mean like it's they don't a, it's answer just a, it. So. No, no, no. They, I, I'm, I'm not expecting answers. Nor do I really want them. It's just an interesting concept of like the amount of times that that they've been doing this and and been thwarted in this a sense film, by yeah. Sarah. This film does not open as many questions as Genesis did for a future po- for future franchise possibilities. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of appreciate that. If this is the last one, then it's not a bad one to go out on. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's not a bad way to to end it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think that uh, Carl's whole concept of growing a conscience and the way that they handle him uh, really does make it feel like not only does it uh, make it feel like John's death at the beginning of the film is, has created a sense of character development and growth and purpose yeah. because it's not only created him but he's got this weird messed up idea of like if I'm sending you after Terminators I'm giving you a purpose yeah mm-hmm. uh, which is so strange of a motivation but like coming from a machine you kind of get it but it's so weird uh as like a this is me making it better and it's like "Mm." Uh, well because he's a machine he's not a person no right and i'm saying it's it's great but But i I like the way that he has evolved because in two they Uh introduced the idea that he's constantly learning yeah okay well how far can he learn apparently to be to pass as human yeah Yeah. right to be uh, to be a father figure to be uh to be a husband, apparently, to, to, to grow the equivalent of a conscience. When, yeah. when, he's like, when he's like, someone hired me to do to do these to, to, to do children with me. If you pick the wrong drapes, it does. It you need butterflies and polka yeah, yeah. dots to, to love, but not the way a human can. That, yeah, yeah, well, that, quote, his, that line's good too. Well, also, his whole conversation about the drapes is hilarious, and even yeah. his his frankness when he's like, "Oh yeah, I killed John, but I'm I'm not the same <laughs> thing like, it was." Also. I have an excellent sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. I'm really funny. Uh, and that, that got our crowd laughing. Or even um, when he got shot three times, he's like, this is going to be hard to explain to Alicia. That's <laughs> so good. His deadpan humor. Uh, Schwarzenegger yeah. is very good in this role. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. been in every single Terminator film. Yeah. Whether period. he w- wanted, to, whether he was paid or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Salvation. Yeah. Salvation, um, yeah. So, well, to be fair, in three, he got paid a lot more than he should have. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. we talked about that. Yeah. yeah. He got like a small country's worth. Yeah. So, so he's been in all these movies. Uh, but I think this is where he's been his best. I think he kind of yeah. tries something new in Genesis, but in this one, he really brings only slightly more to the character than he did in two to give it a sense of, yeah, it's it's kind of where that would have gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this isn't the same I, thing. You guys know how much I love like uh, 
like robots with souls and like Westworld and all that shit and like AI becoming sentient and all that stuff. That's like, this is, that's my jam. So I really connected with the Carl stuff, not because I'm a robot who's sentient or anything. I just think it's super fascinating the way that it's not just like, oh, he feels like a person and now he has emotions like a person. It's not like that. He has emotions like a machine would have emotions. And like he does care for this family, but it's nothing physical. He can mimic their emotions. Like in a situation, if it calls to smile, he'll smile. Yeah. If it, uh, if it, and Sarah has been a wall from everyone yeah. uh, for so long, obviously, since John died. And seeing Carl breaks her out yeah, yeah. Um, leads to that excellent sequence that we Such talked about where sequence. she said she's never taken a picture of John because she always assumed that they wouldn't know what he looked like, then they couldn't get him. Yeah. And now she's beginning to forget his face. I love that, that was that a sequence. good scene. I think that's like the best scene that she had in the movie. Like yeah. that, that, that almost made me cry a little bit. Yeah. Good. Uh, I think I think that was really really good. I think a lot of her interaction with Carl, there, there's something that's so nice and that you realize has been missing from Terminator this whole time between having Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger interact with each other again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, the selling point was that Linda Hamilton was back. We've seen yeah. we've seen Arnold in this role plenty of times post Terminator Two, but this is the first time where it felt like, oh yeah, yeah, he's really back. And um. This is really hit. I really, really like how how they didn't they didn't overdo like the references, or if they did, they changed they changed all of them except for the I'll be back one. God bless the fact that they changed the um, come, come with me, me if you want to live yeah. to yeah come with me or you're going to die in the next thirty seconds yeah yeah it feels like it, we were overdue a variation yeah because yeah. what well, that's I actually, won't be back the, that's the, some, that that was good the, yeah. the problem is that like I can name at least six other things off the top of my head that reference come with me if you want to live that aren't Terminator. Yes. So like we're, yeah. we're well past. Let, yeah. L- that like, joke has been made. Yeah. But actually that's one of my pluses for this film is that how it takes the things, you know, from past Terminator films, though, like those references, but they don't shove it down your face, especially the final act. I was waiting, waiting for a uh, Schwarzenegger or a Linda Hamilton or even a uh, Danny delivered line of you you've been terminated or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That I is not so an iconic line. They would never have done that. Or uh, I or I didn't, didn't uh Sarah earlier in the film say I've been terminated. I've been terminated. Yeah. yeah. After after John At was the killed, end of the I've monologue. been terminated. Oh yeah. yeah. God, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or or even like when he's holding onto the glasses but he puts them back down. I'm so glad that they Yeah, that's a, that's good. I I I I'm it's glad restraint. That, yeah. yeah. And I'll, I didn't I didn't need the music. In that moment, that's the one yeah. part yeah. where I didn't need the dun 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 part. Yeah. Um, I could have used just the soft contemplation of him looking in the mirror, almost putting on the sunglasses, and then deciding to put them down because he wants to look more human than he he yeah. would otherwise. Uh-huh. Uh, I I would have preferred that a more quiet moment rather than the like, oh, is he gonna be badass? And I'm like, you're you're kind of the music is fighting what the moment actually yeah. is. Yeah. It's like it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, in, in a Terminator movie. Of course he's got to be badass. That is the one time when I didn't like the music in this film. Otherwise, yeah. I thought the music was excellent. Oh, no, not music- just not just like the use of the theme, but like they created a, a new version of the leitmotif of uh, just the um, longer theme. Uh, yeah. The dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. But it sounds more of uh, Danny's heritage. It's a Spanish At the beginning guitar. of the film, yeah. It's it's very soft and smooth, and they play it a couple of times. It's also, really nice. I really like that Like the first like th- third of the movie is all in like Mexico City. Me too, because it's like really cool. We're not just in like a reg- like a suburban concrete and jungle, they, and they uh, bring it all back to like the political sense of of machines replacing human beings and, yeah. and oh, yeah. how that happens at Diego's job. Yeah. Oh, and the borders I, I and knew, prisoners. I knew when Diego. Oh, he was. I knew he was dead immediately. I knew oh, yeah. he was dead immediately, and I was like, he's not in any of the trailers. Exactly. Again, that's yeah, like he was. He was in when they're driving in the in the car. You can see him for a, for a moment. 
Okay. When they were racing away. Yeah, well, he, was he was there. I knew I, I wondered who that dude was. But they were dead. I assumed he, he was, was Danny's dead. boyfriend, to be honest, yeah. when we were watching the trailers. I think, yeah. But he was, was only there for a moment. But yeah. that was a good twist that it was his uh, her brother. No, I really like that. Yeah. I don't know also, if I, call I like it a twist, but. Well, yeah, not a twist, but. A twist. Just being family. Um, okay, so is the reveal that she's a commander, is that supposed to be a reveal? I think you felt so. that way too. It feels like that, and it's like. It's it's like she's the she's I think the, she's the I, commander. Obviously, I don't. I can't say if it's supposed to be a reveal it feels for the like audience. The way that I, they that the, I feel written. like I feel like I don't. I like sound to, bad. I feel like it's on. for like dumb people. Hold on. I'd like to believe that it was a reveal intended, not uh, uh, not intended as a reveal for the audience. It just wound up playing that way. Okay. I think it's a reveal intended for Sarah. Okay. It's a personal revelation. I remember. Okay. I remember that. All, I I remember thinking that also. Like, uh, your way. I was like. I'm not sure. Like, I knew this. This was very obvious. Yeah. Yes. Uh, however, I did really like, uh, I, for some reason, like that Sarah was jealous. Yeah. Almost like, well, so wait, whatever. No, that's 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 why. Well, I think she comes I think to accept it later. The, yeah. the importance of it is the, the idea that, like, she thinks Danny is her because that's all she's ever been known to think about this. Yeah. That it's always them hunting what you're going to create. This is, she puts herself so much in Danny yeah. to her own prejudice, uh, that, that she's isolated her thinking so small to that idea because she's upset because they, when this all started, they came after her for who she would give birth to, not coming after her son directly. And she's yeah. so spiteful of that. She, it's very much a logic of like, I didn't even really get to matter in the fight. Yeah. yeah. Nobody talks about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, nobody talks about everything I've had to go through to kill these things year after year after year after well, year. She says and that I'm the person who's had to carry the burden, but it's always about the other person. She says that in the beginning when she's talking to, uh, to grace, when she's like, uh, uh, you ever hear a Skynet? It's like, no, well, Good. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's a spitefulness because of everything she's had to go through for it. And nobody yeah. knows and that nobody, she saved the world. Nobody even knows her name anymore. I can understand Because things have pissed. changed. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. And so like she's looking at her in this way and it's like this is what happens and she's she's just expecting it to be the same. Yeah. So for her it is a personal revelation revelation when she realizes you functionally are John. Mm-hmm. You get to make the change that I I don't get to make. Yeah. I don't get to be that role, but you do. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I do think there's jealousy, but I think there's also uh, a greater sense of attachment and ad- admiration when she makes that realization that like I'm not fighting for the mom of some future savior. I'm fighting for a future savior right now, just like I wanted to do for John. Yeah, and that makes Danny more important to her. Heck yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I like that's that 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 a lot. There's a small bit of world building uh, that we talked about in the Car Sparks where there's that military guy who gives them the EMP, and he knows what she's doing. And she's like, oh, this is my team. Like, these are private contractors. And he's cool with it. See, so there's an entire history with that character right. where she's like a Terminator assassin. Yeah. That's like so cool to me. I, I assume that he had an encounter with her in one of those years when yeah. she hunted down a Terminator and he saw it happen. Yeah, probably. Um, and that's why I'm saying, like, they've definitely targeted other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at different points in the timeline. What yeah. was the major's last name? Brighton. Okay, never mind. Okay. Bright? <gasps> no. What do the clues mean? <laughs> yeah, you were trying to think if he was connected to a previous character. I thought he was Miles Davis's son. No, no, okay, no. Um, they show up in Genesis. I, oh yeah, yeah, they do. Um, I think the breakout. I mean, all, again, I don't think there's a bad action scene in this movie. I think it's all great. I think there's. I think there is only one time when I thought the action see, the action wasn't as good as it should be, mm-hmm. and it's when they're under the ocean. 
Oh well, that, oh, that's it's that that stuff. That stuff just kind of bugs me on a fundamental level. And, but I think he plays with it well. It's where yes. it is still clear. And, yes, it is uh, almost like Pacific Rim fighting yeah, in the dark yeah. underwater. Yeah, it's like hard to see. I yeah. I really like when he's fighting uh, Arnold and the nanite goo pulls him back under yeah. the thing, yeah. but the exoskeleton stays free. Yeah, that was cool. Every time uh, they like merge together again, it's like it's a cool effect. No, yeah. I, oh man, I love it like Sludge when metal. the when the when the, when the when the like the liquid metal tears his arm off. That was yeah. cool. And it's just, and you see his uh, his original Terminator arm. I was like, man, that's so cool. I was really worried because they've been so good about the references. References, um, and it's not the same model of Terminator. It's not like because the T two Terminator died. But I was really scared at the end when when he's about to fall, he's gonna give a thumbs up. I was so scared. Oh, yeah. uh, I was so I was, scared. I was nervous about it too. And then instead, they have him lying there, and he says, "For John." And that's yeah. and I was like, "Oh, you did it! That's you did so it! Good. That's yeah. so I was, good." I was actually more scared for a Hasta La Vista baby. No, exactly. No, God, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that no. would not in the moment. But again, that's that Talk is the hand. that is a different Terminator who no uh, longer exists. So a, they shouldn't even be referenced at all, that stuff. On a similar level, her goddamn it, Carl, get up is so good. It is, yeah. 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 That, that last action scene where they're all just doing melee weapons is awesome. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like because you see the differences between Grace and, and Arnold mm-hmm. when, when he's like going after him with a, with a mallet and she's like with the finesse of the, of yeah. the, of the thing. Ghost so Rider, this, this, was a whole, uh, this was a whole thing when um, the trailers were coming out that I'm like, you, how, why does Sarah hate Arnold? Because we already got that impression from the trailer that revealed him. I wasn't him. sure who and he I was. was. Like, and I'm like, yeah. why does she already hate him? Because last she left off that we saw... He was a good guy. She was good with him. Yeah. She yeah. was impressed that he had learned how to love. That literally happened at the end of Terminator 2. Love. Now it makes sense because he's functionally the Terminator that shot John. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And it's and, and when she sees him, there is like the damage on his eye, next to his yep. eye, which yeah. she did yeah. when he killed John. And I'm like, cool. I'm glad that like right off the bat, not only do you know this is a Terminator, you know that's the yeah. Terminator. I like that uh-huh. he's just watching sports and Dude, yeah. he's in shorts, shorts. And he gives them beers and I'm just yeah, like, yeah. this is so weird and I love it. Does she know you weigh 400 pounds? And, and she sleep? says, I'm never going to effing call you Carl. Yeah. And I'm so glad that that yeah. came back around. Yeah. I, was, I was hoping that it would feel right and it did yeah it was yeah. so good all of linda hamilton's f-bombs are really well delivered everybody's uh-huh. f-bombs are well delivered yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody they use their r rating this well. is a solid rated r movie both yeah. both for action and everything um the whole sequence from when like the the stuff on the jet happens all the way down to the dam man that would make a great terminator ride yeah it would. oh, oh yeah so right. that would yeah, make a would. great terminator ride oh, man. yeah like oh my goodness i i forgot that this is actually the fourth terminator three because of a uh, t2 uh, oh, the the the, the ride in Disney, uh, Universal Studios. I've, oh, sure. I've, I saw was that many times. Terminator Three. That's a yeah. that was oh, a yeah, cool was. show. It was cool. cool show. Actually, it's still in Orlando. Oh, at Orlando, cool. Yeah, it's still reframing it's those bastards. Still around. Well, they have the room and the space to boot put stuff. We yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, I thought Grace was a really cool aspect of this film. I really like the cybernetic enhancements. What if Sam Worthington from Two from Salvation, Salvation. but better? Yeah. 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 For real. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they adapt all the ideas, which I which I think is kind of cool because it does keep this mentality of like Terminator more than any other fr- film franchise that does this. Like Halloween uh, has an idea where like all possible universe routes are true; yeah. they're just different. Yeah, um, like they all just happened in different timelines. So this is just a different other timeline. The showrunner for Terminator: Sarah Connor Chronicles has a story credit in this film. Nice. Um, he was part of those. He was part of the Terminator writing room that James Cameron put together. So I thought that was really cool. And I texted that to Sparks because you know we're big fans. Of big that fans show. of that show. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that like James Cameron saw that, like 
something in this guy, yeah. like his yeah. ideas yeah. that he felt were still like Terminator. There are some incredible episodes of that show. Oh, yeah. That are some of the best things that ever happened in Terminator, yeah. uh, functionally, on like a dramatic level. Um, the fact that Lynn, uh, Sarah Connor is constantly worried about getting cancer because she knows that's her destiny. Yes. Because of oh, Terminator yeah. 3. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, too. Anyways, Although not sorry. her destiny in this line. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Skipped, um, skipped cancer in this line. I think Skip almost worse is like uh, is the fact that she just has to stick around and keep killing Terminators, and she's not even certain why every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's I think that's awesome and and really intense. Yeah. Um, and now she like she and it's weird again because like now she has purpose, but because of her tits, I'm like that's some sad, tragic superhero bullshit. So man. I yeah. want to I want to quickly say uh, I thought there were too many flashbacks, um, and I think they go a little too long, and it kind of hurts the pacing for me for this film i would agree if grace didn't die at the end but because grace died i felt like it was appropriate because it fleshed out a full idea of her story hey yes uh and if they didn't do that like it'd be a shame but we have the full idea of her both in the future timeline Mm -hmm. here her past as a kid they save each other we get that whole idea thanks to those flashbacks uh, so I kind of sit there with it, yeah. Um, because Grace isn't coming back; she's not a Terminator. No, uh, she is dead, dead. So uh, I thought that was I now nah, they're gonna turn good. that eleven-year-old girl into a cyborg. Oh God! Oh Lord! <laughs> dun 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 dun. Um, uh, no, so I, I, I get it. I get it. I, I yeah. could even agree that like maybe some of them went on a little too long and everything, yeah. but uh, I, I think that they were vital. Yeah, but I do like the look of their of their post-apocalyptic future. I like the. Um, it's dirty because it's not the same future it doesn't need to worry about recreating Cameron's future from the first two Terminator films they can make their own Ooh. and the, the the tech is really is really interesting they have like little, and little b- flying bombs yeah they yeah, have, yeah. I, like the nines. Of, I like the look of the Terminators and I wonder where Legion got the idea for Terminators so do you want to know uh, part of what I think even more like why I think Legion is connected to all of them they very purposefully have no have a hollow head. Yeah. Oh, you're right. All the exoskeletons are hollowed out yeah. heads. Yeah. Like they don't need to think on their own. Yeah. They are all functionally. Oh, one that's a good part point. Of, a, of like a wider connection. Yeah. Yeah. It that's really interesting. When she sticks the thing in in there, doesn't Grace say like it like destroys like his neural? It destroys the neural net connection or something. Yeah. The neural net. So yeah, it's like cutting off the Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man, that's such a good idea. Unless they use it in the in the Star Trek way, which is just it's just his neural I'm, network, yeah. which is head head network. Yeah. I wonder what, uh, so Danny got, old Danny got hurt real bad Yeah. when Grace was fighting for her. Yeah, uh, but I guess she doesn't die. I guess she so. gets better, though, because yeah. she sends her back. So Yeah, yeah do, we get a, do we get a sense that, that the future that Grace comes from, they have beaten Legion? No, um, I, I think that they're doing better, but I don't think they've won. Yeah. Nobody says that outright. I know that's normally what it's said in Terminator is that we just beaten them and then they did this right at the end. Yeah. And so we have to undo what they're doing. Um, but I, I don't get the impression here. I don't think that they've won. Because they do say that like she, you're going to lead us to victory. And I yes. wonder if that means that, like you will lead us past where I remember or you will... I think it's, I think it's a belief that yeah. victory is still ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Like if you let someone know that they're going to save the world early, then Man, they can re- maybe do it early. I really like the idea that Legion is one. This is Helen Bonham Carter in uh, Salvation. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, like in, in a sense, it didn't work as functionally. Like I, I'm saying like literally every every piece of uh, Legion Terminator technology that they encounter, they're all just one mind. Yeah. And they all know what the other is seeing and thinking at all times. There's a queen bee Terminator to somewhere. It. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I like the... Uh, I like the uh, 
which has never really been the case. That's why they've been able to corrupt and change yeah. yep. Terminators in the past. But maybe that can't happen with Legion. Yeah, maybe. I I liked uh, man. And the, yeah, they're all hollow. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's like just hollow. I, I'm like that design. The the first time we saw it, and I because the first time we saw it in the trailers, this was cool. Because when we saw it in the trailers, we never really saw the top of their heads because they're always sitting in the truck, and I just assumed the whole head was there. Yeah. But once we were watching the movie, and I saw that it was just hollowed out there, I'm like, there's a reason for that. Yeah. Um, and initially I thought maybe it's because the like the w- what consciousness it has its brain travels with the Nyanite version. I'm like no, I think that the once they started calling it Legion and talked about neural net, I'm like I think the whole thing would be better if they're all just connected into one mind. Yeah, that'd be really cool. It's something we haven't seen before, so yeah. that'd be cool to explore. Hopefully they hopefully they get to explore some more things. Uh here's here's what I'll say. I think it is inevitable that we eventually have another Terminator thing. Eventually, yeah. Regardless of how soon it is, I would prefer that it followed this film than try to do something new again. I agree. I oh, think yeah. follow this mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Do something with it still, because like even if it's a long time from now, um, bring bring back the girl who played Danny. Hell yeah! You know, dude. bring She's her really back. Good. Bring her back the way we brought back Linda Hamilton for this one. Even if it's many years from now, continue with this idea. This is a good baseline for you to pick up again. Don't try to start over again. Don't try to start something new. Yeah. This is good. You did a good job. Yeah. Continue from here. Um, I was saying to Ryan that I think that this, it's a shame that this film isn't being received as well as I feel it deserves. Yes. Uh, I'm I looking think, up the box I right think now. that if you release this film exactly the same way it is, no changes to the movie, but there had never been a Terminator 3 or Salvation or Sarah Connor Chronicles, maybe Sarah Connor Chronicles, or Genesis, people would be going crazy over it. Yeah. This were the first Terminator movie since T2. People would be loving the crap out of it. But because mm-hmm. there have been others, they're not in appreciating how good this movie is just on its own. They're carrying the weight and baggage yeah. of the previous entries into it. I agree. Yeah. So and that um, sucks. This movie costs reportedly $200 million. Oh, God. Uh, it's made $29 million <clears throat> in the United States. It's uh, 120 worldwide. Uh, yeah, I got it here. It's 123 worldwide. Yeah. So it's not terrible, but more movies are going to be coming out. Doesn't seem like people are responding to it. it bums the Terminator me out. films never do well in the box office, though. But this is the most expensive one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. That's the yeah. Because and, Gen- it, and it's great. It looks really good. It does. Like yeah. again, besides like a couple CGI faces, like like the Rev Nine is, is now, stellar. Now a lot of its fate now falls with Disney. Oh, and James indeed, Cameron. Indeed. And if there's anybody who could you know see a good idea, even though something didn't turn out quite right, and be willing to put forth money for it, it's them. It, yeah. That's true. James Cameron might hold enough sway to be able to convince them of that. Yeah, I agree. And if he actually, I mean, he said it for like every movie, but if he actually like likes this movie and wants to continue it, like, why not? All you got is Avatar, baby. This the, is the, the only, only reason, the only reason I'd really rather a sequel sooner rather than later is because I'd like to see Linda Hamilton again. Same. Yeah. So uh, I'd like to see the end of her story in this reality. So we talked about a bit, a bit, but you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger dies, so that really means the way they kill him in this one and the way they no establish more. it's a new timeline. Uh, it is likely that the next Terminator film would be the first without Schwarzenegger. I, that's fine. I think yeah. that's good. I don't think we need another Schwarzenegger. Keep in a John Terminator Connor film. and Arnie out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've done enough with them before. Do they kill Sarah Connor in the next movie? And I think I don't think you'll ever Probably. have a better ending than this one. I don't think so either. For for that uh, for seeing Arnold yeah, talk about as actually a having like a satisfying ending. Uh, you're yeah. not you're not going to have a good enough reason to bring him back, and you're not going to have a good enough ending. Don't do it again. Just do new things now. Yes. You can still have Sarah. Con- You've established a great baseline for us to continue in a new direction. And you can do so much weird shit now. Yeah, like, not, not just with the Terminators and, and Legion, but like again, like the military stuff that she did, like her past, like yes, yes. going to the future again for some reason. Like, yeah, they can do a lot, man. 
Yeah, ben, you've barely said anything, and you said you liked this movie, so I need to hear I more did. from you. I did. The action scenes were, were good, but there are some parts during the story where I was just sitting there like kind of like, okay, okay. But, but why? Hurry up. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was just, I guess like the scene where they're trying to cross the border. I was like, okay, I know who we're going to. We're going to go to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I was about to say, I like that the border politics felt natural. Yeah, yeah too. Did. Yeah. Especially, and it, it doesn't like throw it in your face. Yeah, yeah it wasn't thrown in your face, but like that's that line where they're like, we're the prisoners. They're called detainees. It's like, mm. sure, whatever. Call them what you want. Um, they're prisoners. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the point. They, they're, yeah. they're trying to, in, you know, yeah. instill some politics all, there. Every time there was action going on, I was invested. Like at the beginning of the movie where uh, like when Sarah's talking to Grace, she's like, what are you? I'm not telling you jack shit. It's like, okay guess we'll just gonna keep this because obviously she's a terminator but it's one of those things that i want to know exactly what happens like she says so then you just yeah. watch the rest of the movie and i tell you yeah, and it does <laughs> and yeah it happens but there are parts of it where i well i kind of zoned out a little bit but the second when the action started coming out like when gabriel luna showed up again i was like okay i want to see what he's gonna do like he shows up as that uh border patrol officer and he she and he kills all the guys in that uh remote control um drone mm-hmm. cockpit yeah mm-hmm. like you sneaky son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He uses a drone to try and kill uh, Danny. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of inventive if you think about it because those drones don't have weapons on them. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm just going to use it to blow you up. I, I, It was in the trailer, but we see a little bit more of it when all the security guards are surrounding him and he's just spiking everywhere uh, and he's yeah. just rushing the, rushing the camera. Yeah. That's super spooky. That is pretty that's cool. That's so yeah. good. Tim yeah. Miller is an exceptional action director. He did Deadpool and then he did this. He has two movies, and I think both his movies have been pretty good, yeah, I think so. especially I still, in terms of action. I still like this movie. I still think this movie is fine. But I think when Spark said earlier, even though I haven't seen um, Genesis or um, Get Ready, you should like this movie Actually, even more than it was only Genesis I haven't seen because I've seen T3, I've seen Salvation, and obviously I've seen one and two, and I'm gonna rewatch those the next week, obviously. But then I'm watching this one, I was like, I've seen this before. I know what's going to happen. They're going to fight the Terminator. They're going to kill it. And they still will not stop Judgment Day. Did you know that the Avengers were going to beat Thanos at the end of Endgame? Yeah. So why does why does that make this not good? No, I, it's still good. It still sure. is. I like how they change. Like when they're t- like when Sarah's telling um, telling uh, Grace that, oh, yeah, she we have a, another Mary, uh, Mother Mary on her on our hands. I'm like, is she, though? Like when it's revealed uh-huh. that she's the new John Connor, it's like, oh, that's that's good. That's a, for me. That was a different. So was that it. a reveal for you then? For me, it was like I knew. She, I know. Obviously, Daniel was something. I didn't know if she was. I was like, there's. I don't know what it was for me. Okay. Were you sleepy in this movie? This is an actual. No, I was okay, not sleepy. Just, I was okay. awake. I was full on awake. I was paying attention. I was a little sleepy. Yeah. I was paying attention. But you saw it last night. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 you saw it again? Yeah. This yeah, is my good. second time. Do you like oh. it enough to see it again? Cool. The first time. The first time. Uh, because I was so tired, I was I, w- I really wanted to see it a second time because I was like I'm sure I missed something. Yeah, I'd right? I'd honestly go do it again. Yeah, um, I think we're just trying to understand like th- your your basic description of like why you other than action scenes kind of seem to find it just fine is because you knew the good guys would win. That's what. That's I'm at least the point that it sounded like you were making. It I, it could be. I honestly, this movie is not bad. That sure. is what I'm trying to tell you guys. No, this I know. Movie is I don't think you were. And I do like it as a Terminator movie. But it's it's a, it's a, like I said, like I said when I first when I first heard this movie was coming out, I am kind of done with Terminator. Okay. Like oh, you, you just have Terminator fatigue. Maybe I do. Maybe. I mean, see that that kind of thing I kind of understand. But I was thinking about it like each Terminator film has like almost a decade between each each one. Yeah, true. And you didn't even see the last one, right? Right. So I, where's the I didn't see I didn't see Gen- I, 
I don't know. I honestly <laughs> Salvation don't know. just really put a bad taste in your mouth. I mean, the thing it's, is, it's I not, like it's the fair. thing is, Brandon, I really like Salvation because it was something oh. that I... Hear me out, damn okay, it. All right. Hear me out. I liked Salvation because it was in the war. The war that everyone was trying to prevent, it was in the war. That was cool. That's what I liked about it's it. The only like, good thing about that one. Yeah, because yeah. it took place in the war. The events that transpired in it, it's like uh, half human, half machine hybrid. That's not true. Anton Yelkin was Kyle Reese. Yeah, Oh, you're shit, right. he was? Yes. Yeah. Damn, I forgot about that. I just... Oh, damn, pugs are going crazy. We're in the Saint, slaughterhouse Satan now. Satan has entered the building. <laughs> I hope everything's okay. Don't know if that picked up on the mics. Holy shit. I hope so. That was crazy. Yeah. We are now in the slaughterhouse. <laughs> the podcast got real. No, I, I understand, Ben. We're not. We're not attacking you. I know. I know. Okay. But that, like, for salvation, it was something new and different. For this one, I mean, still the events that transpired. I still liked what I watched. I still will probably. I still enjoy this movie. I just didn't. I will. I will give you the benefit of that. I will give you the like, credit. Like, I what we got is essentially Terminator: The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. What I, I like I, that movie. What, yeah. What I think uh, Ben is saying, and what I kind of would have also liked, is like Halloween 2018 mm-hmm. to Terminator 2's Halloween. Like, you know, it, it, Halloween 2018 is... Wait a minute. Isn't this that, though? Because it's 20 I, years I, later. I think, it, I think it's more... I think it's more... I think it's more true to a Terminator film than it is trying to do, trying to make its own. Oh yeah, path. yeah, yeah. I Whereas agree. I do think the Halloween re- uh, the Halloween reboot tries to actually go a different a different path and tries. Would to do you something say different. Genesis tried to do more crazy things than this movie? I think Genesis is the most ambitious Terminator film. Okay, yeah. I just don't think they handle it well. Yes. Okay. So that's my question. So I think Ben, you should see Genesis because that might be I'm the going one. To. Oh. I, I'm going to. I have to. Oh yeah. I, we're going to do the retrospective. That's I'm going to be watching all the Terminator films this upcoming week. I'm just going to be. I'm just going to be really bummed out if like Salvation and Genesis are your two favorite Terminator movies. <laughs> no, I can tell you right now. T for the longest time when I was younger, when people when someone would come up and ask me, "Hey Ben, what's your favorite movie?" It would be T Two Judgment Day. It's a good movie. Good. Good job. T Two yeah. Judgment Day no. is that movie has the suspense. It's got the horror elements. It's got the action scenes. It's got to me T Two is obviously the highest the bar is set in the Terminator franchise. I don't T- think anybody would debate that, right? Yeah. No. I mean, then I saw T3, and when I was a kid, I was like, I thought T3 was fine. You don't need but to give us a history of you watching the Terminator. We're going to do this next week. <laughs> <laughs> but Sparks, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say that I, I, I was just curious because uh, I, I think Ben's explained it, but like that's kind of a sense of I've been here before. Is that Am I judging that right? Like as far as plot of the story? Kind of. Okay. Um, I mean, I get it. Uh, it, I feel like it was kind of needed. It is kind of a Force Awakens situation. Yeah. Um, I think even more transparent, but I mean, we're talking about Terminator where the plot of almost all the movies with maybe the exception of Salvation has been something comes back in time, someone else comes back in time to stop bad thing from killing person it's in the past. The, yeah. It's kind the of core the core of Terminator. It's kind of the core of Terminator with yeah. the exception mm-hmm. of Salvation being the only one where that's but even not Salvation, the plot. Salvation has that minus the back in time part. Yeah, no, I yeah. know, but I mean, like, it, it, it is slightly yeah. farther away from that that through line. But that's been like yeah. every Terminator okay, but film what, through okay, line. What if Terminator? But we take out time travel. But I think, but I think this did it better than the sequels post two did it. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. so I so far I love Dark Fate a lot more than I love T three. It's the mm-hmm. best Terminator sequel. That's true. So far, I mean, yeah, after T yeah. two, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, after T2. I was going to say, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah. uh, T2, that is this the This movie is better than T2. I'm just, oh, again, okay. like I said at the beginning, like I was just like, uh, I was worried we were going to get like a third 
bad trilogy starting movie. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I just don't know if I can handle it. Because those first two Terminator movies are, are classics. They are truly amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this franchise deserves more than that. Yeah, I do kind of wish that we never made the sequels. Yeah, but if they yeah. were even to... Even Dark Fate. Like, let, let it lie at two. Yeah, it yeah. would be... Yeah, maybe content. Yeah, yes. But to move forward from this, if we do, I would like to see that. I don't want to see. We don't need Cyberdyne. We don't need Skynet. F those guys. But we don't have them. Yeah, we don't they have don't. them anymore. Doesn't exist. That anymore. was one of the things that kind of like perked me up a little bit when she said, "I don't know what Skynet is. Yeah, I don't me, know me what Cyberdyne is." And I'm like, "Oh, John so, Connor dying is like Luke throwing the lightsaber in the Last Jedi." Yes. Yeah. But but like when John Sarah Connor, Connor's not laughing like about when, it. That's why it's pissed off some people. Like when John <laughs> Connor straight up dies in the first one, I'm like. So where are we go? What's gonna go? How, what's gonna go on from here? Obviously, Ryan, when you said just watch the rest of the movie, you find out. Yeah, obviously, I'm gonna watch the rest of the movie. No, you can skip it. You're <laughs> just like, nah, I'm cool. I'm gonna walk out. Get my four dollars back. It's like yeah. James Cameron at the beginning of Terminator Genesis. I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I got, I got my five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, anyway. So yeah, this movie is still good. I still enjoy it. I just didn't enjoy it as the as the three of you. That's cool though. I'm just glad you got something out of it. I did like it. Shall we do final thoughts, or do we have anything else you guys want to add? Um, I. I am glad. I really like this movie a lot. Um, it has a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I only find nice. that, that it is nice. That's why I'm fine with the score, because it's nice. Nice. Um, I do think it's better than that, and I do think people Terminator like 3 has a similar score, I think. Yes. Uh, I think it deserves more than a yes, um, as, as much As nice as that score is, it deserves a higher score uh, than 69. Sparks, you said earlier, either on here or to me, that like uh, the baggage... Oh, you said on here, yeah. The baggage of the, of the franchise is, is carrying with people, and I do think that is hurting some opinions. Because like... If you you can just if you watch this movie without knowing anything about Terminator, you might be a little confused. But like, it's I think it's like a it's like a breath of fresh air. Try, oh, try to Dark Fate now has a seventy percent. Try yes, oh. it's try, us. We did it. Try to imagine uh, the, in this world of revivals where things come back like Halloween did, or that's a bad example. But try to imagine a world where no Terminator film had ever come out after Terminator 2. Yeah. yeah. People would be flocking to the theaters for this so hard. Oh my hard. God, it's yeah. Sarah Connor. It would be a summer release film 100%. Yeah, I, I We'd be close agree. to a billion dollars by now. And I would, it could be the same movie that it is right now. 100%. And mm-hmm. people would have been crazy about and it. And I completely agree with that. But like you said, they've had two other Terminator films that weren't... Three. Three other Terminator films, thank you, that weren't received well at all. I mean, so. I just got Rotten Tomatoes on, so I might as well use it. Okay, so Terminator has 100%. Of course. Uh, Terminator 2 has 93%. Disagree. Uh, Terminator 3 has a 69%. Nice. nice. Sarah Connor Chronicles has a 77%. Terminator Sal- different and weird, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terminator Salvation is a 33%. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. Terminator Genesis has 27%. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate has a 70%. It was 69 like two hours ago and that's 70, so it's yeah. a good job. All right. Yeah. It's got uh, the pass. It's certified fresh. Terminator Gen- Salvation at 33%. That shocked me. I can't wait to watch that again because my memory think, is so bad. I do think critics are more harsh now than they used to be. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not only that, but there's more of them. Oh, yeah. Like we've got this anybody could be and, <laughs> Like anybody can be a critic. Yeah. If we wanted to be, we could be a critic. Probably. On Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But I think because there's more of them and a lot of them are just angry nerds clapping at keyboards, yeah. uh, it does negatively impact what would uh, what should be an objective score yeah i've seen a lot of uh like the people i follow on twitter just like really like this movie it's like yeah, yeah this is a badass action movie i'm like good that's what i wanted yeah. cool there used to be 30 reviewers now there's 300 yes absolutely so yeah. roger ebert's gone so yeah roger uh, ebert was the one that opened the old floods <laughs> well he just he was, he was my favorite and he had a lot of really b- uh, bad opinions yeah. that i really respect <laughs> he's yeah. a funny guy hey guys don't listen to we got, we've got this covered anyway <gasps> oh no they're terrible people. Yeah. Um, final thoughts? 
Um, yeah, I, I feel like I've said everything I wanted to say. Uh, yeah. I thought it was ex- pretty well done. Like, the more that we've talked about it, the more I really enjoy it. Um, and I enjoy the possibilities of what it opens up. But I think that they did a really good job giving Linda Hamilton enough to play with uh, for her character, letting these new characters not only, like, feel impactful, but really resonate as their own. Yeah. Um, taking things into a new direction if you do isolate this to just a sequel to t2 and you think of it in that world it, it really does feel like this progression that that hits you hard especially what sarah's gone through um when you think about it and the action's incredible like all of the action is really good in this movie yeah so um no shaky i don't think cam. i don't think you rated it not yet okay i'm gonna rate it yeah okay rate it uh i'm gonna give it a solid 8.5 wow uh yeah. ryan what was your rate i was gonna it? give it an eight yeah yeah quite enjoyable all right, Ben, what would you rate it? 7.5. Do you have anything more you want to add to your thoughts? It's still a good movie. I still thoroughly enjoy it, and I probably would get this movie. If once, if I decide to put money down for this movie, I'll put it with the rest. Of, I won't get the other two. Or the other. I I'll have just, them all. I'll, I'll just like, I'll, It'll just be like T1, T2, Dark Fate. Beautiful. Nothing else. I think I might actually go... I, you know what? Before we talked about it, I would have gone to 7.5. I think that's where I was sitting. Uh... I think I like this enough for an eight. Yeah, I was right around there. I was like, seven, that seems too low for how much I yeah. like it, but nine's like too high. Like, yeah. yeah I think good. I'll go with an eight. Yeah, um, I, I, nothing's I wrong with that score. Let's no. all just be happy that we walked out of a Terminator movie feeling that way because it's yeah. been a while. I've yeah. never. Where everybody could feel that. We're way. all old enough to, like, obviously, T2 came out when, when we were all babies or, or, or whatever. So, like, this is the first Terminator movie we've seen in theaters that's good. Yeah. Like, besides, you know, Genesis, like, but, but yeah. like, actually, like, people like this movie. I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, it's nice. It's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. Right. Shall we get into our book club? Oh, yes. Ooh. yes. Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd uh, Comic Shop. Yeah, hi. Um, Do you have any books? Uh, can you be a little more specific? Um, Anything readable? All right, then time now for our book club. Ryan, take it away. Hey, guys. So we did a skip week in October, so that means that I couldn't do a spooky book club in October, but I, I don't give a shit. I'm doing it right now. Happy November, baby. I chose... I wanted to do Mar- Marvel's What If Wolverine became the Lord of the Vampires. I was going to ask because I listened to the podcast yeah. episode. You described that. I'm One, like, That's it's not, not available on Marvel Unlimited. Two, it's not available on pirate websites either. I couldn't find it. Weird. I couldn't find this issue and I tried, guys. I was going to the pirates. I couldn't yeah. find it. Uh, at least the, I found one copy but it was a bad copy and I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to do that. So I just picked four books that we could that we can actually read. Sure. So um, let's start with, uh, I picked four just number one issues, just, you know, nice and easy Halloween spooky stuff. Let's start with um, probably the, not like the, I think these are all fine, fine to good. Let's start with uh, Frankencastle. Wait, Fra- was that number one? Because I got number 21. Well, uh, sorry. You said this, this I, 21. I, meant, I mean, sorry. I mean, what, this one issue of each book. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. Okay. Yes. Most of them are number ones except for Frankencastle. Yeah. I yes. was like, I got scared because I was just going by the Instagram thing. I was like, this is the right one I'm supposed no. to be right? No. Uh, I just want to really quick uh, read the synopsis for this book because it's ridiculous. Under orders from Norman Osborn, Dawkins, who is Wolverine's son, did what hundreds have tried to and failed to do, kill Frank Castle the Punisher. So the Punisher was killed, right? Uh, and his bodies were dumped into a sewer. So Frank's homeboys with these guys called the Legion of Monsters. And the Legion of Monsters are all the universal monsters but in Marvel form, right? So this is 
canon canon this is canon this, yeah. yeah this rick romander wrote this issue no i'm just i'm yeah. just oh, confirming oh yeah it's hella real and uh so you got the living mummy you got manphibian you got werewolf by night uh you got frankenstein you got elsa bloodstone uh you have morbius you have morbius the living vampire um and this is just i thought this was a this is the finale issue to this entire uh frankencastle run so this is kind of like a one-shot uh ending um frankencastle he was killed he got brought back to life and he became very angry and very punishing in a way that he wasn't before because he has uh, a part of the Bloodstone who is part of Elsa Bloodstone. She's in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. If you guys don't know who she is, she's a cool monster hunter like Van Helsing. Debuted in Next Wave? Ooh, she's in Next Wave. She might, I don't know if she appeared. Yeah, you might be right. That's a good book. Good, good I don't call. know for sure. Don't good call. Me. Good call. Um, but like all the Legion of Monsters have to go and like stop Frankencastle from just being a, a, a murderous monster man. Uh, and it's really cool because you get to see like the mummy and Frankenstein and Draculas and, and Wolfmans. Uh, they, Morbius is their Dracula. Yes. Mor- even though Dracula does exist in this world. Morbius is here. But um, the Legion, uh, they brought Fa- Frank back together and now they have to go stop him. They have to stop the monster that they created. And I think that's a super fun uh, super fun little 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 story. She debuted in a book called Bloodstone Number One. Never mind. Yes, uh, the art's incredible. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot how good this uh, uh this this guy's art is. Incredible yeah. and very harkening back to like old Universal monster styles. Yes. Uh, for like pulp art and everything that was happening at that time. Um, there's a monster island in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Wow. Yeah. This this book's pretty. This book's fun. Um. So Frank Cancel, he's like, but I don't die. I can't. Too much to do now. Only I can do the work. I and do like I do like how he how he got so at the end of the book, he's back to normal being being normal punisher. Yeah. I do like it's just I got better. Yeah. Because who, who really cares? Yeah, the, the, the hard the hard art shift. Yeah. The good old Hamonte Pythana. I got better. Yeah. Um Elsa, uh, Elsa Bloodstone fights him, and she's like, I fought Frankenstein, and you, sir, are no, no Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Uh, that's a great line. Um, there's uh, Werewolf by Night. He says, what the hell was Lord Fancy Bottom's pea-eating daughter doing? Did she go up there and make him angry? You know he's coming for us, right? We brought her here. Elsa deceived us. She's clearly willing to kill Frank to get the stone. Really? The monster hunter didn't tell us, the Legion of Monsters, the truth? Uh, there's a lot of really good, cute lines that, yeah. um, and it's just a weird story having these these Legion of Monsters who are mostly actually heroes, um, but they're the monsters having to stop a monster they created. Uh, and I've never read this issue uh, or any of this Frankie Castle run, but I found it was like a one shot thing. I was like, all right, this is this is uh, let's check it out. Uh, it ends on a great thing where Frank goes and uh, to go kill like uh, regular bad guys, and two of them walk in, uh, and he's like. Listen, you're going to reach for your guns. Don't do that. Do it, and I kill both of you. Uh, or one of you can tell me something, and only one of you will die. And then he, then the one guy... One, one of you gets to leave. One of you gets to leave, uh, and then uh, it turns out that's not true. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he, he leaves. He left, leaves out of a window. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, With a Punisher stick. He didn't said, lie. I'm back. So I do have to disagree. I wasn't crazy about the art. Okay. Uh, and that kind of that kind of hurt me with, with enjoying this issue. Mm-hmm. It's not... There are... The, there are two I really like in this bunch, and there's two that I really just kind of like am eh about. And this is unfortunately the like I'm just kind of like it was okay. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no, I have no. Obviously, I love Rick Remender, but I have no connection to this run. I just picked it because it's a spooky book. Yeah. Um, but it, it it had the Legion of Monsters, and I know you guys haven't read much Legion of Monsters. No. Nope. So I, I wanted, I just wanted to give you a little bit of that. Actually, I was when I was reading this, I was like, what the. F- is going it's on. a comic book, Ben. What do you expect? I know it's Ben at this <laughs> point. I, I recommended Saga to someone as like their first comic book. I'm like, look, if you can get to Saga, it's got everything that the com- that comics can do. Yeah. If you if you can read that, you can read anything. Yeah. Ben, you read Saga. Yeah. There should be no surprises at this point. Yeah. Right. 
Like this, this of, of all the books, this is the least surprising book I think. Yeah, that happened, well, pro- pro- I was probably more concerned. Uh, you know, what? no, I'm not gonna go that way. No, nah. Okay. Uh, what was the next one? The next one. Let's do. Um, I liked it. Just saying. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. you. Uh, let's do Marvel Zombie Halloween. I like this a lot. I like I, this one. I have never read this, and it's written by my boy Fred Vedlanti. That's why I wanted to pick it up because he wrote the Taskmaster miniseries that yeah. I that I really like that I did for a book club. Uh, this is a great story about uh, the apocalypse and just like zombies in, in the Marvel Zombie universe. But uh, you're following this girl and her little son, and she's telling him about Halloween, and he wants to go trick or treating, but it's not a good time to go trick or treating. And he, he finds, finds a, a, he finds a cat. He finds a, he finds a, <laughs> a little black cat. I just got a black cat, so I really like this issue. Uh, but he fa- also <laughs> finds a Wolverine costume, uh, and this is the first idea of like we don't know who this main character is mm-hmm. it's not revealed until later but she's like oh who was this guy bombing and he's like oh he was he's just like you uh small and fierce and i'm like thank you wolverine's a shorty never forget it <laughs> uh, and i just thought that's a really cute moment and uh the black cat gets out uh and the little guy goes after him and he runs into mephisto who's just living next door who's, Hold up. we, <laughs> actually, we find right. out it's mephisto yeah. Yeah. so i pulled a ryan and i actually took screenshots thank you because there are two panels first one was like pleased to meet you hope you guess my name was puzzling you is the nature of my game. And later on, he go he, the whole thing is remember this day, Peter. Oh, can I spoil it? Yeah, but yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. He goes remember this ba- day, Peter Rasputin pride, or should I say Piotr after your blessed metal colossus of a father? And would I next come to you and make you an offer to our mutual benefit? You will have sympathy for what I did for you and your mother this night. Sympathy for the devil. Rolling Stones. Hell yeah, I baby. love that shit. But yeah, we find out earlier that it's that it's Kitty Pride because it's not even a name thing. It's that she phases through a, a locker at, a, at like an abandoned school. Mm-hmm. And it makes I'm, sense that she would that she be that she would be able to survive this. Yes. Um. And it's awesome because it incorporates the thing from Chris, Chris Claremont, who is the daddy of the X Men. Um. That the X Men have limitations, and not a lot of people use them. Kitty Pride can only phase through stuff while she's holding her breath. That's a thing that they do not do anymore. She can just do whatever she wants, and that's fine. You know. Evolution of comics. I like this old take where she has to hold her breath for three seconds to get through and tell you, like, with the kid as well. Uh, the Mephisto angle is really cool because they're the only, like, only couple people left on Earth, so he has to target them. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Uh-huh. Um, the Marvel Zombies universe is always so interesting. I Because they keep their personalities. Yeah. I didn't know that there were regular zombies in that universe, though. That people were just zombies in the universe. Yeah. Um, that was a surprise. Yes. yes. Uh, and, and there's really great choices, like really, obs- not obscure, but like um, Carolina from from Runaways is, yeah. is one of the girls. Uh, and, uh, uh, squirrel Dark Hawk, Girl. Darkhawk uh-huh. Squirrel Girl. And it's like a lot of these like C-list characters. I'm is like, it, is, cool. Is the, is the kid, um, the kid uh, zombie, is that a... Uh, oh, it's a power pack. It's a... Um, Alex Alex Power, I think his name. He's one. He's that one. He's like the little fan. Not he's not Franklin Richards, but he's part of the Power Pack yeah. group. Um, it might be Franklin. I, I thought it was Franklin. I thought it, it was Franklin. It might too. be Franklin. He was doing crazy powers. It I, might be. Did, they didn't. They didn't say a name. I I didn't know. I zombie really, squirrels. I yeah. yeah. I saw zombie yeah. squirrels. I'm like, oh no. Oh uh, yeah. Then the reference of uh, yeah Peter Pride. I'm like, oh Colossus. They had a baby. Like, I <laughs> love like. Well, the things I love about this issue a lot is the reveal at the end that it was it's Kitty Pride and her son. Yeah, and and they the survive. ending, the the thing with when when she's like, I, I couldn't find any candy, but I found you a gift, and it's the little kitty. It's a kitty and a pumpkin. pumpkin. Oh, yeah, so yeah. cute. This was a uh, really nice one shot, and I'm glad I read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad I you guys liked it. it. I like this is this was my favorite of the bunch. Yeah, um, let's move now. It helps that it's like a single story in yeah. that moment. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that's what I that's what I kind of tried to do, uh, except for Franklin Castle. Because what are you gonna do? Uh, next, let's do uh, let's uh, let's do the lesser one now. Let's do Contagion. No, I will say I didn't hate this issue. I expected to hate this issue because I f- I just felt like. Like, why are they doing this book? But um, I like I like Iron Fist a lot, so it, I might I might pick this up and trade. This was another one that I was like, this is fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. Um, I, I still I 
liked it for the Fantastic Four stuff. Yes, that's, like that's the, how the Fantastic I did like, Four. Yeah, I did like how the thing was like, no, I just got them back. Yeah, so uh, like when Fantastic Ben Grimm is like when he's trying to get cat litter, and then this kid starts bugging him. He's like, no, I'm not gonna fall for your pranks again. And then yeah. he he sees Sue sto- uh, Sue Reed and Johnny get infected mm-hmm. one by one. I'm like, ooh, that's that's kind of heavy. Uh, that's like really heavy. Hey, so this is Ben Grimm at the grocery store. Who would have thought there's been so many types of cat litter? Scented, unscented clay, silica, pine, walnut, cheese. It's enough to make your head spin. As somebody who recently adopted a cat and went to the store to buy cat litter, I agree. Too many, too many choices, my guys. But I get it. Um, yeah, I really like the Fantastic Four. I just make the woman do all that. Oh, Brandon, oh. no. No. Speaking of this women. dark fate. Su- oh, this is the darkest fate. Oh, real quick. They said the words fate too many times in that movie. And yeah. that's just that's just a me thing. I hate when they when they do that. Yeah, they say it quite a bit too. Anyway, um, so yeah, the the Fantastic Four go down there, and uh, it is really that's the best part of the book for me. Uh, is was that, when is kept, that attack? Yeah, uh, so when they kept getting infected over and over again, and yeah. then the Mole Man's uh, Moltoids show up mm-hmm. and they're all infected and Mole Man's infected and then everyone gets infected. Yeah, it's basically like an, a, a gross infection zombie story um, that the thing, he, he seems like to be Reed okay. is trying to save the guy and then it goes from bad to worse. It goes from bad to worse mm-hmm. and then the, the patient... From bad ze- to worse is Simon, Simon Baz's uh, autobiography. <laughs> that's his next trade. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's all good. No, but I love how the patient zero absorbs the powers of the other fantastic that's Four. a cool that's one reason i like, do want to pick the rest gets, of the book up once he gets uh, Fant- uh mr fantastic's uh stretch mm-hmm. he's like oh you're all done f now yeah this is yeah i really like that um, like a zombie super scroll yes yeah. oh yeah um the, the origin of this i do like the origin of of the infection is under kunlun which is you know in in somewhere in china I think? heaven 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 sure chinese heaven um but that's where iron fist and, and the thunderer live and all that stuff um but it's like it's like it's like Paradise Island. It's its own little thing. Uh, so the fact that there's this like ancient primordial like gooey evil that like oopsies we opened the box <laughs> and I'm like I think that's a fun a fun story and like uh, I heard that the later issues get better and better because there's a lot of people I follow on Twitter that actually were surprised how much they like this book. Uh, so that's why I wanted to check out the issue one to see if it's worth picking up uh, and I think it's Marvel Unlimited worth. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, all four issues of uh, Chrononauts came out. I was at the store and yeah. I was I. <sighs> I couldn't buy any of them because if I buy one, I have to buy all four because yeah. what if they sell out? Yeah. And I'm like, this is a dumb idea. It's a dumb uh, idea. Just, just sell a trade. Sell a trade. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. let's talk about Deceased. I think this book rules. I, I like this I'm going to buy this Deceased. book. Yeah, uh, this is cool. the superior. Yeah. And so, it's Tom Taylor, so he knows I, ultimate I stuff. love the twist. The, the way they make it's it, it's a zombie it's a viral zombie outbreak but it's a zombie viral outbreak with a twist of social media and digital and in dark side yeah, yeah. trying uh-huh. to life equation yeah he he screwed up yeah, he, he screwed up he screws I, I up the, ripping his he's they're all they all like rip their faces open yeah. to just try try to like get, I get love out of them. how dark side tweaks the anti life equation and that makes him go mad mm-hmm. yeah I love that and the arts really and good. because oh, yeah, yeah and because it's Cyclops like it, 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 as soon as Cyborg. he gets back to earth what is it Cyborgs you said Cyclops. Oh, sorry. Cyborg. Oh, too much X Men. Uh, so once Cyborg gets Cybops. T- yeah, Cyclops. So what's? No, I did it again. Damn it. So once Cyborg <laughs> Victor Stone arrives back to Earth, uh, he immediately starts infecting people, and he's like, "Oh no!" And he tries to like cut it off. Yeah, and, uh, and it's just man, things go bad real quick. Uh huh. Yeah, the art, the art's real cool. I like that Dark Side destroys Apocalypse. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I love how Desant goes. Dark Side is, and then the caption says, "Dark Side Dark was." Side yeah. was. Uh, there's a line where uh, Batman's like, "Oh, I have all these, or, or I have all like the the Tower of Babel stuff. Like I have all these." Uh, uh, 
end of the world scenarios and stuff like that. And I have a tracker on Vic. He's like, did you know that? And yeah, like, I got it. Yeah, uh, nope. Flash is like, so you secretly hacked your friend? Are, wait, are you tracking any of us? Do you have a track on Superman? And I love the art because it's a Flash running around him. So you see multiple Flashes. Uh, I love when, when the Flash arts, arts I like do that. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Batman's like, no. <laughs> I love like, how he's pausing. Is anyone, anyone else like concerned, yeah. uh, concerned that there was a pause there? The Greenhouse uh-huh. says. Um, uh, and it's just there's a lot of really good zombie attacks and like and it's like, uh, oh, Alfred is dealing with Robins at the at the at the Wayne Nightwing, Manor. Yeah. Nightwing and, and I like Tim. how I like how both Superman and Batman come to the conclusions of what's happening and uh, and Batman's like. EMP the house now. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. try to like st- to try to Superman stop it. Superman just busts in, destroys Superman all the screens. Them. Oh yeah. yeah, like John and, and Damien are playing video games or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Lois well, can't find her phone. Yeah, and then they're like, "Hey, Damien, you're a detective. You have X-ray vision." Oh yeah, you're uh, right. That's a good point, my man. It was yeah. so nice to see ten-year-old John Wick, right? John Kent again. <laughs> um, I think this issue ends. Ten-year-old John Wick. Pew pew pew. I actually almost said John Wayne because <laughs> oh. Damien Wayne. Oh. Oh. Um, this issue ends uh, uh, with Nightwing like ripping Batman to shreds. Yeah. Uh, and it really makes me want to read the second issue because like it, it, this is just like like when Injustice came out. I'm like, oh, this is a dope alternate universe that I'm really into. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I thought this was fun. I, I like this one a lot. This is one of my yeah. favorite of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, the the DC. Uh, Unless I said that about the Halloween one, in which well, case no, the, I take that back. Deceased and the Halloween zombie special were the two standouts for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. I uh, I, I got something out of all of them, but I'm glad I decided to pick to pick up Deceased because uh. That's I like Tom Taylor and I didn't want to not read this book. That is day one trade for me. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Yeah, that'll be it for me. Anything else you guys want to touch on? Spooky stuff. Boo. Uh, I guess we'll just say my next book club will be next week. I'll I'm gonna do Outer Darkness Volume One. There it is. Because uh, I don't think I also did a spooky book. Do you happen to know the artist's creative team? Who did Chew? It's them. Oh, David. Oh no, John Layman. I don't think it's them anymore. All right, I'm going to type in (laughs) Outer Darkness real quick. Don't worry. It's going to happen. Watch you guys vent real quick. Uh, How are you guys doing? I'm also doing this. (laughs) Spooky, scary skeletons. Uh, Like, Frankincense is moving. Is that newsworthy? Oh, yeah, it is moving. For us, it is. Yeah. Dude, 800 parking spots. Yeah. Oh, it is John Lehman. Cool. It's John Lehman and Afu Chan. Cool. Okay. I don't know the artist, but I definitely know John Lehman. Cool. Yeah. I'm interested in this book. All right. So that was Them's Lehman's terms. Okay. Uh, guys, next week we will be doing a Terminator retrospective. Heck yeah, I'm excited. Um, how did I do that? Oh yeah, so you watch them. No, just <laughs> I formatted. The Good luck, thing. everyone. Uh, Terminator retrospective. We're gonna we're we're watching all five Terminator films. We're gonna talk about it much like we did with the Predator films. We'll do our best. Um, uh, I've already seen three of them. I can do it, and I already want to kill myself. Yeah, can't wait to get to Salvation. You, uh, the best is out of the way. <laughs> Um, we should uh, do machete order. <laughs> yeah. Salvation two, Genesis one. <laughs> no, just always one, two, three, Salvation. One, yes, two, uh, Genesis. That <laughs> is the darkest timeline. One, two, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Always watching one and two, and we'll be in like potential. Yeah, we actually yeah. have to watch like thirty movies. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so yeah, so that will be next week, and then I don't know what's after that. Oh, Doctor Sleep. We're going to be doing a Doctor Sleep <laughs> review special, probably. Hopefully, I want to. I want to. Ben, do you want to? It's your best friend. I hate you both. Both? There's I three of us. No, I didn't even do it. No. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> How many people do you see right now? Uh, right now? My, the, oh, so Ryan's sitting over here, so of course I'm, I'm just like up. staring no, at both. But I said the thing, and you said I hate you both. Sparks didn't do anything. Do you see me as two people? Am I a Terminator? Am I the Rev-9? Yo, dude, be. two places at once. 
<laughs> he's just not I think, I think Ben's done. I'm done. <laughs> I am. My ass hurts. I'm hungry. I'm done. We have a... We just ate. We have a YouTube channel, guys. Just check that out. We have the link in the description of the YouTube channel. So much spookies. There is so much Ooh. content on YouTube, guys. I think we're almost at 100 videos. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Because sure, I always sure. look at our subscriber count, and it's always about half of yeah. what our video count is. Nice. Uh, and it's like, we're almost, I think we're like 98 videos or something. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely want to check out that YouTube page. Like I said, the link is in the description. I I called it out, the Basement Arcade Blair Witch is super cool. You guys got Sonic Thank you, Mania. Man. You guys got some spooky ones that I, one of them I was on. Yeah, all our, all our Spooktober content, Blair Witch is done. That's all up. Um, we are currently doing Fake Nerds Watch of Watchmen. We are also doing Fake Nerds Watch of... Age of Resistance for the Dark Crystal. I was wrong. We have 101 videos. Oh. <laughs> Damn, dog. Dalmatians. Corolla yeah. DeVille's coming for us. Uh, so, oh, <laughs> Run, Jesus. Emma Stone. So uh, we've got those up. We're going to try and return to Dark Crystal real soon because there are other shows on the horizon. Yeah. And um, I do want to get things that we're working <laughs> so on. So do I. I do, so too. Do I. I do, too. Mandalorian. Um, yeah. We'll I, mentioned, that I mentioned Voltron uh, before. Uh, one, one time I wanted to talk about it on the show, but uh, Sparks has been gracious enough if he ever gets a... YouTube thing of his own. It's off not the if ground. it's going to happen. Uh, um, just when. Just uh, there's there's a priority list and a hierarchy. Yeah. And, you know we got to yeah. get through one to get to the other. And, but and, I was uh, I was happy that you extended invite to talk about Voltron on your upcoming whenever that happens. Frankly, I'll be honest with you, Brandon. Like uh, Cartoon Corner is the thing I'm working on once we're done with Miscellaneous season two. Oh, okay. That's so that's it's on you. <laughs> that's basically no, no, no. It's on me. No, kidding, I have I'm to kidding. write my episodes of Miscellaneous season two, and once those episodes are written, I will be writing Cartoon Corner. Wow. Um, are you sticking with that name? No, I don't know. Okay. We'll see. Probably not. Stay tuned. Yeah. Somebody else has that name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll come up with a different one. Cartoon uh, de la Corner. Uh, cartoon Cartoons. Um, oh, I missed that. So uh, we, we've got all that. I'm trying. I'm going to be catching up on our podcast uh, episodes of the past month uh, and getting them up on YouTube as well as our uh, uh, video that doesn't feature Mike very much from the con. Oh, yeah. we got to put that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um and maybe Hawksbox? I heard like maybe. you're not sure. Maybe. All right. If I it's for what I want to do, that takes a lot of editing. Sure. And it's like uh, dude, I'll see. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh Disney XD, I was looking something up and Disney Disney XD put a Tron Uprising thing up this week. Tron Uprising? That old show that they had? They put up what? I don't know. I can't watch it while we're recording. Okay, we'll talk about this later. Okay, anyway. This is our next week's news. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's that's cool. Um, we are also a Funko affiliate. Always. Yes, we are. Uh, use the link in the description. Promo code SHOP10 for 10% off your purchase. Uh, we have a Patreon. We have a Public. The Public sale is over now by the time you guys are listening to this. We, oh. uh, but we did debut our... Uh, our uh, Pod v Pod shirt for a limited time. You guys want to check that out. Speaking of Pod v Pod, do keep in your brains, boys, that you got to watch a bunch of Star Wars movies before the end of the month. Easy. Challenge accepted. Can do. I got a week off coming up. I'm we, you shouldn't be. have a problem. Disney Plus drops November 12th. Exactly. Are we We can talk about it later. Um, both links in the description. Patreon. Cool stuff. Um, uh, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you to Jeremy Bellucci uh, for our musics. You can find them at Jeremy Bellucci Keyboards on Instagram. Uh, he has a show, Suburban Proctologist. You can find that on iTunes. Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official. Instagram at Subproc Podcast. You can find Mike Patola on uh, YouTube soon on our page. Barely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> barely. I know. For, uh, um, you can hear his voice. You can barely see him. You can, do his, you can check out his I logos. didn't know he would be standing the whole time. <laughs> we surpri- didn't either. Many surprises during that show. Yeah. Uh, one of them being 
we failed horribly. What? Well, three of us did. <laughs> um, yeah. So Mike Patola <laughs> at Mike Patola on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with us personally. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? I'm at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty. Ben. You can find me on the internet at BenMagnet27. And you can also find me writing for OldSchoolGamerMagazine.com. My latest article just went up this past week about another game that haunted me, which is Metroid Fusion. Great game. Unfortunately, I never beat it. But I will. Link in the description. Link in the description. And new articles will be coming up every week. Ryan. Thank you for having me last. I didn't find a Kojima thing this week because Death oh. Stranding is releasing this week. Uh, I'm at DJ Tony Snark at everything. Uh, get ready for a lot of uh, Death Stranding takes, my guys. <laughs> uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys, stay fake nerds. Stay fake nerds.